Hey sisters and the Sister Speak family, this is Tammy in New Jersey of the House Targaryen, and I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Hey sisters, this is Brother Ray from St. Louis. A man will always listen to Sisters Speak Game of Thrones podcast. Follow my coolers. Hi, this is Jackie from the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to House Sisters Speak. The wine is sweet, but our family is salty. Hey sisters, this is Shalita from Philly. Winter is coming. This is Anthony B. out of Chicago, listening to the Sister Speaks podcast featuring Sister J and Sister K, with a wide variety of fans who leave a long-ass email. So let's get started. Hello sisters, it's Stephen here from Ormskirk, England, and the Northerners will never forget. This is Sister Tip Tip from Norfolk, Virginia. Sister J and Sister K, go get them, ladies. Dracaris. Hey, Sister J. What's up, Sister K? This is Robert from the Bay. Winter is coming. All men must die, but I'm a crow. This is Samantha in Wisconsin. Owning a dragon is great when it fits in your hand, but if it's big enough to bite your head off, you might want to think again. Hey sisters, this is Willie calling from LA. Is there something wrong with your leg, boy? Can you walk? Do I have to carry you? To fall into the blade. I think I'll pick my teeth with it. Alright, sisters, love you. Hey, this is Amani Michonne, and I'm just calling to say, Bracadas, motherfucker. Hello, sisters, and the Sisters Speak Game of Thrones family. This is Paris calling from Mobile, Alabama to say, Valar Margules. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season four of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 23. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister K. Have you recovered from our epic long MFing as podcast from last week? Well, before I give the adult beverage of the episode, <laughs> let me read a few motherfuckers first. <laughs> All right, now, y'all. Okay, I got two things to say. Number one, see, I was going to call y'all motherfuckers out by name, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say, okay, look, no more long-ass voicemails. I'm going to cut that shit off. Now, look, y'all call a voicemail line. It's three minutes. Leave your message. And if you're sending an MP3 or four, we don't need to know the whole, your whole thoughts on the whole series. We discuss episode by episode. Keep your comments to that episode and keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I mean, come on now. Almost a five-hour podcast. That's ridiculous, y'all. We really do. <laughs> Wait a minute. We really do appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. I do appreciate our Sister Speak family. But y'all motherfuckers is taking advantage. <laughs> y'all taking advantage of uh, uh, my generosity. <laughs> and my attention span. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. no, that's true. But anyway... I mean, your attention span hey, 
during those voicemails. I'm laughing and everything, but I'm serious, y'all. Come on now. Keep it keep it moving. This is Sister Speak with Sister J and Sister K. It ain't for uh, it ain't Sister Speak with all y'all. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, yeah. But Sister not no J. 20 damn minutes. No, not Shit. No, that's too long. Anyway, that's y'all, long. y'all culprits who know. Who you are. Who you are. You just been read. Don't let me have to get ugly up in here. <laughs> <laughs> you well, know? Okay. And, and. I. I reiterate number two. Number two. What's number two? Don't be posting no long ass messages on our Facebook page. Oh, no. Because we done told y'all almost every episode we not reading it. Right. So, just they to did, reiterate. They did send it. And y'all know who you is. I'm not naming no names. They did send an email. So. I'm not naming no names. But I hope all y'all motherfuckers who are guilty. Thanks, Sister wait a All y'all who guilty, I hope you feel guilty, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> and y'all know. Hey, y'all should have known the read was coming now, cause whoop, y'all. Sh- well, Lord. if they didn't know, I told them on Facebook. I said, oh, y'all, did now, you? Y'all, now y'all. Somebody said, "Ooh, five hours." Several people said, five uh-huh. hours." That was long. And I was like, "Now y'all know a read is coming, don't you?" Well, anyway, <laughs> okay, now. I, hey, I don't want y'all. <sighs> Once we end, did, hey, it, it, it made our premiere episode epic, but a tad it was bit, it was epic, a tad too epic, and and I didn't. In even, all fairness, though, I do appreciate all you guys sending your feedback and stuff. But come on now, y'all, we can't do five hours every. We week. We cannot do five will, hours every week. We will die. So uh, our throats will dry up. First <laughs> well, of all, and throat will dry we'll get burnt out. So we'll exactly, get out y'all gonna quick. burn us the fuck out. So second, first episode. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all want to keep it moving, then keep it moving. <sighs> you know. Okay, Jay, I think we right. get the idea. So what? Was anyway, your okay. Adult beverage, and I'm week? drinking a damn adult beverage at this podcast too. <laughs> we but better, it's a, but it's a different one. But anyway, we better. Okay. I need to go get me some wine, actually. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, okay. For this episode. Oh, you didn't give the episode and all that stuff oh, first. Oh, well. And the title and we stuff. We got caught up. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, is okay. episode two of season four, titled The Lion and the Rose. Okay. Now, the adult beverage selection for today is, I believe, Sister K posted a picture of the Game of Thrones Fire and Ice Red Ale by uh, Oma Gang Brewery in Cooperstown, New York. And they they have three different bo- uh, uh, pictures of uh, Danny's Dragons on the bottles of this red ale. And even though it says Fire and Ice Red Ale, it is a dark beer. And I'd like to point out this. For those of you that like this stuff, just like I do, I like this shit. It's brewed, it comes in a pint bottle, but it's brewed with ancho chilies. Mm. That shit was good, too. Was it spicy? Oh, yeah, it had a kick. It did? Yes, it did. So if you like spicy, get the Game of Thrones Fire and Ice Red Ale by Oma Gang, that's O-M-M-E-G-A-N-G Brewery, and they're in Cooperstown, New York. Okay. So go to your liquor store. They have different store. flavors. <laughs> your liquor store. Your liquor store. You got to say that quick. Liquor. Liquor. Liquor store. <laughs> anyway, 
It, it, it's very good. Very good. Okay. All right, I'm done. Now, didn't they have different flavors, though? Or different types of beer? Online, they do. But, oh. but not at the store. Because the other two, which one was the Iron Throne, that's a pale ale. That was, that was uh, distributed during the first season of Game of Thrones. Oh, it was? Yes, it was. And then they have one called, oh, man, I was going to remember that. They have one called uh, something like Castle Black or, or, or the Castle okay. or something. And that's also a dark beer. But that was that was last season. That was the last uh I didn't even season know they had three. all this. Well, me neither. Okay. But I done found it now. We done found so, it now. Anyway, it's very good. You liked it? Yeah, I okay. liked it. It was very good. Cool. Oh, and before we start the podcast, I also wanted to say something. I just have to give all of y'all who sent in your tagline a shout out again. Oh, yeah. Y'all were awesome. were so awesome. And I listened. I haven't been able to listen to that five hour as long as Well, I listened to the whole damn thing. Because I was the one (laughs) editing that shit. Yeah, that's true. So I haven't had a chance to listen to it. But as I was putting it together, I listened to the intro over and over and over it's again. awesome. Just with all of y'all's voices, with your little taglines, underneath and underneath our music. Yes. It just, ooh, it gave me chills, and I just listened to it over and over and over again. I loved it. I mean, loved it. It, it was like a TV show or something. I mean, really. Y'all were awesome. And y'all I were love awesome. Those taglines. You guys said some good taglines. And some of those voices. Ooh, la, oh, la. yeah. Y'all sound really good. Sound really good. Really good. So we do appreciate that, though. And yes. so keep your taglines coming. Those of you that haven't done it yet, keep them coming. Just keep it short. Love it. Well, <laughs> you know, our intro might end up getting like five minutes long, but you but know. But that's different because it's different voices. Yeah, yeah. So we don't mind that. Five hours. I still don't know how we did that. Oh, it didn't feel like five hours. Oh, yeah, it did. Did it? Well, we were we did it over two days. So oh, yeah. Fun. It felt like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. Whew, okay, y'all. We Let's start with uh, Theon, since that's the first thing we see. Yeah, of which, you know, I was hoping to see Theon because I wanted to see him still tortured. Oh, he being tortured, yes, all right. Yes, Lord. But also, this other, the little girl, some girls getting tortured too. Well, first we we see Ramsey chasing a little girl named Tansy through the woods with it with this bow chick, uh, or her name is Miranda, but Miranda. she she's got a bow, so she must be real swift with a bow, like the Hunger Games girl, you know. I don't think she's that swift because well, she didn't shoot her right. She looked pretty good. She's like, oh, I only shot her in the leg. Yeah, well. And Theon, who he's calling Reek. Yeah. He calls him Reek. Cause Probably because he's funky. What? Remember, he made him say that name. He, he kept telling him, what's your name? And every oh, time, that's right. every that's time right. he said wrong, he'd cut off his finger or cut off this or cut this, cut off the toe, you know, whatever. Until he finally said, just remember we talked about that. Yeah. Like Roots. My name's Toby. Oh, you know. Jay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Reek. He said, what's your name? Reek. You know, they, they ripped that. Hey, yeah. they ripped that off of Roots. Well, I forgot We that. talked about that. Okay, so today was last season. Oh, That's yeah. a whole effing year ago. Oh, hell, girl. Who gonna remember mm. that specific conversation? You should. I didn't. Mm. Anywho, anyway. 
So they chasing this poor girl through the damn woods. With dogs. With dogs. And wait, look like hungry ass dogs. Hungry dogs too, yeah. And she running. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, well, they're just having a little bit of target practice. Mm -hmm. This little Miranda chick, she shoots her in the leg. She falls all out. She's pleading, please, 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 don't do it, don't do it. And the girl, Miranda, says, well, let me go ahead and finish her off. And he's like, no, no, no. The dogs did all well, the work. Well, first of all, he tells her, she kept saying, why, why? He says, you're just making Miranda feel uncomfortable. Well, that's true. Because, you know, no, cause Miranda, she's pretty. Mar- no, Miranda says, she, she thinks, thinks she's, she's pretty. pretty. He's like, oh, you've done made her jealous. Now, my question is this. I realize Miranda probably would have shot her ass anyway. But I would have hustled up a damn tree to get away from them dogs. <laughs> they can't come up in no tree, but I'm falling on the ground. Well, that's right. There, you know, they're eye level. So well, they would have got her anyway. Well, I, like I say, I know. But as she was running, I was thinking, climb up in a damn tree. I don't think it's that easy to climb up in a damn tree, especially them big ass trees. Well, and then I got to thinking, she's probably a house uh, uh, made it a house service. So she probably don't know nothing about yeah. climbing no tree. I couldn't climb up no big ass. Now, if it's a small, you know, small trees. We ain't going, we ain't going there again. Wait. Small trees have branches that are low, but those old trees that mm-hmm. have been there for year, hundreds of years, That's true. they have big ass trunks. You can't reach up and just, I mean, how are you going to climb a big ass tree like that? And those were some big ass trees in that forest. Shoot. I bet you if a bear or something was coming after me, I would, yeah, I'd make it up that tree and I'm short. Sister Jay, you think you can do everything? Uh huh. I can do that. No, I don't think so. But anywho, they they kill her. They, he lets the dogs get her. Yeah, which was terrible. It was terrible. And they show Theon standing there looking all bothered and shit. Hey, you know what? I don't know why his ass is bothered. Hell, you torched up two little boys. Two little boys. Two little boys. But he didn't do it, though. Yeah, but you know? he knew what was being done. But he didn't do it, and he didn't watch Shit. it. He had one of his little... He's a punk ass. He let someone... Some, excuse me. He told one of his other people to do it. Yeah, you bet your bottom ass. Okay, and then we see Ruth Bolton coming home. With... <laughs> with... Well, is that one of phrase? Yes. Her, Her name, name is Walda. Lady Walda. She big as a house. New wife. He's like, and this is Lady Walda. Mm. And she probably 300 pounds, you think? Probably. Probably 300 pounds. Well, that's not the point. The point is, mm. he just married her and it's like, okay, meet your new mama. Mm-hmm. And Ramsey's acting all nice. Oh, hello. Hello. Well, he says, hello, mother. Yeah. You know. So She mm. don't know what she is. And then Roos is telling him, uh, where's your little charge? He says, oh, he's in, in there. Well, bring him to me. He's talking about Theon, of course. Right. Well, Ruth, to me, <clears throat> and what's the other dude's name? I for, I, don't, I don't know what that dude is that made Brienne get in that uh, ring with the well, bear. Well, who took off Jamie's hand. Yeah, too, but I don't know what his name is. I can't remember is. from last season, but um, whatever his name is, I thought it's interesting that him and Ramsey seem to have like a close friendship or something well, because that's because they, they both kinda, like to torture yeah they was both joking about oh i heard you took the kingslayer's hand yeah like, oh you would have loved it you would have loved he to screamed be real loud you would have loved it mm-hmm. yeah because they both like to torture shit yep nasty. Mm. that's their their little mm. bond yep Damn. so anyway but i thought it was 
uh, I like the fact that Ruth was like, uh, you, what did you do to him? Because he, see, I'm looking rough, toe up from the flow well, up. Everything well, how could he thing. tell he was flayed? He said, you flayed him. And Probably that's what Ramsey said. So I want to know, how, how, how did Roos know? Probably by the way... Theon was standing and walking because he, he's limping. Well, that's true. He probably saw patches of skin and shit off of him. Yeah, that's probably you know? true. And he did cut off his, some of his fingers and, and stuff. Remember? He, and he um, told him. He basically was like, well, that's our... He told him after he said, you flayed him. He said, well, hey, that's what we do. Yep, that's what we do. That's what's on our fl- uh, on our little sigil flag. He said, uh, that's on my family's flag. <laughs> that was cold. You was snow. <laughs> that was cold That blooded. was so cold blood. After all the shit he done done for him. But he didn't tell him to do that. Well, that's, that's He true. was pissed. He like, uh, and he told him, he said, no, look. ain't no Bolton. I found this issue. He said, look, Tywin Lannister gave me the north, but he won't lift a finger to help me. Help me take it. Help me take it. So I needed him, Theon, to trade, he said, because the Ironborn, they hold Moat Kalen. Right. And we can't get through to the north. Oh, and did you check what Ramsey said? Mm. Oh, well, the Greyjoy, Balon Greyjoy, he's already said no. He ain't going to trade nothing. Mm-hmm. And Ruth was like, wait, you done talked to him without coming through me first? Exactly. I was like, oh, you done fucked up now. Uh-huh. Mm, Show mm, did. Mm. He's like, well, you the one that left me here and in charge. And which, now I had to agree with Ramsey on that because he did. He left him, he left this bastard in charge. And that's how. And he already knew that this boy got a pension for torture. Oh, yeah, he do. You know, he already knew that. That's how he, how he was asking. Yeah. Yep. So, Ramsey tells him, but now, this is pretty slick, though. Ramsey tells him, well, Theon was our enemy, but Reek will never betray us. See, at this point, he's trying to show his daddy that he ain't as dumb as his daddy thinks he is. Think he is, exactly. So, he goes to show that he's got control over Theon Mm -hmm. by having him shave him. And you know what? I thought of the color purple immediately. Oh, absolutely. And everybody online was saying, oh, they done they done stole that off the ceiling and missed it. And and the little boy said, What where's Seely? Uh uh. said, Where's Seely? She fixing the shade mister. Immediately was like, oh shit, they're they gonna rip that off. Purple moment, a color purple moment. That was awesome. That was, that was good. You know, that's one of my favorite. Actually, that is my favorite scene in that movie. Is that whole montage of her shaving him yes. and then flashing to Africa and that ritual and flashing yes. back to her that and the music excellent. and the singing and everything. That's my favorite part. And and, and, and Suge was running up the road, run, trying uh, to get there, trying to get he there. He's talking shit the whole time. Don't you be cutting me neither. And you better hurry up. And you better I got hurry to up. get on. Ain't that knife sharp yet? Uh-huh. And she goes, show is. <laughs> Okay, we can digress. You know what? We could probably go through, we could do a color podcast, <laughs> and we could probably recite Ooh, the whole movie. That is one of my favorite movies. So. I watch it every time it's on. Um, yeah. Okay, I, I do more quoting off the color purple than any other movie. I, I know, I know. And when she do that hex, everything, everything you think about is going to fail for you, you. Do, by, do right, right by, by me. me. 
You know what? On Wendy Williams, oh, I have Lord. to say this real quick. Oh, Lord. She did that. She didn't do the hex fingers, though, mm-hmm. but she said that. <laughs> she said that on her show one day. She said uh, to, uh, it was about Beyonce's daddy because mm-hmm. he done had this baby out of wedlock. Matthew knows. Back when he was still married to the mama, mm-hmm. he done had this baby. And now he's recently went in to have the child support cut down because now he's not her manager. He don't make as much money. Mm-hmm. So Wendy said something about um, until you do right by that baby, everything you think about gonna end up crumbling. Gonna gonna cross. I said she quoting the effing color purple. She sure is. Okay, let's get back Sorry, to the y'all. Game of Thrones. So yeah, so he tried to call himself telling daddy, showing daddy, Look, showing I daddy, got him under control. I got this, daddy. But and, this is what got me while he's while Theon shaving him, Ramsey's steadily talking, talking shit, and then he tells him. He's now like, the, now no, the no, Rob no. Stark dead. No, no, no. Before that, he goes, Reek, tell daddy. He didn't say daddy, but he tell says, my father what happened to the Stark or where the Stark where boys the Stark are. boy. He's like, I don't know. And Roos is like, Oh, well, you killed him. Remember? You burned him at, at, at and Winterfell. He said, He's, mm-hmm. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Who who did you kill? He's like two little farm boys. And he said he crisped them up so they couldn't tell. So nobody could tell. So nobody that could it tell wasn't them. It was them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, And did you see Bruce? He, he stood up. Well, he was already standing up, but he was like, uh. uh. And so then he's like, Well, now that Rob Stark's dead, you're going to need to find those boys to make sure they don't claim their land. And Theon, he stopped. Oh, yeah. Shaving. He's like, And he did that shit on purpose. Oh, mm-hmm. you didn't know that he had been killed, did you? My daddy killed him well he said my daddy stuck a blade in him and i'm mm, thinking mm, why theon mm. why are you gonna act all upset now motherfucker you, you if you love rob so much you, you wouldn't, wouldn't have, have done this shit in the first place. place thank you and i was start thinking it made me go back and i was like you know what this whole shit started with started him. not whole shit but some of this stuff started, started with, with theon yeah because theon went and tried to take winterfell yeah and got Rob off. But Rob was already on his way to war anyway. It wasn't yeah. because of Theon. But Theon didn't help. Right. If Theon really wanted to help his friend that he loved, his brother, he wouldn't have even done that. Well, it just set up a whole ball of wax of, of... Because, okay, think about it this way. Had none of that shit happened and Theon not went there and everything yeah. and, and betrayed him and went back... It could be Lady Catelyn never would have let Jamie go because maybe Theon would have been lurking around and said, "Oh hell no, you not." You see what I'm saying? Therefore, that uh, that, that Winter Stark, Wonder Stark, whatever his name is, that he finally had Card to kill Card Stark. Card Stark. <laughs> 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 what happened? You said Winter Stark, Card Stark. What happened? Yeah. What happened? What happened? Yeah, but anyway, maybe he wouldn't have had to kill his old ass and, and then and lose all his men, and then he wouldn't have had to ask Walter to frame nothing. No, he still would have had to cross <sighs> that river, the the river, which is what Walter Frey was. That's what they had. The only reason he went to Walter Frey is to is not only to cross that river, but to get some men too. But that's on the way back. Remember, mm. on the way across, he had to promise. To marry one of the daughters. And right. then he fell in love with that Talissa. And then on the way back, because he didn't already cut off the motherfucker's head. Because mm-hmm. he killed up those two little boys. Yep. And he had to do that, though. That's when he had to come back through and go, hey. Okay. 
Well, let's get on to this episode because we got a whole lot more to well, talk hey, about. I, I didn't bring it up. You did. Anyway, anyway, rush so, my ass. So after after Bruce Bolton finds out that Bran and Rickon are still alive, then he orders his whoever the hell that little henchman is. That's what I call him, the henchman, because I don't know what his name is. He says, okay, look, you feel like hunting? If you go and, and hunt them boys down and bring them back, I'll give you a thousand acres and a hold fast. Now, yep. what's a hold fast? A castle or some Okay, that's kind of what I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. So then the little henchman dude says, okay, so does your little rat, pet rat know which way they might have went? Mm-hmm. So I have somewhere, no, I, some idea yeah. where to go. Where to go. And so Theon, he's like, well... Jon Snow's at Castle, Castle Black, Black, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Now you're going to lead them all up to well, fucking Castle Black. And the little henchman says, who the fuck's Jon Snow? He said, well, that's his little bastard. That's his bastard. That's his brother. Yep. And so Bruce orders Ramsay to take Theon, and they go to the moat, Kalen. To take it back. To take it back. He says, take it back for the family, and I will reevaluate your position. He's still going to be a bastard. Yep, and he's still going to treat him like a bastard. He's going to still too. treat him like a bastard. Yep. Don't fall for it, Ramsey. Don't fall for it. He will, because he anyway. wants to... All these people want to prove something to their daddy, and they yeah. end up getting jacked up. <laughs> that's what happened to Theon. Yeah. You know? That's true. And as Theon heard in this conversation, although it didn't acknowledge it, because they didn't... They had too much other shit to do. What? Um... His daddy did not pay no ransom. Oh, no, he did not. He denied he did not. the ransom. He did. So, your daddy was just going to let you twist. Now, what is going to be... Twist in the wind. What's going to be good, because last season... Because Yara... Yara said, I'm going to go get my brother back. Well, that's why they got the the, the, the moat, Kaylin, now. Because you better believe, when they get down there, it's Yara down there. Thank you. Hello. Yeah. Yara and, and her And her man. people who yeah. don't mind killing. Yeah. And she's going to get her brother back. And she's going to get him back. And I think, I think Theon is going to be turning on Ramsey delightfully. Yeah, he's going to play that part. But I think when he gets down there and he sees, oh, and his sister is, is, is uh, oh, yeah. came there to, mm-hmm. to save him. Oh, yeah. He's going to be stabbing oh, yeah, him yeah. in the back or something. Something. He's going to get is, him. Which is rightly so. He's going to get him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, well, let's go to uh, Stannis. Oh, God. Melisandre. And you know what? So, Celise is whatever. I like is. the character Stannis, and I like that guy so bad, but ooh, he is making me mad. He is just letting Melisandre walk all over him and, and, and just lead well, him everywhere. He, but he don't play on some things, though. Yeah, but he why he's just letting her lead him. Well, the only thing I didn't like Ooh. about this is we didn't get to see a lot of Davos, because I, I like know. Davos. I, Davos is my favorite in that little land. Area. Yeah, he's my favorite. Well, so we get to them, and they're on the beach again, or wherever the hell they are. They're on the beach. Burning up folk. She's she's sacrificing to the Lord of Light, but check this out. Like two, three people. But check this out. One of the people that she's burning up is Stannis's wife's brother. Yep, his brother-in-law, and he's just letting it happen. Well, oh. no, she's letting it happen. She the bro- She's the oh, sister. but she. You know what? She's his, crazy. His wife is long gone. She's mesmerized. She's crazy. Well, but she's mesmerized. Yep. And you can tell because once they burn up, 
and all them bodies is crispy. She's saying to everybody who will listen, did you see? Did you see? Their souls went up to the Lord of Light. Oh, bitch, please. You didn't see nothing. <laughs> Damn. She, Ooh, I hate crazy people like all that. All it did is the fire kind of burst a little bit, and she's mm-hmm. like, ooh, that was their souls. Their souls went up to the door of the Lord of Light. You crazy woman. She is crazy. Oh, she's crazy. So then they get ready to leave. And Stannis, though, he's so stoic, or whatever the word is. And so he don't really say nothing. He doesn't react to anything. He, he but really does Davos is trying to say, hey, you know, that was your brother-in-law. That was your brother by law. Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. Well, I told his ass to burn his idols down, take his idols down. And Stannis is, or, or Davos is trying to tell him, look, he was just worshiping the gods, his father and his father's born before him and that you worship. used to worship yourself and that you and your father used to worship until uh, 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 the red witch came yep and he I said mean, but i told him to take him down he didn't so he had to go this is what i think the only reason i think he follows all this shit is because she's done told him this prophecy like you're the rightful king you're going to win blah 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 yeah and that's the only reason otherwise i i can't see him well he did see something it. in the fire last season that is true he did so he with I, but I, I think his problem is now he thinks it should be instant he thinks it should yeah. be now he should be the king he shouldn't be off in this dragon stone yeah area he should be at king's landing ruling and why isn't it happened yet because i've done all the stuff yeah Exactly that you, that you said and promised that I should mm-hmm. have to do, and I think he's getting a, he's getting he's a little annoyed. Yeah, perturbed. He yep. is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then they're going in to eat him, Celise and Melisandre, mm-hmm. and he's he's like, oh no, the meat's bad. Mm-hmm. And he looks all disgusted, and she's like, okay, well, um, and why is she telling are- these stories about? Remember when you when you. Uh, uh, killed these two seagulls and ooh, you roasted them. That was the best roasted seagull. You remember that? Yeah, listen, you know why? Mm-hmm. Because their bitch asses are hungry. She's trying to talk yeah. about hunger and that's what it was. And he's talking about he don't like the meat. She's like, well, our cupboards are almost bare. He's like, well, go catch some fish. She's like, well, you don't even like fish. He's like, well, I'll eat whatever. I've been, a, I've been he enjoying said, other shit that I don't like. Yeah, that, that, that was so. <laughs> he said, when she said you don't even like fish, she said, well, I do a whole lot of stuff I don't like. Thank you. <laughs> you know? So go ahead and cook some fish. <laughs> now, wait a minute. When he said that, I almost went boop because I think he talking about Melisandre too. Probably. You know, because he is and I was perturbed. Say, look, there's probably plenty of fucking fish, but if yeah. you don't like fish... They ride on the water. Yeah, he said, we live on an island. So, anyway, so <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. So then she starts talking about, wait, this is what I caught. Did you catch it when she said, well, during the war, when they were getting, when they were under siege, mm-hmm. they um, didn't have no more food. They ran out of food, so he was boiling books, mm-hmm. book soup. For her. Because the glues made a horse. Now you know that's some nasty motherfucking Ooh, shit. Lord, when she was telling that, I thought, oh, oh my goodness. That sounds but nasty. I have to admit, it'd be better than eating people. Like them thins and them oh, terminus folks. True. You know? True. So, yeah. But still. But the part I didn't like is when she started complaining about the baby girl. I know. What? Now, what's the baby girl name? I don't forgot. Shireen or Shireen? Shireen. Okay. 
Um, Why in the hell is she complaining about that little girl? Well, what scared me about that was they just burned up some motherfuckers. Yeah. So I kept thinking, what she wanted them to do? Burn the baby up? Yeah. Talking about she's... Wait a minute. I wrote it down. Talking about she's she's sullen. She's sullen. She's stubborn and sinful. And did you hear what he said? You you better not strike my daughter. She needs the rod put to her. He's like, uh, you will not be striking my my daughter. She's my daughter, and you ain't going to be striking her. And I liked him in that moment Uh for that. For that, I liked him. But but the thing that got me about that scene, I really liked it. He didn't even look at her. He didn't even look her way. He just saying it like it's a stated fact. You ain't going to. You put a hand on her, and hey. And what she say? As you command. Cause she does anything like mm-hmm. he. She even knows that he slept with Melisandre. Oh yeah. She's like, yeah, but you're the king, and you do what you need to do. Yeah. It's your choice. You know, you have to do it. So and then she says, "Well, Melisandre, maybe the Lady Melisandre will talk with her." But what? And I was thinking, oh shit. But Melisandre was nice to her. Well, first of Somewhat. all, Melisandre, she ain't that crazy. She ain't going to do nothing to the baby girl. Now, I think Davos would kill her for that. Uh, well, I would hope Stannis would. Yeah, but even if he didn't, Davos, I think, now, would. And it was also funny when she says, well, you don't know her. You only see her, you know, when you see her or the times that you do see her. She's, she's smiling. She's smiling. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably because the girl don't want to be locked up in the fucking room all the time. Yeah. You know? And why is she locked up in there? Probably because of her face. Damn. You know? Yeah, because because the uh the uh her mama did say if she wasn't so sinful and and stuff, she wouldn't that's why the Lord of Light marked her like that. Meaning her little face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh Lord. Crazy religious people are crazy. Yep. Ooh, they're crazy. So then Melisandre goes to talk to her and so she asks her if she saw the ceremony or whatever she called it down at the beach and she's mm-hmm. like, Well, I heard it. Meaning them screaming. Yeah, she said, I heard him screaming. <clears throat> and when she says, yeah, um, they're in a better place now. Or they'll, you know, they're mm. in a better place. She's like, uh, with all them screaming? Yeah. Them screaming? She's like, well, when a mother uh, screams during childbirth, and it's the most joyous day. But she says, but afterwards, it's the most joyous day of her life. And, and this girl said, what'd she say? But not when they're burnt. So she said, she no, said something like that. No, they're not dead or something. She said, not when they're burnt. How can there be joy? I don't know. But anyway, I was thinking, go ahead, Shireen. Yeah. Tell I mean, her. I mean, she, I guess the woman was trying to convince her uh, uh, to believe like they believe, I guess. Because well, she, she asked her, what do you know about the gods? And she says, well, I read this seven, whatever, some book with seven fables, seven right, right. lords or whatever. And she says, those are just a bunch of fables. Right. You know. And we've heard that before, though, because mm-hmm. there's other people that don't believe in those seven gods. They believe there's just one. Right. And so. Um, and that's why you have some of the people pray to the old gods and the new. Right. <laughs> that cracks me up. But Melisandre says there's two. The, the god of light and love and joy and the god of darkness, evil and fear. Mm-hmm. And then she like says, that black baby she had. That <laughs> exactly. black shadow baby. Mm-hmm. And then she said, there's only one hell, princess, and it's the one we live in now. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want her to hurt I didn't Shireen, either. You know? But I don't think she would even do that because... I don't think so. Because 
Stannis, Stannis just wouldn't put up with that, I don't believe. And I don't think she actually, you know, I thought back on it. I don't think she would have hurt her anyway. I don't think so. Because she only really, I mean, even people who don't believe, she doesn't want to kill them. Exactly. Unless, unless um, they're but, just totally, like, refusing to uh, go that way. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That that but, scene was a little obscure to me. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It must be foreshadowing for something. Yeah, I don't know. For something yet to come or something, mm-hmm. I guess. All That's right. all we get with them. And mm-hmm. then let's get to Bran before we go to King's Landing. Yeah. So then. I uh, like this. I, I like the whole scenes with Bran. I like this. And I figured he was he was in summer. I mean. That was quite obvious, especially when you saw the deer. Well, just at the point of view of them chasing something and uh-huh. running, and he's—they're uh, they're obviously in the north. Mm-hmm. And Summer kills a deer, and right when you see he's about to probably chomp down, mm-hmm. they wake. Um, well, Hodor said, "Hodor, Hodor." Yeah, <laughs> he cracks they me wake Bran up, and they tell Jojen, or I can't remember the other girl, Mira. Mira. Are telling him the more time he spends in summer, the mm-hmm. less likely he is to come back, and that mm-hmm. that's kind of dangerous. So I'm and, like, well, well, and Mira, shit, they couldn't have told him that last time. Last well, but season. Mira says this time you were gone for hours. That's what she said. Yeah, you were gone for hours. And he's I'm like, like oh, I was just about Lord. to eat. She's like, No, you mean summer was just about to eat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I thought that was pretty good. So they gave him some kind of bread, or bread, cookie, something. Mm. Well, and so, you know, they're telling him <laughs> that you're going to forget what it's like to be human the more that you're in there. So you need to be careful. Yep. Because we need you. And, yep. you know, so they keep walking and then they look over and there's Summer. Well, Summer's barking. So they, so they. He doesn't bark. Well, I thought he none was of them bark. None of them bark. Really, or they have. whining. No, or he just is by this tree looking at this tree. So Rand's like, okay, take me over by this tree. So he goes and touches the tree, and there some images start flooding in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, he gets, he sees the three eyed raven, he sees Ned. Mm-hmm. We see a dragon shadow flying over King's Landing. Yep. Uh, we see him falling out the, the tower again, you know, when he got paralyzed in the first place. We see all that. So obviously, and, then and we hear the voice saying, "Come look, come find me under the tree." That was his brother. That's where he's headed, Castle Black. So he wakes up and he's like, "I know where I need to go." Right, which is where uh, Osha wanted them to go in the first place. You know what? And I was going to ask that. Where the hell is Osha? Because I thought she was she take- was supposed to be taking him to Castle Black. She's taking Rickon. To Castle Black. To Castle Black. Right. They should have fucking been there by now. Well, it could be. That's what I think. I mean, it could be. We but, haven't seen them I mean, yet. But, but she could have come up. She could have been hiding from some wi- other wildings or anything. There's there's stuff between her and Castle Black. Well, that's true. But damn. You know? So, we don't know. Because, you know, th- they're going back and forth with showing people. Yep. In these episodes. Just like in The Walking Dead. So, you know, we don't know. I mean, they might be there for all we know. Next time we see Castle Black. But anyway. Anywho. So that's where they're going. Rather than. Well, uh, that's where we think they're going. Well, I think. Uh, yeah, that was foreshadowing. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Because the last thing he saw really was 
the dragon shadow over King's Landing. Mm-hmm. He saw a white walker, and then he fell out of the, the tree again, and that was it. Yeah. So, it could be Castle Black. I started thinking maybe it was King's Landing is where he's trying to get to. But, um, um, I don't that think was one so. of the last images. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so, though. I think he's going to Castle Black. Yeah. Well, he better hurry the hell up because everybody's trying to get up there <laughs> to kill up folk, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's all that we saw of them. All righty. Okay, let's get to King's Landing. Lord, this is a mess. <sighs> it's a good mess, though. But, okay, we start with... Tyrion and Jamie are having breakfast. And, you know, we talked just last the episode about we was hoping that Tyrion and Jamie would have a good relationship. Yeah. And they do. Well, that they would get together again because they yes. do have a good relationship. Yes. And they did. So I really enjoyed this scene. I did too. I really enjoyed I it. I too. And, and especially because Tyrion was, he was going out of his way, it seems to me, to, to try to make Jamie feel more comfortable. Yeah. You know. And he's telling him, you know, you need to eat. Nobody's eating. My wife ain't eating. You ain't eating. Nobody's eating. He's smacking down, Jack. And, and you know, Jamie's saying, I bet I'm not hungry. He said, hey, you lost a hand, not a stomach. I thought that was pretty good because, you know, yeah, your sibling can say that to you. Well, the one that you get along with. Yeah. You can't yeah. say that shit to Sarah say. And then he says, come on, let's have a toast. And he pours some wine. He says, let's have a toast. To the proud Lannister children, the dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. Ain't that the truth? Yep. Damn, ain't that true? And then, of course, Jamie spills the wine. And I thought this was so sweet of Tyrion. And he says, it's only wine. And he pours half of his wine out on the table, too. Yeah. That was so nice. Mm -hmm. That was nice because, you know... So then Jamie's telling him, look, I can't fight anymore, yeah. I, you know. And so Tyrion's like, well, why don't you learn? Why don't you train? train. He's like, how am I going to do that? Everyone's going to know then that I can't protect the king and I'm not any good and blah, blah, blah. I'm not the king's well, anymore. And he's worried about as soon as somebody finds out, then yes. they'll challenge him, right. of course. And so then Tyrion's like, well, you need a discreet swordsman. And I just so happened to have one. We knew who it was going to yes, be. Yes, that was awesome. That was awesome. This is a good scene. And I love that location area. That's like, he ends up at this like far off cliff right on the edge of the sea. Yes. And there's Bronn coming to, mm-hmm. to fight with him. Uh-huh. And um, so he's like, are you sure this is going to be, you know, a good place? Nobody's going to know. He's like. Hey, I screw so-and-so's wife here. She's really loud. Well, he so. says, you know, Sir Knight, whatever. And, and he said whatever his name was. And Jamie said, yeah. He says, well, I screw his wife here. And she's a screamer, that one. So if nobody hears her, they ain't going to be hearing us. <laughs> I was dying laughing. Oh, that was so funny. I like Braun, though. Yeah, I like Braun. Because... He's kind of a cad, but he can back up his shit, though. He sure do. So, he started, you know, uh, 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 fighting with Jamie. Well, he threw this, these practice swords down because he says, huh, if you're going to use a really sharp sword, then that means I got to use one, too. And then if I, you know, slice you up, then who's going to pay me? Right. Which I like that. But what I liked about that whole scene is that when Jamie is trying to get the sword off the ground, Bron 
immediately starts hitting him with the sword. <laughs> and he says, hey. But that's, that's Jamie needs to learn that because Jamie exactly. is a knight. And so he's going to wait for the other guy to get all set and mm-hmm. ready. And he's now, like, he got to be a roguish with Honey, it. Braun stays alive because his ass will take every opportunity you give him uh-huh. to win. And that's what he says. He says, Jamie says, hey, you, uh, you can't like hit a man when he's uh, uh, down getting his sword. And he said, that's the best time to get him. Exactly. You know? And so then, Jamie, you could just kind of see it clicking. Then he gets, he picks up the sword and he says, okay, come on then. You know? And then they really start fighting, like sword fighting in earnest. I like it. I I I love that scene. I I think that's good because he's going to need to learn how to be tricky now, especially because he's only going to have one hand. You can't wait for all the And somebody's going to try him at some point. You can't wait for everything to be perfect and do it like in a regular duel Mm -hmm. where you have all these rules. You're going to have to get down and dirty Mm -hmm. and Bron's the one to teach him how to do that. Bron is the one. You know? Mm -hmm. I like that scene. I do too. I really, really like Plus, that Jamie scene. looks good with his haircut. He does. And all cleaned up now. So he does. So we got to take advantage of every moment <laughs> where he's not muddy, nasty, bloody, and stringy hair and everything else. He did look good. Okay, next we see Tyrion is going to the garden. Well, he's he's going to the breakfast, the wedding breakfast feast. So he has to go through the garden and he, and he kind of meets up with Varys. Yep. Oh, this was good, too. Oh, this was a good Varys thing. Varys is telling him, Shay has been discovered. Mm-hmm. But the thing that, that I liked about it is Varys was trying to be as discreet as possible. Yep. So they wouldn't, so really nobody would really see him talking to Tyrion. They went off to the side. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure people saw him, but he was I'm just sure. trying to act nonchalant. But he was saying, um, she's been discovered. Says Cersei knows. About it's only Shay. a matter of time before your daddy mm-hmm. knows. So, uh, and, and so Tyrion gone. And I liked what Varys told him, too. I, yeah, Tyrion said, oh, well, you know. You'll just tell him some lie. Yeah. And he's that, like, that, uh, no, I will not. Say, uh, How long uh. do you think I will be able to live if they find out I lied? Exactly. Oh, I like that. I like that, too. Cause, uh, and, and then he says, because I don't have a cell sword to protect me or a, 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 a Kingslayer brother. Thank you. Who can protect me? He okay. says, spiders and whores got to protect themselves. Nobody cries over spiders, spiders and, and whores. whores. Yep. Uh-huh. And he says, look, I have friends across the sea that can help. Yep. And when have you ever known your father to make an idle threat? And he then already told you the next hole he find, he going to get. Exactly. He going to get. So... You know, and I like the way Varys did that. He kind of told him on the side, did his bow, and moved on. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion got to thinking. Well, I don't think he, he was thinking about it until they were at the breakfast. Mm-hmm. And he saw Cersei whispering to the daddy about her mm-hmm. and looking at Shay. Yep. And I think he thought, oh, well, yeah, yep. this shit is about to kick off. So at the breakfast, yeah. Uh, Joffrey is accepting gifts from various people. And Marjorie's father. Mace. Uh, is that his name? Mace? Yeah. Marjorie's father gives uh, Joffrey a wedding, a, a, a wedding cup. Yeah. And it's a, it's a goblet that's got, that's bejeweled. Gold and. Well, yeah, it's bejeweled. It. Yep. <laughs> it's like the bejeweler. You know, that little, yeah. that little gadget thing. And then Tyrion gives him a book. Mm-hmm. Titled The Lives of Four Kings. Mm-hmm. And you could just see Joffrey's face. He was like, a fucking book? That 
that's what he was thinking. But before that, though, when Cersei says, whispers to uh, Tyr- uh, Tywin, uh, that's her, the one with the dark hair. That's the whore I was telling you about, the one with the dark hair. And what does Tywin say? Mm, bring her to the hand of the king before the wedding. He said, bring her to the tower of the hand. Yeah, the tower of the hand before the wedding. So, mm. Yeah, he's going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Damn. So anyway, so um, he gives him a book. And Joffrey, you could tell, is not feeling the book. But you saw Tywin kind of nod at him. Tywin gave him that, that nod, nod And so Joffrey's like, like, oh, well, since the war's over, we should all be more mindful of, of history. So thank, thank you, you, Uncle. And I was like, And oh. Tyrion looked surprised, though. Yeah. Until he kind of looked over to his daddy. And then, you know, he kind of knew. Then, Daddy, you were right. Daddy presents, Daddy Tywin presents Joffrey with the other Valerian sword. Uh-huh. And did you notice? I was right, too, because it was the larger one. No, it was a small one. Uh-uh. Sister J, you so belittled. big one. It was a smaller one. But anyway, he did give it to him for a wedding gift. Yes, he did. And so what, and what is- does that little punk butt do? He cuts up that book. <laughs> He says, he says, ooh, Valerian steel. And he chops up that book. I mean, chops the book. I mean, four or five wax. Pages go flying. But the thing that that shows is how sharp that effing Valerian steel is. That was a thick-ass book. That was a thick-ass book. Mm, and it just mm, chopped it mm, all up. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. That Shout is so in. good. He is such a nasty little effer, though. Damn. So then he starts going, oh, well, I should name my sword. What should I... What should I name it? He calls out to people. Mm-hmm. And so people are saying different things. Did you notice someone said Terminus? Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. I wonder if they did that on purpose because that has no correlation to a name of a I sword. Don't know. But I wonder if someone did it on purpose as a shout out to The Walking Dead. Now, that could be, though. I really, because I was like, Terminus? Where, yeah. How would you get Terminus from all the names of a sword? Well, I want to know how come the dude thought of the. Well, widow's whale. That's a good one. That's actually a good name because that means you're killing up their husband. Well, now that okay, yeah, that's true. So yeah, so Joffrey, um, he's like, okay, so it's gonna, I'm gonna call it the widow's whale, and every time I use it, it's gonna be like cutting off Ned Stark's head all over again. That was fucked up. That was jacked up. Seeing, especially knowing Sans was sitting there. That's why he does it. Yep. To torture her more. Uh huh. Damn. So then we get um, the new, the next scene we get with them is Tyrion looking out the window and Shay comes in the room. And she got on my nerves. Yeah. She, she, okay. She's been on my nerves though. We, we talked about this the whole last episode so let's not spend too much time on it. But you know what? That whole scene was bogus. She a hoe. What's she doing crying and shit talking about? Yeah, but I'm not afraid of them. And blah. she knows what they can do. No, that part is true to her character because she's been saying that. Well, that's true. She's been saying, "I could take care of myself. I'll cut their face off." Remember, we used to like that about that's her. That's true. I like that about her. The part that, I, but but she does love him, and she hasn't been a hoe since she's been with him. And you know, he was used to always talk about going off with her until he got married. Mm-hmm. I think her crying was the culmination of the months or probably however long it's been since he got married of them not being together. Her, all her fears were realized. All that jealousy and shit was realized yep. that 
Yeah, he really didn't sleep with her all this time because he was married to Sansa. And he wanted to he wanted to be with Sansa and be true to Sansa. Yep. Which is what she was saying. Yeah. He kept saying, No, no, no. I think that's what the tears were from. I wasn't I don't think it was because he said what he said. Well he said what he said to to drive her away. Exactly. He don't really feel that way. But, no. but he had to say something to hurt her feelings enough yep. for her to leave. Yep. Yeah. That was obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame him because she was not going to go. Yeah. She was not going to go. And he's like, look, you're a whore. I'm a married man and I'm going to uphold my vows and I cannot have children with a whore. I cannot marry a whore. You ass has got to get. Mm-hmm. Get to fucking stepping. And then he brings Braun in and says, she's, he's going to escort you because I'm thinking the same thing. You better make sure her ass gets escorted to the boat. Well, because- he told her there's a boat. Going to Pinto, uh, yeah. yeah, Pintos, and you you will have a house and servant stuff you won't want for nothing. Yep, you know. Yep, and and uh, Bron's going to escort you to the to the boat. Yep, and then when Bron goes to kind of take her shoulder, she slaps him. Now see, <laughs> okay, yeah. Now that was uncalled for. That was way uncalled for. But Bron's like, hey, whatever, whatever. He showed remarkable restraint. He don't care as long as he's getting paid. Yeah. You see, know? That's what he, he's concerned for. So Tyrion, of course, is a little upset that he had to do yeah, it. But well. he had to do it because otherwise she'd have gotten killed up. Mm-hmm. So then our next scene, um, we get Joffrey and Marjorie getting married. which Finally. Finally. The wedding. I love her hair. Uh, well, I like the whole thing. I mean, her dress was pretty. Yeah. She looked really good in it. it was and, nice. Yeah, her hair was very pretty. Yeah, it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see a real wedding ceremony, not like the one that Tyrion had. Or <laughs> but Ron you know what? Had. They did the same thing, though. He put the little cloak on her. Yeah. And they tied it. But he could hands. actually reach it. Well, that's true. He wasn't kicking no chairs out the way. <laughs> that was cold. That was cold. That was cold blood. Yeah. But anyway, yes. So that part was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. But did you see when they got when they turned around and everybody was cheering? The look on her face was kind of like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. Did you see the look on Lady Olena's face? Yeah, like eh, shit. shit. Mm. Now the and then Sansa says, "We have a new queen." And what does Tyrion say? Better her than you. Boop boop. Because <laughs> it's the way Sansa said it. Sansa was like. Oh, now we have a new queen. Yeah. And I'm thinking, why the hell are you saying it like yeah. that, Sansa? Shit. You got to be lucky his, he has he ain't marrying your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was weird that they had her saying that. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm. I don't know. And better and, than fucking Cersei, mm-hmm. who's mean. At least you like uh, Marjorie. So next we see Lady Olena, and she's sparring with Tywin. I like that. That was funny. She be talking. Talking. She be talking trash. She was. I'm out. Well, I tell you. Uh, all this money that we spent on this thing, I'm sure that a thank you would be sufficient. Yeah. <laughs> if only I, what you didn't say is, if only I had one. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, so that lets you know he ain't said bullshit, thank you, nothing. Nope. And she's like, and I'm sure I'll hear it again. When the iron, what the iron bank, the comes, iron bank comes calling for their loan money back, mm-hmm. 
He said, I ain't worried about no Iron Bank. She's like, oh, yeah, well, we know you ain't that dumb. Yeah, she said, well, we know you're much too smart for that. I mean, but see, people don't even know when she reading them, though. I know. It's like they don't even know. She reading oh, them. I'm sure Daddy Tywin knew. Yeah. He just plays his shit off, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So they walk mm-hmm. to the reception. Yep. And we go to the wedding feast. We go to the wedding and Bron- Feast. Not the wedding. It's the it's feast. It's the reception. After. Yeah, the reception. And he's telling Tyrion that Shay got on the ship and that it got, and, and, and Tyrion's like, okay, did, did you see her actually sail off? Did you see her on it? Mm-hmm. Was everything okay? He's like, yes. And if anybody would have been following me, I would have got him because I don't like people following me. He's like, somebody followed you? He's I, like, when he said that, I thought, okay, okay, Tyrion. Tyrion, listen to the words that's coming out of words. his mouth. He's like, it's fine. She got on there. She's okay. So you, go get drunk. Yeah, you go get drunk until you realize that you did a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, that ain't to say they won't send somebody to go get her mm-hmm. ass on the ship. And right. then... Joffrey is just being a c- complete jerk at, oh, the, yeah, the, at the whole, whole thing. Time. The whole time. They got some, some musicians playing and stuff, and he's throwing money at them. Say, all right, all right, all right. But did you notice how Marjorie was enjoying the music? She was. And she's annoyed. You could see it already. She yes. She was annoyed by everything mm-hmm. that he was doing. But she was trying to play it off, but she wasn't doing too good of a job. Mm-hmm. And then Lady Olena goes up to Sansa and gives her regrets for what happened to her brother. But did you notice how she's touching her hair, touching the necklace? And I'm thinking, well, why is she touching on her? You know what I mean? Well, she She's just not that kind of person. How do you know? Well, because I just... I don't know. She's it, trying to be nice to the girl. I know she's trying to be nice. Anywho, Sansa seemed like she was happy about it. And mm-hmm. she's saying, well, maybe now that this war is over, your husband will bring you to Highgarden. And I was thinking, yeah, Kyrian, it might be time to <laughs> yeah, take, a, take a vacation. Honeymoon vacation or something. So, um, you know, after Joffrey throws the money at the band and Marjorie's mm-hmm. looking like annoyed, she's like, well, maybe it's time for us to make our announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. And so he gets up and he's like, your Queen Marjorie has an announcement to make. Mm -hmm. And so she gets up and she announces that King Joffrey has decided that. Well, decreed. Yeah, decreed that all of the leftovers from the feast will be given to the poorest of the city. Mm -hmm. So they have something to eat. And everybody cheers. Yeah, everybody's cheering and. Even Cersei is smiling, but you know that shit. Oh, you know that shit was fake. You know that was fake. Yeah. And she kisses Marjorie and says, oh, you're, you're just an example for us all. You yeah, know that shit that was... smug shit. Yeah. Then we see Loras, and he's eyeing Prince Oberyn. <laughs> I was cracking up. I thought, oh, yeah, and he's swinging both ways, too. Mm, mm, and mm. Prince Oberon was looking right back. He was looking way. right at him. He sure was. He was looking right back. And then, of course, Loris bumps into James. He's looking at Oberon too, honey. Oberon's cute. Yes, he is. Especially when he's threatening somebody. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he's talking shit. That's what he's Well, but we don't get to that part yet. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, sorry. So Loris is. Is grinning at Oberyn, and he goes to back up, and he bumps right into Jamie. I think Jamie did uh, uh, walk behind him on purpose. He did, yeah. He wants to turn his ass, yeah, because he's jealous. So Jamie says, 
with this cute self. Cersei would kill you in your sleep if you marry if her. you marry her, and if you were and if you were fortunate enough or happened to put a baby in her, she'd kill the baby. Too. Yeah. And then he says, but that's not going to happen because you will never marry her. And what does Laura say? Neither will you. Oh, I said, boop, boop. <laughs> That was so good. Oh, that was so good. That I had to roll so it back. Good. I had to I roll it like, back. Oh, Laura's got him in Laura's line. got him good. He got him good. And Jamie couldn't say shit because sure Laura's couldn't. walked on off. Well, he couldn't even. But he couldn't say nothing anyway. He couldn't say shit. Because mm, mm, he mm. ain't marrying his sister. I said, Lord have mercy. And then Cersei got to fuck with Lady Brienne. Oh, see, now, Ooh. I didn't like this. Ooh, I was so. Lady Brienne is going to go congratulate Marjorie and Joffrey on the marriage. She bows. Right. And here come fucking Cersei laughing and shit. Oh, did you just bow? Did you just bow? Shut your mouth, woman. Shut you drunk ass. ass woman. Thank she you. She's drunk already. She's like, uh, I've never learned how to curtsy. Mm. She's a damn swordsman. She ain't no damn lady. Mm. And she says, well, I'm not a lady, your grace. Mm-hmm. So then um, uh, Marjorie's like, oh, thank you so much for coming. Hope I can see more of you. And then, Yeah, we want to see more yeah, of you. And then Joffrey's like, oh, you're the one who sliced Renly in the heart. And you can see Brienne's face. Mm-hmm. And so Marjorie quickly says, oh, no, no, she had nothing to do with she that. She had nothing to do with that. And he's like, oh, I'd knight the man who did that. Too bad. Mm-hmm. And the way she looked at him, Brienne, like, mm-hmm. you mother. Say, And then she goes to walk off, and here comes Thursday with that serpent tongue. Fucking with her. Well, with that, with that slick-ass smile. That she, oh, but you know oh, what? Doing. Cersei wasn't too bad, because let me tell you what I noticed. She's saying all her little stuff. Well, you're in love with Jamie, aren't you? And then she's just looking at Brienne, and Brienne stares her down. Brienne just looks at her. She well, stares I, her down. Well, she doesn't at first. She just looks at her like she's surprised. No, look. She stares her down. Cersei's the one Sister that... Jay, mm. she looks at her like she's surprised that she noticed, and then she's like, hey, mm. she know? Obviously, this is a problem for her, so I'm just going to stare at her ass. She stared her you down. Know? That whole scene was good, though, because... It was so good. You thought at first that Cersei was going to be normal. And, I know. And, you know! Hey, thank you for bringing my brother back alive, blah, blah, blah. And Brienne's like, well, actually, he saved me a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't hear that story. Oh, she just... And then, once Brienne walks off, what she do? She go fuck with Pycelle. <laughs> oh, no. Now, wait. This is the one scene I was actually I know. glad of. Well, I know that, but. Pycelle needed to be fucked with. She fucking with him, no. She just going fucking with everybody. No, she's not. He it needed is. to be caught. Because he he obviously, this is his ploy. Yeah. He was going to get that girl. So I was happy she caught his ass. And got him, you know, she's like, oh, no. Don't mess with him. Go see Kyburn. Uh, Kyburn. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She tells him to go to the kitchens mm-hmm. and make sure that all the leftovers or are taken to the, to the kennels. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, but the queen. She's like, oh, I, my, your queen is telling you now what you need to do. Oh, but this is what I like when she said, when my brother puts you in that cell because you annoyed him, just think what I'll do. And yeah. you're annoying me. Yeah. And he's, well, you know, but 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 I I didn't mean to annoy anyway. Well, but you're annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
had that part. I, I like that part. <laughs> I did. I like that part too. Cause you are right. Pycelle needs some come up and stuff. He needs his ass yeah. cold. His yeah. nasty ass. Mm. And then Tywin, next time we see Tywin and Cersei, they're walking and talking, and he said, Man, you sure are in a good mood. And she says, Small pleasures. Mm. Yeah, like telling people off. And yeah, shit. that's what I'm saying. And who do they run into? Ooh, sexy Prince Oberyn. And Ilaria. Ilaria Sand. And she is pretty, though. Yeah. She's very pretty. I like her little outfit. And, and so when Oberyn introduces her, what does Cersei say? Ooh, I've never met a Sands. Because, see, that's right. their bastard's name. Like, But it's the way she said it's it. It's the way she said but it. What I found funny, too, is the way they both looked at her yeah. when she said it. Yeah. Kind of like when that man said, what is a Dornish man doing with a woman like her? Exactly. They both it, looked It was up. an insult. Yeah, it was yeah. an insult. Yeah. And she meant it as an insult. Yeah. Mm, mm, yep. And I mean, Prince Oberyn, oh, I'm going to love this man because he know. dealt with they asses. Both of them. I loved it. Ooh, he I wasn't, loved he it. wasn't, ooh. Mm, mm, mm. He talking about, well, um, so... <coughs> Uh, he got some good zingers in though. Regent, he says, "Oh, or former, former Queen, Queen Regent. Regent." And did you see her face crack? Her face cracked just a teeny. She tried not to. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then he says, "Well, I'm sure that you're happy that you're you're um, no longer the Queen Regent. I'm sure having that crown on for so long made your neck crooked." <laughs> I was saying, "Oh man, he is throwing major shade their way." And she's throwing shade back. Uh, well, you'll never know, probably because how's your older brother? <laughs> uh, it's too bad he couldn't make it. And then Tara, Tywin gonna uh, uh, chime in. Well, yeah, because you know, hopefully he can get over the gout and 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 you know be able to walk again and come and visit us. And what does Oberyn do? He says, "Yeah, you know," he says, "That's a rich man. That's disease. a rich man's disease." It's he a says, wonder you don't have it. Yeah! <laughs> tries to throw his own shade. He's like, well, you know, we don't have the same, what do you say, the same uh, lifestyle that you have out in Dorne. Mm-hmm. And, and this is when Oberyn... Noblemen re- in my part of the country don't enjoy the same lifestyle. Yeah. And this is when Oberyn broke that shit down. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, because Raping... Oh, go yeah, go ahead. He says, in other places, the rape and murder of children is considered distasteful. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And he said... And lucky for you... And in some other places, the uh, uh, the we revere uh, our bastards and, you know... Lowborns. Lowborns. And he says, lucky for you that your daughter... Is born in the latter place where rapes and murders of children do not Oh, occur. that was... Uh, did you see Cersei's face? Yeah, you face? said that all jacked up, Sister Well, Jane. I'm sorry. But anyway. Yeah. But- Ooh. And Tywin didn't say, he couldn't say shit. But I love the way Oberyn said it. And he just stood there staring at her as like. He stood there uh-huh, staring like, at her. Your child is at my, my place. House, so yeah. Keep it. Keep yeah. it real. Keep it moving, girl. Yeah. Keep it moving. Ooh, that was so good. That was, that was so good. That was so good. So then mm-hmm. at this point, Joffrey, he tells oh, everybody God. to sit down, hush up. And he says. Now we're going to have the War of the Five Kings. Well, first he says, this this feast is not all about enjoyment. It's about history. And he makes this big speech. And I thought maybe he was going to 
say something about the history of it. He playing a game. Yep. He has five little people come out. Five little dressed as the different kings mm, mm, mm. from the the war, and he has like a spoof of the war. It's a spoof. But what's so foul about it? Well, there's you, several foul things about it. Did you it. see the Did you see the little uh, costume of Renly? Yeah, had the butt on the out. butt out. <laughs> and one of the other ones was always hitting him in the butt with the with the, the sword. sword. And then oh, had, it was foul. It was foul. There was one it was with foul. a uh, wolf head on. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was awful. Oh, and okay, this is what this is what Renly, I want to know. Or um Loris gets upset, he gets up. He leaves. He leaves. Lady Olena is not happy. No. Nope. Marjorie at in the beginning when they first come out, she's laughing. But uh-uh. When they start the whole little act, she is not grinning or laughing or nothing. Nope. It's not. It wasn't funny. It was so distasteful. It was awful. No, it was awful. But guess who laughing? Cersei's crazy ass. And Tyrion's kind of smiling too. No, he's not. Well, Tywin. Uh, uh, excuse me, Tywin, the daddy. Yeah, you're talking about the wrong people. And then Tyrion at, tells Pod to give each one of the men of the dwarves 20 pieces of gold. I didn't get why he said that. I think he did that because he recognizes that that King Joffrey made them do this. It's not like it's not like they probably even wanted to. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So so to kind of um I don't know. compensate I them for having to do this. That's what I think anyway. I don't get it. Yeah, that's what I think because it is so distasteful. But I mean, he's the king, so they had to do what he said. Yeah, and they and they focused on Sansa, and she's oh looking my God. off. But look, her. everybody, everybody, and ain't nobody really laughing. Well, there's except some for the people. side people. Yeah, you know the side people, but the people that are kind of like Oberyn wasn't laughing, Varys wasn't laughing. But even some people around Varys and Oberyn, they weren't laughing either. No, so not everybody there was laughing. No, no. There were some that was laughing, but but Cersei is just cracking. Oh, up. she is just so disgusting. Oh, we did she notice is so that disgusting. They, they changed the Tommen boy. Yeah, or either that, or he's grown so much that he's he don't even grown. look like himself. It don't look like the same kid to me. It looks like a different kid. Mm, mm. It was it was beyond distasteful. It was just so so foul. It was so foul. It was so then so Joffrey foul. has to add insult to injury and say, oh, yeah. well, this, uh, we haven't, it's not over. Maybe my uncle here can go get one of their costumes and join them. Because obviously he got little people on purpose yes. to do this. Of course. So Tyrion turns that shit around. That's goes, why Tyrion told Pod to give them the 20 gold pieces. So that so then Tyrion's like, oh my lord, thank you so much for the honor, but I really think you should go out and fight and show the bravery that you showed during the fight. During the, during war. the war. That I witnessed for myself. Which mm-hmm. was nothing. Yeah. So that's when Joffrey gets Oh, he really gets rowdy, mad. Bowdy with it. He gets mad. Takes his cup of wine and goes and pours it on Tyrion's head. Now, that was just not even called for. I do not understand how Tywin, of all people, could just sit there. I know, because he don't like Tyrion either. Well, we already know, we already know that he does not like redressing Joffrey in front of other people. 
That's true. We know that. That's true. However, this is just beyond. This is just beyond the pale, though. He could have at least just stood up or something, and Joffrey would have quit. Right. Even Marjorie was trying to get him to stop and say, "Come back, my, come back, my love. Let my dad's gonna give a toast mm-hmm. and all this stuff." Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, mm-hmm. how am I gonna have a toast with no wine? I need a new cupbearer." So he makes Tyrion become his cupbearer. Well, he says he's gonna be my new cupbearer, and Tyrion says, "Oh, you do me a great honor." And then Joffrey says, "It wasn't meant for an honor." Everybody just sitting there. I'm thinking, what do y'all speak up? Nobody was going to speak up. Nobody. Think how evil that motherfucker is. Ooh. I was so mad. I was so mad. I know. I did not like this I was so all. mad. Even Sansa's looking concerned. And I know She it. hasn't been looking concerned or no expression her. I know the, it. You know, for a while. So even she's looking like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, Tyrion gets up to go do it, but then... Joffrey drops the cup on purpose. He kicks the cup under the table. Well, on when purpose. Tyrion goes to bend over to get the cup, he kicks yeah, it. Yes, Sister Jay, we get it. We don't have to do. Mm. Really? You had to interrupt me for that? Yes, I did. So he kicks it under the table. He's going to have to crawl all up underneath the table to get it. And Sansa gets up, picks it up, and hands it to him, which I, I like that scene. Yeah, I did too. I like that. And she was looking right at Joffrey. And Joffrey's too. looking like, well, oh, shit. shit. I want him to crawl up underneath the table. Mm hmm. So he tells him to pour some wine in it, and so Tyrion does, and Cersei's looking at him like, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, her look. Tywin looks perturbed, though. He's he's finally looking perturbed. But I couldn't read him why, because, I mean, even at the other wedding, like Tyrion's wedding, when Tyrion was drunk and getting Mm rowdy-bowdy with it, he stopped Joffrey. He's like, oh, I don't think your uncle meant to do that. Right. I kept thinking he was going to do that here. I did too. He didn't stop nothing. He didn't stop And shit. then when, when Joffrey was was commanding uh, 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 Tyrion to kneel. Oh, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Oh, hell no. I knew Tyrion wasn't And I was it. so glad. I was saying, Tyrion, you better not bend a knee. He wasn't. You better not bend a knee. He wasn't going to. And thankfully, Marjorie jumps up. And says, oh, the pie is here. And this mm-hmm. big-ass pie comes in to the area. I was like, thank goodness, because Tyrion was not going to bend over. So you see, Joffrey took a drink. Mm-hmm. He took a and drink. Then, okay, so look. whatever happened, happened after that. Right, because then, then uh, what you call him? He gave it to Marjorie. Marjorie and sat it, it on, on the, the table, table right. behind her. So, so yeah, he, whatever happened, happened after that. So then he goes and takes his knife, his Valerian steel sword and breaks the cake or the pie and all these doves fly out of the top of it but he kills a bunch of them with that sword so the servers come bringing plates of pie and marjorie starts feeding him pieces of pie i didn't see anybody else eating it but i'm sure someone else took a bite and so Sansa's like can we go to Tyrion?" so they get ready to try to sneak off when mm-hmm. Joffrey turns around and says, hey, uncle, uh, I still need my cupbearer. Where are you going? He's like, well, Sa- Lady Sansa's not, is tired. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, you're fine. He's mm-hmm. like, I was going to go change it out of these wet clothes. He's like, no, you're fine. I need my cup. I need my wine. And so Tyrion goes and grabs her cup, or excuse me, his cup. Joffrey drinks it and is still talking shit when he starts coughing. Mm-hmm. So whatever happened had to have happened between I the think- pie... And when he took and a see, drink. I didn't notice it until you mentioned whatever happened happened after that because 
Marjorie set the cup on the table in front of Lady Olena and Mace. I think whatever happened, Lady Olena did it. I don't think so, though. I think so. I really don't. Because, huh, I don't know. That, that was, was an excellent ki- uh, uh, dying scene, though. It was. Ooh. That was excellent. So Joffrey starts hacking and coughing, and Tyrion's looking concerned even. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, my grace? Everybody starts getting worried. And then the Marjorie, Marjorie says, he's choking. And so he starts falling all out on the ground. Cersei pushes Marjorie out the way to get to him. Jamie mm-hmm. pushes other people out the way. And go ahead. Sir Dantos, the fool. He says to Sansa, come with me if you want to live. We got to go. We got to go now. Oh, no, shit. he didn't say if you want to live. He yes, says, he did. No, he didn't. He said, if you want to, if we, if you want to leave, we have to leave now. Roll it back. Come with me now. Oh, he did say, if you want to live, come with me. <laughs> I'm just waiting for <laughs> your ass. I'm just waiting for your ass to apologize. Oh, I'm not doing that. I don't be getting that shit wrong. I don't oh, know yes. why. You do get shit wrong. Why? You don't think of I know. Of course he said that because I've already told you 50 million times. When I watch this shit, I have the captions on because I, their accents uh, sometimes get me and I can't understand what they're saying. Well, but anyway, you think it's Lady Elena? I think it's I think I Lady think- Elena put something in the cup, put the poison in the cup because the cup was in front of her. It wasn't that far in front of her, though. It was in front of her. Well, I it wasn't nowhere near Tyrion. I feel like it was Sir Danto somehow. It wasn't nowhere near him. He's way over there by the, by the garden. Well, how come he talking about come with me if you want to live then? Because I think it's all a little plot. So, so to me, I think it's all a little plot. And he knows if they're going to accuse, uh, what you call him, Tyrion, then they're certainly going to accuse her. They hadn't accused anybody at that point when well, he said Well, that's it. true, too. That lets you know it was a conspiracy to do something. Well, anyway, Lady Elena is like, somebody help your king. Joffrey falls out. Cersei gets over there, and so does Jamie. And he is choking, bleeding, spitting, all kinds of shit. And I'm like, ew. And it was so weird how they never showed his face until the end. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking away, mm-hmm. gasping and shit. They finally show his face, and he It's awful. It's terrible. Ooh, it was so it's a good, good. It's a good dying scene, though. He had a good send off that actor though, because he, he did. That's a good dying scene. He died real good. He died real good. So then he lifts his hand up like he's pointing at something. Well, now it's they, like he's reaching, and he's focused, and they focus the camera on Tyrion picking up the cup, looking at, it, and you can see Cersei's face like, "Oh hell no." And then Joffrey actually does die. He finishes mm-hmm. all his dying. She starts hollering, get him! Get him! Yeah. He poisoned my son! He killed the king! Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. come on, Cersei. Mm-hmm. How would he have been able to do oh, it? Oh, because she's, she's that mean. She don't like him no way. So She even had Jamie looking at uh, Tyrion. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jamie believes he did it. Mm-mm. But I was so upset because they done grabbed up my Tyrion. Yep, they done grabbed him up. He poisoned my son. Yo, King, take him, take him, take him. Tywin's looking all uh, irate, even. She looking crazy as fuck. Oh, mean ass. <laughs> and Joffrey <laughs> he is got down. Woo-hoo! Woo! We got a clap for that. 
clap for that. I am so glad because I'm telling oh, you, he was one mean. You know what? We have been talking about this shit since season one, probably episode three. Yeah. And I never did. I mean, I knew it was going to happen at some point, but I did not even think it was going to happen in this episode. I am so glad that it happened quick. I mean, uh, uh, meaning this is what the third episode uh, in the season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy. I know. Because we don't have to watch him do shit for the whole season. But now I'm worried about Tyrion. Well, yeah, they're going to try to jack him up. (laughs) And I think, I think Jamie's going to help him. I think once everything calms down and all that shit, you know what? And they're thinking, I think Jamie, uh, I, I don't think he'll believe it. Well, I started thinking this. Thank goodness that Kyburn is there. Yeah. Because he's a smarter Meister, even though he's exactly. not a Meister. Exactly. Because Picel. I feel like Meister Picel will say it was Tyrion just to say it was Tyrion. Exactly. Tyrion put his ass in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And at least there's someone there, Kyburn, that they could possibly get to say, hey, this was this kind of poison and somebody would have had to get this kind of poison. I mean, it had to be poison, first of all. Yeah. It had to be either the cake or the pie or the cup. But now that I'm thinking about it, it had to be the cup. Because the cup. everybody sure was drink everybody was probably eating the pie real, mm-hmm. right before he died. I'm you know? sure it was the cup. Because the cup is the item that he was using that was out of his sight. Right. Like at, now, at different the times. Only, uh, the, only, the thing that makes me think it wasn't Elena or um Marjorie is that on your wedding day do you think that if your husband died, you would still be queen? I don't know, but I, I think, think I think it was Lady Elena because I think that she, first of all, I think, this is my personal opinion, I think that she was probably induced by who, whoever knows. But I, I, Induced? I, uh, yeah, meaning she's in cahoots with someone. I don't I, think so. I don't think it was first just of her. All, no, I don't think so. I... I First of all, I don't think anyone could pull that shit off without somebody knowing. There's too many spies around there that somebody would have heard of something. Somebody obviously did because he did. If it, was a, if it was a group of people. Now, one person, yes, but I don't think it's a group of people. Well. I don't think it's Lady Elena, but I could be wrong. But I feel like she would not want to jeopardize her granddaughter's chance no, at being queen. I think she would call herself trying to protect Marjorie from a crazy motherfucker True. because he is going to lead. True. He would lead the whole King's Landing down the tubes. Oh yeah, he is, and might take her with him. Well, yeah, because they know he's already mean and shit. Oh yeah, they, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I have no problem whatsoever thinking that it could be. I'm not saying it is, but it could be her. She would have motive. <coughs> excuse me to protect her granddaughter. A a foreshadowing of that was when they was in the garden talking about the necklaces and Marjorie says, ooh, he can just put a string of dead squirrels around my neck if it was Joffrey. And she said, ooh, don't even play play about that. Not even just with me. Right. I mean, because she knows this motherfucker's crazy, so I don't have no problem. It could be Prince Oberyn now, because see, he what, certainly wants to well, kill see, any Lannister. that's what I thought about was Prince Oberyn. Exactly. It could be Sansa. Because she sure has a reason to kill his ass. I don't think it's Sansa, though. 
I don't think she's got that thought in her mind like that. And it could be, uh, uh, could be Tyrion. I don't think he'd do that. Uh, it's not Tyrion. No, he wouldn't do he that. He was too surprised when he started yeah. choking. Yeah. And going towards it to help him. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see who well, the hell it was. I say this. If it was the cup, Lady Olena was the closest to the cup. She was, she didn't smile through the whole wedding feast, the whole thing. True. She didn't crack a smile. She just kept staring. Yeah. And they might even accuse them because her daddy gave them the cup. Exactly. Now, that he was drinking from the cup beforehand, it wasn't no problem. Well. You know? It only happened between that, when the pie came. That's what I'm saying. And, okay. Now, what did Marjorie do with the cup when he handed her the cup? She, she put it down. back on the table. Yeah. And who was sitting right there at the table where the cup was at? <laughs> Lady Olena. <laughs> I'm telling you. We'll anyway, that's just my thought. Yeah, you know. We'll have to see. Uh, I'm just glad that motherfucker gone. I am so glad he gone. I don't know what to so do. So glad he's gone. Because, woo, he got on my nerve. Okay, let's start with our feedback, finally. Okay. Okay, our first one is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. How It's been yeah, a while. it's been a while for Bunny. Hi, Sister J and Sister K. So happy to have another season of Dim Thrones. I say hi and welcome to all your new and old fans of the Sister Speak world. Yep. It took me a week to mourn the loss of Dario Snaggletooth Naharis. <laughs> Dario Snaggletooth Naharis. Uh-huh. I did not like the new guy as he is not as snarky as Snaggletooth was. I know. He sure ain't. Sister K, if you read real fast, Sister J will not know how long this email is. <laughs> Come on with a bunny. My thoughts on last week's op- opening. I love Braun reading the sigils. He says yellow balls. <laughs> and Podrick says three lemons. I know. Braun has the greatest lines. He does. Why was Prince Oberyn invited to the wedding? His paramour is the girl from Luther, Law and Order, Rome, quite a few things. She is very talented. <laughs> you know what? She She's is pretty the girl too. from Luther. Oh, well. The first season of Luther, his wife. I fell off on Luther, but... She plays his wife the first okay. season. But I remember her in Rome now that he mentions it. Or she mentions she, it. She, uh, Yeah, funny. I'm sorry. Now and that then, she mentions um, it, yeah, Prince, Rome. Prince Oberyn wasn't invited. His brother was. But he But he didn't place. go, so he took his place. Well, yeah. and we find out later that he didn't go because he got the gout. Yeah. So. That's probably... He probably don't even have gout. Yeah. He probably didn't want to go. <laughs> That's probably true. She says, I think Grey Worm, who is so handsome, is in love with Melisandre. Yep. I just have a feeling. Yes, he is. Or just a feeling I have. I would like to know why we are wasting good film time on Sansa. She is so boring. It seems she does not help herself, just follows orders. Mm-hmm. Does she even have a spine? Where is it? Mm-hmm. Aw, Bunny. Uh, well, but I can see Bunny's point of view, yes. I like, I like Sansa. Well, I mean, you know, it's not a like or dislike. It's just that... She don't do nothing but just sit there Look, you guys, and take it. There's not going to be everybody who's going to be a fighter. Like oh, I you already said that. With Sam. Okay. okay. Arya has become a killer. I mean, we saw the look in her eye and the cool way she just killed the man for revenge. That's right. It seems she will be the one to avenge the Stark name and the Hound is still on her list. The writers of Game of Thrones said the name, said the name Two Swords came from... Uh, Lannister melting down ice as a finale to the Stark power as the first sword and the second sword was Needle, 
Also a stark sword that will rise again. Right. I like that. Right. I will end with two things. First, I did not leave a tag line saying, tag saying, as I could not find one to match my wholeness. Lord <laughs> mercy. And second, I would just like to say, with great respect, you know nothing, Andreas. Oh, that Much is... love and glad we are back, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you for Bunny. that email. And oh, don't be reading Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> the time he said he don't know none he of the names. Name and names. Nothing. Uh-huh. Oh, that's really good, Bunny. That's Thank really you, good. Bunny. Thank you and glad you're uh, sending glad your feedback. Yeah. yeah, we've missed you. All right. And that was not very long. No, we appreciate it, it that. It really wasn't very long, Bunny, so thank you for we that. We appreciate that. Actually, we need to clock how long this is going to be. <laughs> we got a shitload of emails, y'all. I know. Which okay. we, we love, though. Yeah. As long as they're not long as voicemails. And we already, I already okay. dealt with that, so I'm in a better place right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I've had a drink <laughs> since then. Okay. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters. This is Tomorrow or Lori uh, on Twitter and forums. Um, I'm calling about Game of Thrones. I watched the episode last Monday, and a couple of things come to mind. Sir Dantos giving uh, Sansa the necklace is very interesting because Sir Dantos, as far as we know, besides being a fallen knight, is somebody who is in very high place. So the fact that he was able to get to her at the Godwood is very, very interesting. Um, it makes me think that perhaps there might be something more going on with him because if you think about it, he's not exactly uh, a high-ranking member. Maybe he was put up to it. Maybe he is so grateful that he thought this drunk state that it might be a good idea to give one last possession that he owns to somebody who saved his life. Uh, the other thing is that I think that Brienne being very, very, uh, what would be the word for it, aggressive about protecting protecting Sansa is very noble of her, but I think at the same time she's trying to see how far Jamie is willing to uh, protect her and his idea of honor, his idea of wanting to live up to some sort of code that we didn't see in season one. So I find it very interesting. The last thing that I want to say is that I think that Tyrion is caught. I think that he is very much in love with Shay, not so much his wife, but he respects his wife, and he wants to make an honest word out of her, and he doesn't want necessarily want to hurt her, but he wants to follow uh, a code that he can both protect his wife, protect Shay, and make something that is going to be good at the end of the day. That's my comment. Thank you. Bye. Well, thank you, Tamalo, for that uh, very nice, short, succinct voicemail. Thank you, Tamalo. We love it. And you know what? You point out a very good uh, thing, and that is the dude that gave Sansa the necklace. See, I didn't believe it for a minute that that was his heirloom anyway. I do believe no, that. No, I did not believe that because he's the fool, and he says, I've lost everything except for this. I don't know, just something fishy about it because I thought about it too. Okay, you done lost everything because you're drinking and shit and because you're the fool, but you got this heirloom necklace that's obviously worth a lot of money. 
And he had to chase her down in the garden rather than just presenting it to her in public. No, something, something he up. Knew, first of all, he something knew, up with that. First of all, there could be something up, but he knew he couldn't get close to Sansa because he's the court fool. Yep. And Joffrey wouldn't allow that. First of all, second of all, I I do believe that he has one more thing of his mother's because he said it was his mother's. It's the last thing he's got of her and his whole family. So I believe that, yeah, maybe he sold everything and this is the last thing. And he said, look, instead of sell this shit, I'm going to give it to her. Hey, I freely, uh, I freely admit I'm a suspicious person anyhow. I am too. But I uh, don't. Yeah, I don't buy it. But thank you, Tamalo. Thank you, Tamalo. And I also agree with you about Tyrion. He obviously doesn't want <clears throat> Shay hurt, but he doesn't want to go against his marriage vows either. So. Nope. And, Which we see in this episode. And the reason, his reasoning for that is because he, exactly what he told Tywin when Tywin said he was going to marry her. We have tortured that girl enough. Yep. And that, he really, really believes yeah. that. So, yeah. And she said that before Sunday's episode, too. So, mm-hmm. that's why. Okay, well, thank you, Tamala. Thank it's you, been Tamala. a while since we've heard from you. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Natural Nana. Hey, natural. I'm thinking that means natural hair. Hi, sisters. When I was a child, I'm 53. I tried to pet my dog while he was eating, and he growled at me. Exactly. I quickly learned to never do that again. Thank you. And neither did he. He remained a loyal and loving family pet. Thank you. I agree with Sister J that you don't touch an animal while they're trying to eat, no matter who you are. No matter who you are. I believe that they would even snap at their natural mothers in this instance. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your wonderful podcasts. Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, and True Blood. Natural Nana. Thank you, Natural Nana. Thank you, Natural Nana. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for agreeing with me, too, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I don't think he was trying to be mean, nasty, whatever, but that's his instinct. Don't be petting him when, uh, or shushing him when he's trying to eat. Anyway. Anywho. Thank you, Natural Nana. Thank you, Natural Nana. I know I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Our next piece of feedback is from Tammy. Hey, Tammy. She says, it's a miracle. My husband has recorded his tagline for you. Woo, Andreas. Later, Tammy. So let me play this now. Okay, come on with it. Hi, this is Andreas, a.k.a. Tammy's husband from New Jersey. Here is Walking a Freaking Dragon in Dutch for you. Ik ben een godvergeten draak aan het uitlaten. Bye, sisters. Oh, thank you, Andreas. I love it. Thank you, Andreas. I love it. Oh, I love your voice, too, and I love that accent. Yes, it's so cute. How? And oh, wow. I don't know what the hell you said. In Dutch. It, it sounded good. He said Walking a Freaking, freaking Dragon. Freaking Dragon, okay. yeah. Oh, thank you, Tammy, for inducing your husband, Andreas, to send us a tagline. Well, it's about time, Andreas. Yeah. I know you've been listening to us for a while Exactly, because we always be saying, hey, Hey, Andreas. (laughs) (laughs) It is wonderful to hear your voice. Finally. Finally. Yes. Thank you. Well, you know, all the taglines we get today, I'm going to put at the end of the podcast. And then starting next week, it'll be on the beginning. But yeah. Because we have so much to get through, mm-hmm. we'll just stick it on the end for this time. And then okay. we'll hear it. Cool. So thank you, Andrea. Thank Love you it. very much. Love it. 
Okay. <laughs> Our next uh, piece of feedback is from Kareen. Hey, Kareen. And she simply, I love these short ones. She's simply telling us that the new Dario will be in the new Transporter movie. Oh, with uh, uh, Jason Statham. 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 Yeah. Cool. So that, maybe, maybe he'll be doing a better job than he's doing with so Dario. So I guess that means that, you know, he didn't get, they didn't, like, what do you call it? They didn't get his time early enough to warrant him to not take any other jobs well, for Game of Thrones. So I, guess, I don't think they can make them do that, can they? No, but if he's already contracted to work no, no, no. with something. What I mean is I don't think the producers of Game of Thrones can make them exclusive. It's not exclusive, Sister J. If you have a contract that says, look, we need you from this and this, mm-hmm. you you wouldn't be able to take other jobs that That's true. that inter- interact with that. That is true. Or interfere. Mm-hmm. So they must not have gotten his time early enough. Right. You know? Well, because they obviously replaced our Dario. They showed sure it. So, you know, they could replace him again for all I care. <laughs> for real? <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. You know. Because we ain't feeling the other dude. We ain't feeling it. Thank you, Kareem. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from um, Special K. Hey, Special K. Hey, sisters. It's Special K from Waco. Yep. All I have to say is ding dong that cray cray motherfucker is dead. (laughs) Yes. I don't even care about whatever else happened in the episode. I'm just so happy right now. Laugh out loud. <laughs> well, until next time, ladies, Special K. Short and Thank you, Special K. And you know what? I, I, I feel you on that, girl. I feel you on that because I'm so glad he's gone. So I'm happy. glad Joffrey's gone and we don't have to see him no more doing torture to people. Especially Tyrion. Yeah. Okay. Well, but any of them. But see, I'm worried about him now, so that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to be thinking about. Even though he gone... Now we got to worry about what happens. And, you know, I must say, I'm sure somebody's going to point it out in all these, you know, long uh, 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 list of emails we have. But I would like to say, though, that I think the actor Jack Gleason, who who played uh, King Joffrey, he needs an Emmy because that was the best dying scene I done seen. You know what? That was the best dying scene, though. He needs an Emmy anyway. He does. He played that character good. I don't think it's an Emmy, though. I think it's something else. No, Emmy's for TV. Oh, is it? Okay, yes, yeah. It is. Um, I don't know why you doubt me. You know I know shit. Because I read a damn book. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> he needs an Emmy anyhow because he has taken that character and made everybody hate his ass. Everybody hated that. Everybody ass. jump up and down when he dies. I know. So, but I not mean, only that, though, but unlike Andrea and The Walking Dead, he had an excellent dying scene, though. I mean, well, excellent. The, that was excellent. Unlike Andrea in The Walking Dead, who was not written to be hated. That's true. She was just hated, which is even worse. Yeah, because he mean, was written least, to be hated. Right. <laughs> Those writers should be shamed, because apparently they wasn't even trying to make us hate her ass. Yeah, that's true. But we all did. Yeah, everybody did. Okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I just wanted to say that, though. Hats off to Jack Gleason, because yep. he played the fool out of King Joffrey. He showed it. Mm. All right. Thank you, Special K. Thank you, Special K. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. He says, hey, sisters, I I forgot to add in my voicemail that during Joffrey's death scene, I was just cheering so loud in my room, fist pumping the air, laugh out loud, and then he's attached a voicemail. 
So let me play that, and then I guess we'll know what he's talking about. Okay, come on. Hey, sisters. It's me, Joseph, from Las Vegas. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm right now I'm recording it as the episode just finished. Um, wow. It, it has, I don't think... Out of all the things that has happened in Game of Thrones, with all the, you know, the episode before the finale of almost all of the seasons of Game of Thrones, has always that's like a very not nice death of one of our favorite characters. But what just happened and what we just witnessed was a very exciting death, <laughs> which is very, very, very rare for for me to even say because usually character deaths I really mourn and. About, but this one was like, oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> but it also gave me like a reason, um, a clarification to why the actor himself, the actor who played Joffrey, was saying that he wants to live a simple life after Game of Thrones. So, like he, he yeah, he did an interview, and that was just that. So I was kind of fishy why he was saying this, and you know, seeing how many other, how many more seasons the show will, will progress. But um. But yeah, <laughs> really good episode, especially the whole wedding, you know, the whole wedding scene, which I'm, you know, they've been hyping up, hyping up this um, wedding for the, f- as a hype for this whole season, and I'm glad that the the whole wedding sequence took nearly half of the episode, so it's really, that was really nice, um, but man, Joffrey, he annoyed the crap out of me, just, uh, the way he treated, um, Tyrion and oh it was it was so heartbreaking I was like damn it just stop it and then the new queen was like pie <laughs> and I was like that was kind of a, a nice a, not a very awkward segue um but yeah I just want to talk a little bit in the very beginning not in the very beginning where the girl gets you know by a couple of dogs but the next scene after that where um Tyrion and um Sir Jamie have their own moment and I felt out of all the other answers, I felt the, them too. After everything that has happened with, you know, with Jamie having lost his, his hand and all of that, I feel their connection in that one scene that lasted for about two minutes. For me, it felt they were kind of getting along, especially when Tyrion pointed out that, oh, I'm like the dwarf, you're the cripple, and... Cersei is the uh, what was it? The mother of man yeah, the mother of madness. So, you know, all three have their have their flaws and it seemed that for me it, I it felt that they were kind of connecting in those two minutes that we saw them in that scene. But um other than that, okay, I suspe- I'm pretty sure my suspe- my theory is a bit correct that the queen, the one that um Jeffrey married to, is the and the whole pie is the reason why Joffrey um, went the way he did. And it just sucks that it had to be, um, Tyrion who was serving him the wine and, you know, and this untimely death. And, oh, the second, the second time, um, Joffrey was taunting him and he finally got his wine again after having some pie. I was like, oh, damn it. Like, can't just stop. And then the way it, everything, like, flowed, it was perfect. But who knew? Who who knew that um, putting some um, special makeup for someone choking would be that 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 ridiculously gruesome? Like you know, in typical fashion, usually in other TV shows, the choking 
of a uh, the the character de- character death of a choking class of choking um is just a normal stuff no no skin color change their eyes aren't <laughs> like bleeding red but you know it was just uh, it was too much but you know I, I'm pretty sure all of us were were cheering but I'm pretty sure the ha- other half especially Sister K are is baffled that Tyrion is the said culprit but obviously we know that I feel is not he really isn't um but yeah <laughs> I can't wait for next week so yeah, this voicemail is getting a bit long, and I know Sister J <laughs> would be like saying, "I just long voicemail." Okay, so listen to you guys um, for the next podcast. Bye. Thank you, Joseph, for that long ass voicemail. Thank you, Joseph. It was shorter <laughs> than you normally do, but it's still long ass. Cut. Okay. Anyway, but um, I agree with you about your comments about Jamie and um, and Tyrion. They, love those scenes. they get along anyway. And, and actually, Jamie was the only one in that whole family that treated Tyrion with some amount of love and respect. Yeah. You yeah. know, he was the only one. Only one. And I'm so glad they showed that. Cause yeah, we I love that. that scene. Last week we were talking about, ooh, mm-hmm. but it was short. But I love the way how, you know, Tyrion supported him and helped him figure out how exactly. to train. Well, not only that, but I like the part where... You know, Jamie was feeling a little sorry for himself, and especially when he, when he uh, 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 spilled over the wine, and Tyrion just took his wine cup and poured it out and said, "It's just wine," and he poured yeah, his on the yeah. table too. See, that's oh, that was really that's good. Love. Yeah, that was one of the best little parts I think yeah. of the whole scene. Yeah, you know, because I let Jamie know without being gushy and saying it that hey. I support you in whatever you want to do. Look, you lost a hand, but you didn't lose a stomach. Cheers. And, yep. you know, mm-hmm. if you're worried about somebody challenging your ass, then just train. Yeah. You know. I love that. I got the perfect now, person for you. What <laughs> I'm interested to see, and I hope I, that we see, is that out of all this, I'm sure they're going to try to drag it over a couple episodes. But yeah. out of all this shit they're going to try to accuse Tyrion of, I'm hoping that Jamie is like, hey, that is not what he does. He's not like yeah. that. Even though Joffrey would torture him and embarrass him and stuff, he was not going to try to kill Joffrey. Well, I think of all the people, I think Jamie will probably be the only person that comes to his aid. Right. Exactly. I think so. I know. I, I think so. I'm hoping they show it, though. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. that we see it. But thank you, Joseph. Yeah. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. Okay, our next piece of feedback is also a voicemail. Okay, cool. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. This is the third, I believe the third Tammy, um, to call in to you guys. So I guess I will I will take on the name as T three so I won't get confused with the other fabulous Tammies. Um, I had to call you guys while I while I was still fresh with with joy from Ding dong, the king is dead. Um, Joffrey, I think I'm going to have a sore throat because I was screaming at my TV, die, 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 with such passion. The only thing that is um, disturbing about this is the fact that Tyrion is getting blamed for it. But um, I think this is going to be somewhat of a throwback to, like, the who shot J.R., because we didn't see any foreshadowing of anything happening to Tyrion, I mean to um, Joffrey. So I think this is going to be like a little mystery. 
we're gonna have to, I'm probably gonna have to go back and watch some to see what's gonna happen. Um so anyway, I love you guys' this podcast. I'm also known as uh All Day Tammy on Twitter. And um I love you guys. I'm so glad you guys are back. I'm too I'm too much of a Freddy cat to watch Walking Dead, but I do um I am a participant in the True Blood, so um I'm really excited to have you guys back. And um I can't wait to hear the next podcast. Okay. Have a good night. Ding dong, the king is dead. Down goes Jeffrey. Well, thank you, Tammy number three, for that wonderful voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. And, and we Tammy. love you back. And, yeah, we love you back. And, Tammy, next time that you either send an email or call in, tell us where you're from. Like, Tammy from St. Louis or Tammy from, you know, Fort yeah. Worth or whatever. And, and that way we can associate you. With your city. With your city, just like yeah. we do the Joanne city. Yep. So, yep. thank you, Tammy. And you. Andreas is Tammy. Yeah. She's see. from New Jersey. Right. Yeah. Well, I know that, but see. You know, I can't remember where the, uh, the second Tammy's from now. Yeah. But, I don't remember. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, uh, I feel you on that uh, jumping around and dancing when Joffrey was was uh, dying. And I was too. I wasn't yelling at the TV, but I was certainly saying it in my mind. I was. Die, die, die. I was smaller. <laughs> I was like, what? They're going to do it? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was great. When he started going, <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> at first I thought, well, maybe he's just, ta- you know. Oh, it was a good was dying good. scene. It was so good. It was a good dying I mean, he scene. Was, I mean, he was, he was I don't good. even know how to describe it, but when he fell on the ground, I know. His whole body was shaking. I know. He, I mean, it looked like he was really throwing up. I and know. Stuff. It was that great. Was that, that was, was good. So good. It was good. Okay, thank you, Tammy. Yeah, and I agree. I think it's going to be somewhat of a mystery for a bit. Well, sure. But we've kind of narrowed down our thoughts on it. Yeah. It's got to be, there's a short time window, and there's only so many people who is up there. I told you who I think did it. You said it already. Yeah. You said it already. At the beginning, so, so, in our analysis, so. Okay, let's move on. Thank you, Tammy. T3. T3. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne NYC. Before I hi sisters, before I start, I just wanted to say, <laughs> <laughs> that's my maniacal laughter offered as a condolence to old Cersei ex queen regent. I know ex queen regent. I'm so glad that insolent smirk has was replaced by her wailing in the end. Mm-hmm. It hurts to lose a son, don't it, bitch? Mm-hmm. Well, Karma's a bigger bitch. Mm-hmm. As far as Grandpa goes, he wasn't the least bit rushed or hurried. I know it. That is a good That's point. That's a good point, Joanne, because he was just, yeah, there. he was mm-hmm. just standing there. Love the way twice-widowed new Queen Marjorie handled all the shortcomings of her short-timed husband. <laughs> her life would have been miserable constantly cleaning up after his crap behavior. Mm-hmm. Poor Tyrion. So much humiliation. I know. I'm glad Shay is gone. Had enough of her demanding shit she has no stock on. Mm-hmm. I did tear up for Tyrion, though. He deserves some love. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I teared up when mm-hmm. I didn't tear up for Tyrion, although I do know he was upset that Shay had to go. But I was like, Shay need to go because she done been Shay over, need to go overstepping her damn bounds. For I mean, a while. she a hoe, you know. She know she know the game. You a side piece. Side piece <laughs> don't get no demands. 
anyway. I did like it. I didn't mention this before, but I did mm-hmm. like it when that War of the Five Kings was playing and Sansa, they were showing her face and looking at her, how Tyrion kind of patted her hand a little bit. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. So, because I'm telling you, I mean, he really has sympathy for her and, and he is not going to do anything to add to her misery. Well, I think Shay was right. I think he's starting to feel for Sansa. Well, sure. You know. She's a young woman and she's pretty. Yep. So we'll see how that develops. Yep. Well, she's going to be running, but still. Uh, not going to comment on the Bolton serial killer. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, wait, I'm, I skipped, wait, I skipped it. Like, okay. She says, I loved Walda Frey. She's worth her value in silver. I know! Just how Papa Bolton likes it. Mm. Not going to comment on the Bolton serial killer, no good bastard. Nasty. Mm. <laughs> Ramsay. Okay, sisters and friends, keep laughing at Cersei's expense. By the way, Hodor. <laughs> Joanne from NYC. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. For that wonderful email. And yeah, I love it when he does Hodor. 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 I love that. I, I love that. Yep. But yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It's going to be a mess when we come back to, to King's Landing. So, but, you know, just think back, y'all. Just sit there wherever you're <laughs> sitting. Close your eyes unless you're driving. And just think back to how you felt at 8. Whatever it was, eight fifty five last Sunday night when he started choking <laughs> and just feel the exhilaration that was in your body. <laughs> oh now that is so mean. That's kinda of mean now. No, it's not. Yes it is. No, he needed that. <sighs> and then think back to eight fifty seven when they showed Tyrion holding the cup and Cersei going, Get him, get him and you're like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. You were happy and then you were like, Oh hell. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it was. All right. Okay. Our next email is from Carmen. Hey, Carmen. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. I have been listening since season three, but have never written in. Oh, hey. Well, hey welcome. Carmen. I just wanted you to know I love the podcast and really enjoy hearing your take on my favorite show, Game of Thrones. I feel like season four is going to be exciting. <laughs> I think a major character will die every week. Uh oh. Ooh. Could be. Who died first episode? Mm. I don't think anyway anyway sorry I'll think of it while we read um, the minute I heard Bucky was recast I couldn't wait to hear what Sister K was going to think of that <laughs> ain't that the truth I was upset especially with Jack and gone mm-hmm. I am glad oh yeah the, those other the the dude Arya killed those people that's right. who died um, I'm glad your podcast was on time so I didn't have to wait too long I know you said we weren't going to talk about the on-time thing, but, and I say this in love, if you didn't have such a L.A. podcast, long ass, you might be able to get it in on time. <laughs> it is on time. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Carmen, that was, not a, that was not a read. That was funny. Are you done? Just kidding. I enjoyed. Oh, you sorry. want to comment on <laughs> I'm waiting for you to finish reading it. Well, damn, Sister Jane, let me get through the damn email. It's not even that long. Come on. Just kidding. I enjoy every minute of it, especially Brother Ray saying Valor Margulis. Anyway, Valor Dahara, sisters, love the podcast. Carmen from the great state of Missouri. Thank you, Carmen, for that email. Thank you, Carmen. And, yes, I am missing Bucky. 
and Jackin. Yeah, everybody's done talked that to death. Yeah, none of us like that new Dario, so. Nope, nope, no. nope, nope. All right. Okay, our next email is from Trisha. Hey, Trisha. Hey, sisters, yet another episode. First off, I am glad they did not switch from character to character every three minutes. I know that's right. Yeah, that's true. I really enjoyed this episode for the way it was set up. Yep. Now to the characters. It's a bit sad to see how broken Theon is after all the torture he endured. Oh, please. And is now referred to as a creature nonetheless. Oh, he need to be, be tortured some more. Uh-huh. Because he killed some two boys. Poor, he burnt him up. She says, poor Theon. I am glad at least the hounds were not chasing after him. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of Theon being tortured. Hopefully his sister is on her way to him soon. Mm. I say torture his ass some more because Karma's a bitch for what he did. Well, I'm hoping that his sister saves him and he dies quickly thereafter. Mm. I don't, because I want to see what y'all are going to do to Ramsey. That's the only reason. Well, I, yeah, I and plus, I'm a little tired of the Theon storyline. Anyway. Yeah, I'm tired of all that shit. Yeah, so, We're wasting yeah, time kill him on off. them. Yeah. You know? I don't know if by the time you read this, you'll already know, but I read that the old actor playing Dario did not come back because he chose to be in the new Transporter movie. Thank you, Special K told us that, too. Mm-hmm. While that movie franchise may be good for his career, why did he have to leave us hanging? Damn. I hate it when they recast, uh, they do a recast of my favorite shows. I know. I know. I know. And especially with somebody that I don't even look like him. Transporter was a better opportunity. Maybe, we don't know. Maybe he got fired. Oh, you mean the original Dario? Yeah, the original Dario. Maybe he thought, way Transporter a movie Against Game of Thrones, a TV show. Maybe he thought that was a better opportunity. Well, it, it probably will be. I think Game of Thrones would be better. I don't think so. It depends because th- those transporter movies make a lot of money. They do. And yeah. actors nowadays, a lot of times, rather than being paid, they ask for a percentage. I don't think them. he's got the ability to no, do that. No, I don't think he does. But, I mean, I'm sure they're going to pay him a pretty penny. I'm sure, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, that- and for an actor, that that is major, major. I don't exposure. know, Willie. You tell us because what would you rather do? Be in Transporter movie yeah, or be in Game what? of Thrones but over several wait over several episodes a season? It but, ain't just one. But Willie ain't Dario. But I'm asking Willie because he's an actor. Yeah, but he Jay. ain't the same. He ain't the same thing. First of all, let's get real, Sister J. Real, Willie's a black actor. That's not the point. I'm oh, talking about, yes, it is. His experience oh is going to be way different. Sister J, I'm saying. They didn't ask Willie to play. They didn't ask Willie to play in uh, Transporter 3. That's not the point. The point is this. Yeah. If you, it's a hypothetical fucking question, Sister J. <laughs> you're not supposed to be literal about it. <laughs> We're asking someone as an We're actor. time. What would you rather do? Be in Transporter, the movie, which is one movie? Or would you rather be in Game of Thrones over several episodes? Of well, the you know what? I, I think you could probably ask some of the people who was in the first Fast and Furious. It turned out to be more than one movie. It turned out to be seven. That's Fast and Furious. We're talking about Transporter. Well, but trans, uh, hey, Transporter could be up Jason, to seven, too. Jason Statham's the only constant in Transporter. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know what role this, this guy's playing. Anyway. He may, he may be an audience favorite, and they bring him back and back and back, like they did Michelle Rodriguez in Fast and Furious. And she was supposed to be dead, Willie, but she's back now. answer that question, and anybody else, even if you're not an actor, uh, what would you guys rather do? I want to know. Anyway. Okay. So she says, um... 
Uh, I hate it when they recast on my favorite shows. I hated it when they did that to Spartacus. And I hate it now on Game of Thrones. Well, they had to do it on Spartacus. He was sick. He died. Well, he was sick first. Yeah, he got cancer first. Right. And, and, and then he died. So they had treat- to do it. And go into treatment. I mean, and that's why he had, they had know. to recast him. So That's a totally different story. Yeah, on that one. And she says, I hate it now on Game of Thrones. All I can hope for is that they don't do any more recasting. Now on to the wedding. I was really happy to see Loras and Prince Oberyn give each other that I'm going to get you late. I'm going to get out you later. <laughs> they show me. This show needs more male-on-male action. Oh, Lord. I also thought it was really cute when Tyrion was reaching out for Sansa's hand when the imps were mocking Ned Stark. I know. Yep, yep. I know. I was starting to warm up to the idea of Sansa accepting Tyrion, but who knows where she will end up now that she follows Joffrey's fool. Until next time, Trisha. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you, Trisha. email. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned because that fool, even though he is taking her somewhere, it's going to take a lot more than his drunk ass to get her out. Well, that fool is acting, I don't believe that fool was acting just him. Somebody put him up to that shit. I don't know. Somebody put him up to that shit. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And he knows exactly where he's going and where he's taking her because somebody done paid him or put him up to that shit. Well, we'll see. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll see. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you, Trisha. Okay, our next email is from Paco the Cat. Hey, Paco the Cat, where you been? Okay, so she says, Hey, sisters, I love that Game of Thrones is back. This has to be the craziest show on TV since Breaking Bad. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I had a few thoughts about the first episode. First of all, I think Arya killing those men is kind of creepy. She's not killing out of anger. She's doing it nice and slow, and she looks at the blood like it's some kind of experiment. (laughs) I hope she doesn't lose all of her humanity. I think the Hound had better watch his back, because Arya is is going down her list, and and he is definitely still on it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think he's a little bit higher up on, or lower on the list, though, now. Yeah, probably. Can't there be a wedding with no drama in this show? <laughs> no. Why in the hell would you invite the Martells? You know he poisoned Joffrey. My cousin said they had to invite them because of diplomacy, but the Lannisters know what they did to that family. Yep. Everybody in this world remembers everything you've ever done. Yep. It's just a matter of time, no matter how old they are. Daenerys is building an army because of revenge for her family. Robert Frey killed three Starks because of revenge. Lannisters better watch their backs. I do worry about uh, Tyrion, but everybody else can die as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the Lannisters. I yeah. Like, I like Jamie though. I like Jamie, and I do like Cersei because she's just such a bitch, though. Yeah, she. I mean, she's got to stay just for the villain factor. Mm-hmm. As much as I love that Joffrey has finally died in the last 10 minutes of that episode, it was hard to watch. I hope to God that Sansa left with the court jester. Um, wow, that was deep. Now Tyrion will be blamed for his tormentor's death. Yep. Marjorie was the only one at the wedding trying to redirect Joffrey. Not mm-hmm. Cersei or Tywin or anyone else could do anything. Exactly. What a monster, and no one will mourn his death. No one. Why does Tyrion want to be there with his ha- His family hates him. In because the, it's required. Yeah, and it's his family. Even He yeah. loves his family even though they treat him bad. Mm-hmm. Because um, in season, last season, I think someone was telling him he needs to just go. And he's like, no, I, I want to stay. Yeah. It was Varus. He was talking to Varus. Because yeah. he likes this game. 
before his daddy came back. Mm-hmm. In the first episode, I kept thinking how dirty and grimy everything looked and being disgusted with how horrible everyone is to each other. But this episode made me wonder why I watched this show. I know everyone is rooting for Jamie and Brienne to get together, but I hate every last one of the Lannisters except for Tyrion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None of them tried to direct Joffrey's attention away from Tyrion. Jamie, no. Jamie is useless. He tried to kill Bran uh, because Cersei told him to, and he still whipped. Mm-hmm. Cersei is a bitch, and Tywin is a bastard. They can all die. Mm. Brienne is too good for Jamie. He's been effing his sister, nasty ass. Yeah, now that's a good point. That's true. That's I don't point. necessarily want them together. I don't want them together. Uh, I like them as friends. Yeah. I don't want them to be like boyfriend and girlfriend. Though. No. And you know that shit wouldn't work anyway. Because he don't want kids. He don't want to get married. He already done said it. Mm-hmm. So depressing to see Theon reek so broken. It's going to be hard to watch the scenes he is in all season. I'm turning to, uh, into Arya with my own death list. Not me. Ruth, I like it. Ruth Bolton can die. Walter Frey can die. And Ruth's bastard son, uh, death is too good for him. And I don't even like Theon. But damn, now I feel sorry for him. Mm. I don't. I don't either. And he needs to be tortured But some I'm more. tired of watching him getting yeah, tortured. Yeah, I'm tired of watching him. But he needs to be tortured some more because of what he did. I know it's ridiculous that this show makes me so mad. But this episode made me furious. Ah. Ladies, you have to start watching other shows I love. Grimm is getting good, and so is Orphan Black. Oh, hell no. I do watch Orphan Black. I do like that. Mm. The North Remembers. Phyllis, a.k.a. Paco the Cat. Thank you. Thank you, Paco, Paco. the Cat. Thank you, Paco. And no, I won't be watching Grimm. I, I don't like that shit. But I don't feel a damn bit sorry for Theon because of what he did. How dare he betray Rob Stark? To the point of he's taking Winterfell and burning it down. Or allowing it to burn down. And burning up them two farm boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. He need to suffer. And he need to suffer some more. And then the Karma n- is a bitch. Then have the nerve yeah. to act like he was feeling sad when he found out Rob was dead. Exactly. He should have been acting like that shit before. He should have never done what he did. Thank you. Shit. But, again, I do want to see his sister get him. Mm. Because I want to see what the sets are going to do and all her little henchmen to the Reek people. Or yeah. I mean, the Ramsey guy. To Ramsey and, and his people. Yeah. And I want to see Theon die, though, shortly thereafter. Because, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm just through watching his ass. Me too. <clears throat> Thank you, Paco. Thank you, Paco. And A.K.A. I just, Phyllis. I just, it just jogged my memory. I'm going to go and try to find that episode with Paco the Cat for True Blood. Oh, Lord. Because I need a good <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Whenever we need a good laugh, uh, Paco, yeah, we go back and listen to that one. I think that it was, was like hilarious. Episode 21 or 22 of True Blood. Oh, like it that. was hilarious. It was so funny. We just could not quit laughing. we did not know what the F Paco the Cat was. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, yeah. Uh, y'all had to go back and listen to that one. All okay, right. our next email is from Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Uh, first of all, phew, what a relief. It's been killing us book readers waiting for evil King Joffrey to get bit. <laughs> now we now we don't have to worry about spoiling things for anyone else. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> Wasn't it awesome? Although choking is no way to go, and a little and a little Theon style torture might have been nice if applied to Joffrey. <laughs> That's true. Now Yeah. But I yeah, I'm just glad he gone. Especially with the way he was treating Tyrion at the end. Yeah. I haven't made up my mind about the new Dario. 
if Nanny become excuse me, if Danny becomes stigmatized by him, it will be kind of unbelievable unless he shows more swerve than we've seen so far. Ain't that the truth? That is so true. That is that's the truth. He, got he, no he don't have right none. Well, anywho, thanks for the hours of free entertainment each week, Sister J and Sister K. I tried to send a tagline for the contest, but froze up in embarrassment at the sound of my own voice. <laughs> what? Oh. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Uh, she says, you don't get enough credit for all the time, work, and talent it takes to produce such a fun bunch of shows. Shout out to Black Lannister, Lucy the Splainer from Des Moines, Iowa. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Lucy. For that wonderful email. And Send in your tagline. Yeah, send in your tagline anyway. All of our voices are different. No one's is worse or better than the others. Exactly. So send it in. Except Brother Rado. And Anthony. And Stephen. And, and Stephen got dimples. Yep. <laughs> we still need Tim's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's Tim's at? Don't know. Come on now. And we need John from Australia, too. We need Bunny. Bunny, yes. we need a new one. Although we could use the old ones, but I would like us to do new ones. For new this, ones, yeah. This season. So, Bunny, we need a new one. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Bring oh, them in. Bring them on. in. Okay. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Lucy. Okay. Our next email is from, oh, Bunny again. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Sister J and Sister K. So wonderful to hear your voices on the podcast like good wine. Yeah. I was so upset how Joffrey was treating Tyrion. I wanted to jump into the TV and kill him. I know. I am so happy I did not have to wait much longer. Someone beat me to it and poisoned him. (laughs) (laughs) Ding dong, the king is dead. Long live Queen Cersei. She is not going to give up her queendom. Marjorie better watch out because this is one batshit crazy woman. I know it. And that is so true, I'm still your queen and I'm telling you, give it to the kennels. You know what? That is so true. Mm -hmm. The queen, Cersei is going to figure out a way, believe you me, to say that Marjorie, with having only been married a couple hours, is not Not the queen. Not the queen. Yep. And so this is going back, this is going to be bad for Marjorie. It's going to be bad. So if it was Lady Elena who did it, she fucked it up. Well, but she might have had a reason, so. She could have waited like a day or two. Well, uh-uh. Who killed Joffrey? Who? this is going to be good. I do not like Oberyn. Does that man have teeth in his mouth? Ah, oh, yeah! Does he have a lisp? Is that supposed to be an accent? I just do not like the way he speaks. I like Oberyn. I do, too. I think he's cute. Mm. Sansa was taken away by who? See, like I said, she just goes with whoever she, whoever says, let's go. Mm-hmm. Girl cannot think for herself. Will she ever change? Boring. I sound like that commercial. Oh, we ain't got no time for boring. <laughs> uh, that was um, uh, Sir Dantos, the guy who gave her the necklace in, yeah. in episode one. Tyrion must have loved, uh, must have really loved Shay to speak to her the way he did just to save her life. Yep, he did. I do not think she is gone. I think Tyrion has the word out to get her. Or, excuse me. I think Tywin, Tywin. has the word out to he get did, her. He did, because he said, bring, take her to the Tower of the Hand before the wedding. But Bronn said she got on the boat. Yeah, well. Some, she says, something just is not right with this. No yeah. one gets away that easy. Exactly. That's true. They snatched her off that boat, trust me. Or, or going to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to comment on Reek, but I found that all his scenes were upsetting. Where is his sister? I did not like him 
to start with, but would like to see his sister kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. I know, me too. Yeah, because y'all is going to get him. Like Bolton's bastard. I will end this as I am getting a bit long. Cannot wait to hear your opinions and what you thought about this episode. Till next week, sisters. Warm regards, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny, Thank you, for Bunny. the email. Thank you again. Yeah, everybody. Everybody wants to see Yara. Yara. And because she tough, though. Yeah. She tough. Yep. So, And they're heading her way. So we're going to see it. We're going to see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next email is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. First of all, I want to tell how glad I am that Game of Thrones is back. Yep. Mainly because it's a great show, but also because I can finally listen to the best duo out there. Yay! This second episode sums pretty much what Game of Thrones is all about. There was a little bit of everything, maybe too much of everything. <laughs> I certainly have a feeling they felt obligated to advance every story. And to be honest, I don't love it. For example, I don't care about the Bolton Greyjoy stories. Well, neither neither yeah. the Bran and other kid stuff. But I understand it's a process, fair yep, enough. Yep. Let's just hope the first two episodes were a setup and that they can take more freedom in the future. Before I give my take on the main event of the episode, just want to say I don't like the fact that they replaced Dario Naharis. <laughs> I would like to know the story behind that, but it's always a deal breaker when it happens for me. Yeah. Finally, the I know they did. You know the, yeah. they did it like a soap opera, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They just brought in some they random. They just brought him in. It's like some random dude. Don't even yeah. look like him. Yeah, they could have at least got somebody to look like him. Yep. Put a wig on him or something. You oh, know? No, please don't do no more wigs. Well, but what I'm saying is, you know, they could have made him. He's an actor. Yeah, they could have made him look more like the original Dario. Yep. Mm. Finally, the main event. Ha ha. I, I really did not expect Joffrey to die. I know. Not that soon, at least. But if we learn something in Game of Thrones, is that you must expect everything. So that's just another example of that rule. Mm-hmm. I really don't think Tyrion did, uh, Tyrion did this. He's not dumb, right? How obvious would that be? Exactly. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do no, it. No, no way. My theory is that it's Sansa. Maybe she finally reacted. Could and be. got out of her hibernation l- lamentation mode. I rewatched the scene many times, and if you look closely, it looks like she put something in the glass when she gives it back, gives back the goblet to Tyrion after Joffrey kicks it under the table. Well, now that's a thought. And let's not forget, she asked Tyrion to leave many times. Oh, that's, that, a, good that's point. a thought too. The guy she saved in season three also reacted really quick. And came out of nowhere like he knew something already. Uh-huh. Maybe I read too much into that. See, that's what you said, Sister J. Yeah. I what think. If, but th- this is what I thought, though. Didn't she hand him the cup? He poured wine in it. Joffrey drank some. And mm-hmm. then the pie came, I guess, right, at that point. So would it have hit him that slow? Let's see. I don't okay, know. Okay, she, she handed him the cup. And then he was going to hand it to Joffrey. And Joffrey says, it's empty. And so then he filled it with wine. And then, he, and then he was telling him, kneel, kneel. Right. And, but Joffrey hadn't t- taken a drink yet. Oh. And then, oh, wait, wait, wait. She's right, though, because. He, the, Gabriel, uh, excuse me. Gabriel. He, he is right because then when, when Joffrey's trying to get Tyrion to kneel and then Marjorie says, oh, look, the pie. And that's when he takes a drink. That's true. So maybe, maybe, maybe it was Sansa. 
And then he hands the cup to Marjorie because he's going to get the go and 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 yeah. use his knife for the pie. It could have. It could have been Sansa before um, before the pie came out. It could have been. It could have been. Cause see, okay. You don't think Tyrion would have seen something in the bottom of the cup, though? I don't think so, cause he wasn't looking at it. Hmm. Cause what he did, what Tyrion did, is when Joffrey, when when she handed him the cup, he handed it to to Joffrey, and yeah, Joff, that's when Joffrey said, "It's empty. It's empty. I can't. I, I can't use no empty cup." Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, Gabriel. Gabriel. You could be That's right. a good theory. That, uh, I'm looking at it. Again. Now that you mention mm. it, and look, oh, yeah. She had ample opportunity. Yeah. And she, she did. did have her hand over the top, top of, of it. it. Yeah, she did. Oh, we didn't even see that. But Tyrion seemed like he looked in it, but maybe he didn't. No, he didn't. He just handed it to him. Ooh, okay, we got. To- Ooh, Gabriel, that's good. Well, we'll see, we'll see. Lots of people think it's the Prince of Dorne. He clearly suggested to Tyrion that the Lannisters would pay back for all their crimes. True, but I really doubt they did it. Mainly for two things: one, they did not develop these characters very much, and two, they would not sacrifice the prince and create a war immediately after the previous one is over. Immediately, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's yeah. I agree with that. I don't think it was Prince Oberyn. But I just thought it was Lady Olena because the cup is next to her. I didn't think it was her, though, at all. I just didn't know who it was. So there you have it. I would really love to have your point of view on those things. Keep up the great show, ladies. Huge fan from Belgium, Gabriel. Woo! Thank you, Thank Gabriel. You, Gabriel. And send this your tagline. I bet you got a good voice. Ooh, well, yeah. at least an accent. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, but you know what, Gabriel? That is... um. That is a very good and plausible theory. It is. I didn't even think of that. I didn't think about it and she did have an opportunity, yeah. though. She did hold the she cup did by cup the top of the rim. By the top of the rim. She could have palmed something on that. She sure could have. And she could have palmed something even on the rim part. So when he took the drink, see, his mouth would be on it. Yep, she could have. She really could have. Go oh, ahead. Now, see? Oh, my. Maybe people would start respecting her if she did that. Yeah. You know? Ooh. All right. Well, thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. Okay. Our next email is from Leslie. Hey, Leslie. In Tulsa. Hey, sisters. Ding dong. The witch's son is dead. (laughs) So much happened in the 60 minutes and it all deserves to be addressed. I know. But I want to share my theory of who I think Joffrey's killer is. Okay. At first, I thought it might be Sansa, but now I don't. I watched that wedding segment three times. I think it was Lady Elena. See, that's what I said. And I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. Flashback to her tossing a necklace into the bushes. Then, Danto shows up and gives Sansa a necklace, possibly with poison attached somehow. <gasps> Flash oh, forward yeah. to the wedding, and Lady Elena coming to speak with Sansa and doing an awful lot of touching. She was touching her hair and touching, touching her, her hair, and everything. She says, touching her hair and picking at her necklace. It was then that I noticed that Sansa was wearing the necklace given to her by Danto's. Joffrey's wine cup passed through a lot of hands, but before he cut the pie, he handed it to, to Marjorie, who sat it on the table right next to who? Lady Elena. Lady that's what I said. I know this theory may sound far-fetched, but the more I think about it, the more I think it holds weight. I just can't figure out how poison gets packed through a necklace. I also thought maybe the poison came from one of those southern flowers that has no trace 
that Dario is telling Danny about. Yeah. Ooh. But now, Dario was telling Danny about that flower in that country, in Marine. There was no mention that it was in King's Landing. She's saying that maybe Oberyn brought it or something. Ooh, now that's an idea. Maybe, um, or I didn't get to that part. Also thought maybe the poison came from one of those southern flowers that has no trace that Dario was telling Danny about. Maybe that came from Oberyn. He did decide to enter the city undetected and avoid and avoiding a welcoming party. That's Plenty true. Plenty of time to have a quick meeting with Lady Elena. You can all laugh at me in the coming weeks when that all turns out to be completely wrong. Yeah, but you know, that's a good theory. That is a good theory. And because Oberyn doesn't feel the same way about bastards and servants and stuff, he could easily have duped or even paid a servant to put it in the cup or to put it in the wine or something. I don't think it would have been in the wine. It had to be in his cup because everybody else was drinking and nobody else was choking. But, well, but if you notice, Lady Olena wasn't drinking. Nobody was drinking at that table know. but him. Know. Anyway, she says, other show notes. One. I love Braun training with Jamie. Yeah. I'd love to see a Tyrion, Braun, Jamie, Brienne alliance develop. <laughs> yeah, I know. That'd be great. Two, Shay, so stupid. She clearly doesn't take the danger she's in seriously. I don't think she left King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they snatched her before. Three, Cersei, spitting poison everywhere. She's lost her son to Marjorie, her lover to Brienne, possibly, and any claim to royal rule. She wants to burn the house down with everyone in it. Her <laughs> obvious amusement at all the horrible things Joffrey was doing to Tyrion was despicable. Yes. I want her dead next. Uh, I agree with you. Yep, except that it would make it kind of boring. Right, but but, but yeah. I want her to suffer or something. Something. Number four, Ramsay, son, Roots, uh, son of Roos. Clearly the most psychotic on the show. <laughs> Besides Joffrey. He um, is. yelling at the TV for Theon to cut his throat. Uh-huh. No, he wasn't going to do it then. He wasn't going to do it then. And now some Sister J quotes that made me laugh my ass off. Uh-oh. Warning, this may become a regular series. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, hell, any dummy dumb, any dumb dummy knows. <laughs> Number two. When you're the hoe, you already know that shit. <laughs> you know you're not number one. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you a side piece. Number three. I was on the side of the little black dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Talking about snapping at that. That's there. right. And still so much that there was no time to talk about without this becoming a... S-L-A-E. Seriously long ads email. Uh-huh. How, how do they fit all that into one hour? Mm. Can't wait to hear the opinions of the rest of the Sister Speak community. Love you both. Leslie in Tulsa. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Very much. We love you back. <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. Uh, uh, uh. My quotes, huh? Well, hey, I'm just telling you the truth. You have some crazy quotes. For I know I don't. <laughs> Uh, okay, our next email is from Crystal. Hey, Crystal. Hi, sisters. It's Crystal from Little Rock. Ooh. I have been listening to you ladies for a while via the Walking Dead, True Blood, and earlier Game of Thrones podcast. Cool. You ladies bring a great mixture of fun and intelligence with your podcast and the humor. I have had to master the art of the silent laugh at work <laughs> before I got sent home to telecommute permanently. Oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> you ladies already know how awesomely amazing you are, so let's get started. All right. First of all, sip. Yep. Ramsey is being set up to be the new Joffrey with their arrogant, childlike malice, and Theon is the new Jamie. First Good you game. hate him for being so evil, but now you kind of feel sorry for him, and I hate that. Mm. Now that Ramsey broke him down to the quick. I don't hate that. And now that... And now that uh, Ruth Bolton has laid down the terms for how this Ramsey Snow can become Ramsey Bolton, old Ram is going to get more ruthless. Mm-hmm. Look out, Bran and Rickon. Yeah. Oh, ladies, my heart sank when I realized Ruth Bolton and his outfit were in Winterfell bringing down the property value. Yep. His whole crew seems just slick nasty. I know. Well, they're not in Winterfell. No. They're at um, Harrenhal, I thought. Wherever Ruth Bolton's little... It was, I thought it was Aaron Hall. Yeah. It, no, where, um, because that's where... Um, what you call him supposed to be? That's Littlefinger. No, he's going to the Erie. Right, but he inherited Aaron Hall. They gave him Aaron Hall. No, they didn't. Joffrey did too when he gave him that property. No. That was that was supposed to... He wanted Aaron Hall. That's what Tyrion promised him when he said, don't tell the queen... And then he went back on it because he wasn't really going to uphold that. But when the war was over and James and uh, King Joffrey was bestowing shit, that's when he first met Marjorie formally in front of everybody. He gave Littlefinger Heron Hall. Hall. Uh, yes. I think. Well, okay. We'll have to f- figure out where he's at then. How could you forget that shit? I don't know. That whole scene. You know how much TV I watch? Don't you remember that virus was looking evil like, mm, that bastard got Got, what he wanted. Yep, he got You know. Okay, I believe you. I believe you. And remember he said, I guess I'm going to have to get me some children and grandchildren. Somebody needs to tell us where they're at, Ruth Bolton's at. Yeah. Because I can't remember now. I don't remember where he's at, but but I don't think it's Heron Hall. Yeah, I think you're right now that I think about it. Um, She says... um, his whole crew seems just slick nasty. Be- back in King's Landing, Jamie and Tyrion are at breakfast. Tyrion's line, it's only wine, was such a foreshadowing for events of later that day. Yep. Ooh, it sure was. And he poured it out. Yep. So now we know that Shay is on the Lannister radar. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Tywin say to bring her up to his room at the pre-wedding ensemble? Mm-hmm. Ew. Poor, um, but poor Tyrion had to be cruel to be kind and put his... Pimp hand down on his girl. <laughs> figuratively. And she put pimp imp hand. <laughs> Hopefully Shay is on that ship to safer harbors. She's not. When Shay slapped Braun, it made me think of when he was telling Jamie the best time to strike a man is when he wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And he was not. He was not he ready. Wasn't. I bet his ear was ringing for a minute afterwards. <laughs> on to Dragonstone. The only thing I was impressed with was that Shireen held her own against Melisandre. She sure did, didn't she? I like her. Mm-hmm. That little girl was not having any of this Lord of Light business. Mm-hmm. Now, you know that Stannis' wife was crazy when she sent that chick in to influence her child's behavior. Her child, yeah. Thank you. Knowing that Melisandre but, is crazy. But her, her mama's mesmerized. Yep. I mean, she she's just mesmerized with that whole Lord of Light shit. She is. Uh, to the north. Young Bran has taken to warging out through, warging out. Though he needs to be careful, or else he could lose himself. Yep. There were several interesting visions he got from the Godswood, including Cersei's voice from his crippling fall, and something large and menacing flying over King's Landing, which was a dragon. It was a dragon. But now he knows where to go to find the three-eyed raven. 
On to the wedding feast. Lady Olena. Ladies, this old lady is slick. She's slick. I noticed that she was uncharacteristically handsy with Sansa. That's what I'm saying. See? You did say that. I mean, she was touching herself. That's just not her character. Our dear Sansa is wearing the necklace that the jester gave her. Mm-hmm. Count the beads after fast hands Elena gets done with her. Mm-hmm. Now, ladies of Sister Speak and Sister Speak family, I am not a book reader, but I think we found the person who was responsible for a million hoorays by the end of this episode. <laughs> see, that's what you say. Lady Elena. Yeah, see, because I don't read the books either, but it's, and see, it that, makes sense to me. Yeah, and all y'all that were saying last week that you didn't think that that really was his necklace, his family necklace. Yeah. That maybe she gave it to him. Yeah. So that she had, so that there was something, maybe there was poison in one of the... Because they know Sanja is soft-hearted, and when Sanja said, I'll wear it proudly for you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They knew that that would probably be her reaction, because Lady Elena is slick. She is really an observer of people. She knows how they'll react. Mm. I think it's her. Prince Oberon. I love this guy. I do too. The shade that he was throwing shade... I know! The shade that he was throwing... Shade all over Tywin, and all Dan Lannister could do was get mad and puff up. I know! I bet Jamie would have given his other hand, Cersei her favorite brown bag ripple, and, <laughs> and Tyrion three inches in height to see that. And oh! <laughs> oh, that's funny! Crystal, now Woo, that's funny! We ain't gonna try to get Tyrion now. That was good, Crystal. That was good. And did you see Prince Oberyn and his lady get way too interested in that contortionist? Oh, yeah. When they came into the wedding party? Oh, yeah. Not surprising, but thoroughly amusing. Mm-hmm. That damn War of the Five Kings play. Ooh, Rimley, that was nasty. That was terrible. That was nasty. Rimley had his behind out <laughs> and was Rob riding Cat- Cat- Catelyn. Yeah. Poor Sansa having to put up with this crap once again. Yeah. Once again. I can't say it. <laughs> once again. But you could tell by the looks of people's face in the crowd that this entire display was disgusting. Yes. Then dead bird pie. Tyrion bullied into being Joffrey's cupbearer. And then it happened. Mm. Oh, ladies, you know, when you wait for something to happen with your whole heart for so long, I know. and it finally happens, and you want to have a one-woman parade down your street at 9 o'clock at night, <laughs> this was the time. Yeah. It was like I told my friend, Joffrey's death was undignified, painful, and in front of a lot of people. Yep. Think about how embarrassed you get when you choke in front of people when your drink goes down the wrong pipe. I know. People asking if you're okay and you can't talk, patting you on the back. I have to think that Joffrey was feeling some big shame when he first started losing control. Mm-hmm. I just wish that as he lay dying, someone had crawled up and whispered in his ear, your uncle is your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I think the shock would cause him to shudder and flip around a little bit before he kicked the bucket. <laughs> Purple wedding. Purple Joffrey. Mm. He looked like the monster he was when he died. Yes, he did. He did. And yes, Joffrey's cup was on Lady Elena's table before Tyrion served it to him. Yep. Roses have thorns. That's right. And David, yellow roses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, this is solely a theory on my part. But this is a bittersweet. This is bittersweet because now dear Tyrion is in deep trouble. He, it is. I was loving how he was trying to be a good husband to Sansa and was protecting her. 
But it seems the more he tries to walk the straight and narrow, the more trouble he gets into. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like Ned Stark. Yeah. Hopefully Tyrion does not suffer the same fate. I don't think so. Well, ladies, there was a lot of exciting activity packed into that small hour. Cannot wait until next week. This season is going to be bananas. <laughs> until next week, Sister J and Sister K and all of the Sister Speak family, Crystal from The Rock. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. From Little Rock. And, oh, that was a great email. That was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, y'all are starting to put it together. Uh-huh. I was not thinking that at all, but now I'm like... But you know what? It could be Sansa, it could be Lady well, Olena, it could be Oberyn. I, I thought it was Lady Olena... Uh, Based upon, as you pointed out, where the cup was, that little window and stuff. But now that Crystal's mentioning it, I didn't even think about the fact that when Lady Olena threw that necklace in the bushes. And we need to go back and see yeah. what necklace that was. Yeah. And have blue little See, I need to go it. back and watch yeah. that because if it, if it is that same necklace, she wants. They're in cahoots. Then. They're in cahoots, see. That's good, Crystal. That's that was good. good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, our next email is from Tim. Hey, Tim. Hello, the amazing sisters of the K&J variety. <laughs> and I can't, I feel I can't start an email any other way now. <laughs> yeah, we I love know. it. We love it. He says, Jinkies. And here I was thinking it'd be a while before I found an episode of TV even more intense than the finale episode of The Walking Dead. Yep. More importantly, though, how are you both? Yep. I fine. can't believe we're good. We're good. I can't believe that your first Dim Thrones podcast was four hours and 51 long, minutes long. I know. What's up with that shit? I can't believe that shit either. Mm. I actually had to delay watching the second episode of Thrones because I hadn't completely finished listening to your first podcast. <laughs> oh, now see, I wouldn't be delaying that. <laughs> all I can say it, all I can say, Sister K, is better make sure you drink plenty of water because there are still another eight episodes after this one. <laughs> I know. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? It was great to hear from everyone on the podcast. Well done, Paris, on. Once again, <laughs> getting the last word in. <laughs> you know, Paris is always the last one, but it's usually because Paris is late getting his email. Because <laughs> I always read them in the order that they came in. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see if Paris was our late one this time. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and good to hear Mr. J and Jackie back again. Yep. And Tammy had me falling over with laughter. But after the podcast finished, I did run through my house pulling over furniture and screaming, where is my bunny? (laughs) I know, too. (laughs) If New York doesn't call in this week, I'm going to be pissed Lannister style. (laughs) Well, she wrote in. She wrote in. So I've been to a lot of weddings in my time, and that one ranks as the second most bitchy wedding I've seen. I know. My family still holds the record for number one. Uh-oh. There were more purse lifts at that bridal table than there than there are at a Miley Cyrus concert. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder if I was alone in expecting that we are were going to find Shay's bloodied body in the middle of that pie. Ooh. Yeah, yeah you were alone in that. I didn't think about that at but, all. But I don't think they do that because no. that was his wedding. So. And Cersei still ranks as my favorite character in this entire program. Mm. I think she must live for weddings. <laughs> Chewing up Brienne and Meister Pycelle and then promptly getting served the royal boop treatment 
from Prince Oberyn. I know, because she, she was fucking with everybody. She, she was, was just going around, messing with people. It is my solemn vow that at some stage at work this week, I will finally tell someone that every breath they take in my presence annoys me <laughs> and to go away before I feed them to the dogs. <laughs> She did with fight sale. Uh, Tim, you might not want to do uh, that. Yeah, you might not want to do it. Unless you're the boss. Yep. I'm trying to remember which one of the sister uh, the sister family is the party organizer. I've that was Niambi. Yeah, Niambi. I've been to a few. Uh, I've been to a fair few parties where you are given a wine glass with a little decoration around the stem, and never really understood what sort of idiot puts their glass down and forgets where they put it. However, I'm, I'm now starting to see the point of these. I'm going to miss Joffrey. <laughs> Who sits on the Iron Throne now? Is it Tommen? Sheesh, that kid grieving faster than Podrick. <laughs> he sure did. He did. They got a whole new They got kid. a whole new boy. Yeah. Yep. It was interesting last week to hear a couple of your listeners give a bit of Daenerys' backlash. To give a bit of Daenerys' black backlash. I really like Danny. There was something about her that always irked me a little. And I think I worked it out what it was last week when she encountered the dead slave children on the way to Marine. Yeah. I think if I ever met her, I would have to say, Oh, Khaleesi, it is not proper for a Targaryen princess to unpack my dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) To which I'd expect she'd shout at me, How dare you tell me that? Tell me what I, Daenerys Stormborn, may do. May do, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Unpack every dishwasher in your street. Yeah, yeah. I caught what you were saying, Tim. That's funny. I don't get it. Oh, that's funny because what's he saying? She is a Khaleesi, a princess, and she is going around saying they was trying to tell her, "Look, there's going to be 163 slaves." Between here and there, yeah, you can't save all of them. You can't take no, take them they all said, down. Let's take them down. And, and we'll she said, them. "No, I want I want to see every one of their faces." Yeah. So what does that mean with his? Because she's trying to tell them what, what she's going to do anytime. Oh. In, uh, oh Lord, Sister K. Anyway, sorry, I didn't get. It. Oh. Hope that you ladies have a wonderful Easter weekend. Run, sons of run. Book it faster than Tara running from King Russell's bordello. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Best Easter wishes to the entire Sister Speak family, and thanks for all the laughs, Tim. Thank you, Tim, Thank for you, that Tim. email. Thank you, Tim. Tim, Tim. And uh, Tim, where's your tagline? Yeah, send us a tagline, yeah, Tim. Yeah, we see it. We want to hear you. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Okay, our next email is from Tara. Hey, Tara. How y'all doing? Hey, y'all doing? Good, I hope. Long time, no right. Okay, real quick for Sister J. Hi, Sister J. Hey. This is going to be short and sweet. Good. Appreciation. Okay, the last podcast for Walking Dead was four hours, which took me two days to finish up. Yep. Then the latest podcast for Game of Thrones was five hours long. Yep. Damn. Damn. How do you two do it? Well, hey. We don't know. <laughs> we don't want to be doing it no more. <laughs> this is going to be long, but oh, long. hopefully not no five hours. Thank you for the hours of free entertainment and your efforts in putting a real black woman's point of view on everything. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, Game of Thrones. Weddings in Westeros. Death. Don't ever go, even if you are made to. You may be poisoned. I know. 
My guess on who, how Joffrey was poisoned. As seen, Marjorie was feeding Joffrey the pie. On my second viewing, I thought Marjorie had a bite of the pie, but this wonderful woman didn't. No, she did not. She fed him two bites of the pie, then Joffrey began to say the pie was dry. What pie y'all have that was ever dry? Apple pie, chicken pot pie, cherry pie, <laughs> pecan pie, hot pie, never. Mm-hmm. After his bites, it was really dry, so he started to clear his throat, then ordered Tyrion to fill his wine glass. And we now, and we know, excuse me, as we know, only then he really chokes after he drinks. I don't think Marjorie or Tyrion actually planned to poison him, <clears throat> but maybe was used by someone else. Yeah. But, yeah. <coughs> I think so, too. <coughs> now I'm starting to choke. <laughs> My throat getting dry, y'all. Uh, I think that that could that could truly be because well yeah I don't think it was either one of them somebody else was doing it my first thought was it was the pie that did it Mm -hmm. because he had taken a drink before he ate the pie and was fine and I thought well would the pie really get him that yeah but it happened so quickly like he took a drink after Marjorie said because he was trying to get Tyrion to kneel and after Marjorie said, Here comes oh, look, the pie. The pie. Yeah. Then he took a little swig right. of it, and then he handed the cup to Marjorie. Right. We, so, we, yeah. it happened so quickly, so I, uh, nah. We don't know. It could have been the pie. It could have been the glass. We don't know yet. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, we don't know yet. Although, I'm, I'm kind of with everybody else now thinking it was the cup. I think it's the cup. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I was thinking it was the cup, too, but now I'm not sure. Uh, second, <laughs> she says, second real quick. Lady Elena told Tywin, the Iron Bank of Bravos will have its due. I watched this, second, this a second time with subtitles, and that was in quotes. Yep. Like, it's a known saying. Yep. The Iron Throne is totally indebted to the Iron Bank. It is. As all black folk know, when you owe money, don't let anybody know where you work or when you get paid. Cash a check for you. <laughs> now that is true. Oh, you know what? That's first, a good point. That's a good point. I will say that is true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You don't never tell people when you get paid. Oh, when you get paid? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know that payday is imprinted on the back of your mind. Yes. Oh my goodness, that yeah, is hilarious. Funny. I wonder what this means for the Iron Throne now. Mm-hmm. Funny point. Mm-hmm. Y'all see Varys' face at the wedding? Oh, yeah. It was a look like, please, someone kill me. Put me out of my misery. Ain't that the truth? Then when the little people do their skit, one of them hit Varys in the head. I was dying. (laughs) I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. Take care, Tara from San Francisco. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Tara. Oh, Tara, you are hilarious, girl. But, hey, you were speaking the truth, though. Because, hey, black people people know. know. Oh, that's funny. Mm, Too mm. much. All right. Okay. Our next email is from GN. GN. Yep. Okay. Basically, they don't want to put their name on the comment form. Whatever. Uh, Hi, ladies. OMG, I can't believe your season four, episode one podcast of Game of Thrones was four hours and 50 plus minutes. I know. I had to delete episodes of other podcasts from my iPad (laughs) to make sure. (laughs) 
make sure that I can download the episode. I still haven't got through all of the wonderful feedback from my fellow Sister Speak Game of Thrones podcast <laughs> listeners. One I, week later. I know. I know. As it's, of, it's a time commitment. It is. It take, take about two, three days to mm. go through that. As ever, I will leave the big stuff for, to the rest of the fans and comment on the small things. Waldina, Walda, Waldemar. Walda. It was a nice touch to see Waldina. Bruce <laughs> uh, Bolton got a fortune in silver. Marrying this girl. Mm-hmm. I hope she survives childbirth. Ain't that the truth? Ruth must want a legitimate, non-crazy son. <laughs> and or Ramsey Snow and the Dreadford. Was I the only one checking to see if those skins hanging up in the court were human or animal? I think I didn't even notice skins hanging up. I didn't notice skins. I'm going to have to go look at that too. Yeah. Oprah oh. and Martell and Ilaria Sand versus Cersei Lannister and Tyre. Tywin Lannister. This confrontation was a wonderful clash of North versus South, Westeros philosophy and nobility. Yep. Bastards. Dorns, no shame in bastards. Bring your mistress to a royal wedding and introduce her to the former queen regent. I know! Versus the open secret of bastards on the throne. Everyone knows about twin-cess bastard babies. I know! That was so cold-blooded. I mean, Oberyn got them, though. Fashion. Ilaria's outfit was so crazy over the top and fabulous. Yellow pants thing with pointy shoulder pads with a slash front and spangly bra. I know! Versus Cersei, who was probably wearing a corset and layers of petticoats under that dress. Yep. And her hair. No wonder she's so crabby. (laughs) Yes, honey. Yeah. Marriage and relationships. Oberyn Martell and Ilaria Sand actually seem happy. Mm -hmm. The only people we see in this series who are happy, happily married... Long term, were Mom and Papa Stark. Yep. Well, until he brought home a new baby. Well. Anyway, ladies. That I was have, their one bone of contention, Jon Snow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, ladies, I have rambled on for long enough. I'm going off to make sure I have enough space on my iPad for the next episode of your podcast. Mm, I mm, know the mm. feedback will be crazy epic. Yep. GN. Thank you, GN. Thank you, GN. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from Christopher. Hey, Christopher. This was, or excuse me, that was one of the best episodes of Game of Thrones. Hip, hip, hooray, the bastard king is dead. I know. And it looked like it was painful. That's what the little bitch deserves. Yep. Can we talk about all the shade being thrown at this wedding? I know. My favorite would have to be the conversation between Cersei, Tywin, Oberyn, and Ilaria. Oh, yeah. Cersei was trying to act all big and bad when she was talking to Ilaria. But when Oberyn reminds her that her daughter is in Dorne, yes, she, she knew to shut the fuck up. She, oh, uh, did you uh, see her face? Yep. And Tywin didn't say that neither. He couldn't. Mm-hmm. Elena was hilarious as usual, like when she shooed off her son while talking to Tywin. We can see who really has the power in that family. Mm-hmm. I like that scene. She's like, not now. Yep. That scene with the dwarves acting out the War of the Five Kings was sad and cruel. I felt so bad for Tyrion, Sansa, and even Loras after that shit. Yeah. It was definitely time for the little asshole to die, and boy, did he. Yep. And while Cersei was wailing, my son, my son, I was thinking, that's what you get. Who do you guys think did it? My money is on Olena. Yep. She made some comment about what kind of person would kill a man during a wedding. Yep. I think that was foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. She definitely wouldn't want Marguerite having sex with that little psychopath. You see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
He probably wouldn't be able to get it up unless the other person is in physical pain. Yeah. But if she never consummated the marriage, does that mean she's still queen or no? See, that's what we need to know. See, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. So now for the smaller parts, let's start with Bran. The only part of the vision he had that I got was the dragon flying over King's Landing. No. I think that means that Khaleesi is coming and all them evil motherfuckers, Cersei, Tywin, better run. Yep. You want to say something about that? No. We got a lot more images, but we already talked about it. Ramsey, damn, as soon as we get rid of one crazy fucker, we gain a new one. And poor Theon. Sister J, I really hope you are finally starting to feel bad for Theon. I do not. Because I sure am. I do not. I don't either. And he needs to be tortured some more. But we don't want to see it. That's my thing. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm tired of seeing it. Just cut cut off more parts of him. I'm tired. Actually, I really want Yara to kill Ramsey because I'm just tired of seeing Ramsey. (laughs) Just crazy eyes. He's crazy. He is crazy. Damn, as soon as we... um, Oh, wait, no, I read that. Uh, Ramsey has turned Theon into his own personal slave, and the actor who plays Theon did an amazing job turning that color purple scene with him shaving Ramsey while, <laughs> Ramsey, <laughs> while yeah. Ramsey is telling him that Rob Stark is dead. Now, please tell me why Celise would actually have dinner with her husband and her and his hoe. Shit, she has definitely drank... Who? Celise, that's uh, Stannis' uh, wife. Oh, is that her name? Celise. Oh. He says, please tell me why Celise would actually have dinner with her husband. Because she's mesmerized by the Lord of Light. And Melisandre is the representative to her mind of the Lord of Light. Yeah. She she has definitely drank the (coughs) Kool-Aid. And while Stannis is basically being an ass to his wife, Melisandre is just sitting there smirking. Yep. Shaking my head. She needs, she has got to go. Why the hell would you send your hoe to talk to your your own daughter? Because. That is messed up. Because. But I love the fact that little Shireen wasn't falling for any of Melisandre's bullshit. Nope. I just pray Melisandre doesn't feel like that girl could be a threat to her. A threat to her. Manipulation of Stannis and tries to get rid of her because I'm not here for that. Well, Stannis won't have it though. I don't think Stannis will have it. And I, I don't think Davos will Davos have wouldn't it. have yeah. it either. No. I forgot to mention their scene with Ramsey and some girl named Miranda chasing that poor blonde girl through the woods. Yep. And then lets her get eaten by a bunch of dogs. That's all that crazy motherfucker needs. A crazy motherfucking girlfriend. (laughs) I know it! I know it! I know! I know. She's just as crazy. She's just as crazy. Oh, yeah. And Shay is gone. Good riddance. Fuck Shay. I don't think she's gone. Can't wait to hear you ladies' podcast for this season. I'm sure it's going to be another good one. Or excuse me, for this episode. I'm sure it's going to be another good one. I really hope you guys read this on your podcast. Of course we will, Christopher. Yeah. And that was it from Christopher. Well, thank you, Christopher, thank you, for Christopher. that email. That long-ass email, too, Christopher. That was long, but mm-hmm. that was good. But that was a good yeah. one, though. And, you know, um, I don't believe Shay's gone. I, okay, Brent, uh, Braun might have put her on the boat. I think Tywin's people done snatched her ass off. Because he told Cersei to give the order, have her brought to the Tower of the Hand before the wedding. So, you know. He was supposed to supposedly put her on the boat before the wedding. Well, but you know what? Like I said, he might have put her on the boat, but she ain't on there. Yeah, maybe not. I don't think so. Because them Lannisters, I mean. They mean. mm Mm-hmm. And just like Varys told her, 
uh, 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 Tyrion in the garden. Have you ever known your father to make a threat that he didn't follow through on? Right. Yeah. Yep. So I don't think she's on that boat. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Okay, our next email is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hey, sisters. Shocking. I was not expecting what happened in this episode. I know, it was great. Although I'm happy that Weasel Joffrey is dead, I was not that satisfied. <laughs> Maybe I'm turning into Arya. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted the Weasel to die at her hands and more gruesomely. Yeah. I'm not a violent person, but I really wanted Arya to make him suffer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he suffered, though. I mean, it, it was quick, but yeah, I think he I suffered. Yeah, I mean, he looked like he suffered. Yeah, it looked painful. So who killed him? I think Cersei did it. She's so crazy. I don't think so. You know what? Wait a minute. Go ahead and read that though. She's so crazy that I think she thinks she's protecting him by doing this. Just like she was going to kill Tommen during Blackwater when she thought they were going to be captured. The Mm. wine Tyrion poured was from a flask sitting right in front of Cersei. Plus, she can't seem to give up the power and might think she can control Tommen, Tommen a lot more. You know what? Okay, now. Wait a minute. That's, Hold up. That's, that's very interesting. good. That's interesting. That's a good... Oh, you know what? That is a good theory because... Yeah, because that wine flask was sitting in front of her. Right in front of her. I don't think she would do it, though. I really do I don't know. I mean, she is so... She's so fucking cra- crazy right she's now, She's so though. crazy yeah, on, who knows? on power and everything. And plus, she, she half drunk half the time anyway. Who knows? Her thinking might be off. Yeah, it might be. And she might. Ah, ooh. Maybe she what thought. The maybe she thought she would do enough to make him sick, so he couldn't consummate the marriage that night. She. You what know what I mean? Have to marinate on that one. Ooh, yeah, but that's pretty good though. Yeah, we'll have to marinate that and see how, yeah. how that plays out. I'll be done. Uh, she, um, she says, or it might have been the cake since he took a swig already of the wine. That's what you said. And they, and they can't, and they kind of lingered on the pie. Regardless, glad he's dead, especially since he was being such a shit. Yeah. Other notes. Poor Theon. I don't like him, but I felt bad for him. I didn't. Just a thought. I wonder if Stannis' daughter is part dragon with her scaly skin. And another thought. Well, and the fact that they live in Dragonstone. Yeah. You know, and supposedly that was forged from dragons or something, the fire. Mm. So it's going to be, know. yeah, she does have scaly skin. So it's going to yeah. be, there must but, be some kind of correlation. Hmm. That's a good <clears> Another thought. thought. Something dawned on me last week when Oberyn, Oberyn was giving a download on the history of Rhaegar. He said Rhaegar left his sister for Lyanna, Ned's sister. And Robert Baratheon said she was kidnapped, but I don't think so. No. I think they were in love, and I think that Jon Snow is their child. Yes. I've always thought that Jon is Ned's nephew, but I always assumed Robert was his dad. But now I think it's Rhaegar. Yeah, it's a Targaryen. Mm-hmm. It's not, Robert Baratheon was not his daddy. Anyway, just my random thoughts. By the way, I'm not a book reader. Well, that sounds awful bookish, readerish, spoilery. Well, not really, because this information has been told to us by different characters. And especially the conversation that Master Eamon had. That's when you recognize when he d- divulged that he was a Targaryen. That's when... But that doesn't have anything to do with Jon Snow. Well, when, when he was talking about, or who was it the first one talking about the fact that... Ned, oh, it was Lady Catelyn. Ned's... 
sister. Wasn't it? No. No. It, it was, was Robert. Okay. Yeah, it was. Talking about she should have, she should never, or, you know, he should never have taken her. Taken like her that. or something yeah. like that. But anyway, uh, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. Joy, I hope that's not a spoiler. It's not. As always, you guys are doing a great job. The four-hour episode was epic last week. Loved hearing what the Sister Speak family has to say, though. Thanks, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. And we love listening to our Sister Speak family, too. Just not no five hours of it. Shit. Anyway, thank you, Joy. And you know what, Joy? I'm kind of feeling you on your theory, though. I mean, it could be. It could be. That Cersei killed him? Yeah. That thought didn't occur to me. It but, never occurred to me But it, it, it's entirely I don't think she, possible. No, I don't think she would kill him. Well, I don't think she thought she was killing him. I think she probably thought she would just do a teensy bit to make him sick. So he couldn't, he couldn't have sex with Marjorie on, on his wedding day. Hmm. She know. would, oh yeah, she would do some shit like that because she's already mad because she thinks Marjorie controls uh, Joffrey. So, you know. Anyway, thank you. Oh, and Joy also sent us a tagline, so let me play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. Oh, look, the pie. Oh, jo- uh, Joy, thank you so much for that tagline. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> That is That's funny. hilarious. We'll be sure and put that on the uh, on the end of the podcast. Yeah, we'll put it on the end. Woo! Next time it'll be on the front. That is cute. That's cute. And then I think we also have another tagline here from Brenda. So let's play that one. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. This is Brenda from San Antonio, Texas. And if you can't hang with the sisters, you're just kibble for the dragons. Bye. Oh, thank you, Brenda, for that tagline. And that's you, right, Brenda. too. You can't hang with us. You just dragon food. Dragon food. Yeah. We'll put that on the podcast. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. We like that. Love it. All right. Well, our next uh, email is from Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Oh, and Andrea, this shit looks long. Uh oh. Come on with the long ass email, now, Andrea. You know come what? on now. Everybody has been, been doing pretty good with their length, except for Andrea. Well, so far. Okay. Well, let's Christopher see. was kind of long. Let's see how long she going to be. Okay. Come on. Hey, sisters. Take a deep breath, sister. Je- uh, okay. I know. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak family. Dim Thrones was off the chain. Yep. This has the potential to be a L.A. email. Long as email. So let's get started. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Number one. Ramsey Snow is a horrible human being and a fat wall to better, wa- and fat wall to better watch out. <laughs> If she is able to give Ruth Bolton legitimate heirs, that would put her at the top of his hit list. Yeah. We already know he's crazy. Number two. Theon just makes me shake my head. He should have just slit Ramsay's throat. Then probably they would have killed him. They would have. at least he would be out of his m- misery. Yeah. yeah. But, but they would have killed him. I don't know they would have killed him. They would have probably tortured him some more. Well, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Number three. Bran's vision was interesting. That dragon was circling King's Landing. Yep. I hope that means Danny will be part of the action soon. That's also the second time we've seen Snow on the Iron Throne. Exactly. Yep. Get it? The first time <laughs> was when Danny was in the house of the Undying. Exactly. I wonder if this is a way of saying winter is coming or if it is more literal, literal and Jon Snow might be ruler one day. Yep. Number four. I like Jamie and Bronn sparring, but I have a question. 
If they can fashion a hand that is fitted to his stump, why couldn't they make a sword attachment like the one Merle had on The Walking Dead? <laughs> that's so true. Oh, that's a good one. That would be good. They that could would be good. Give him but, a, a sword. But think about it, Kai. right hand. But Kyburn hasn't thought of that yet. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yep. They might. They might, though. Now Never know. Now that he's sparring again and shit and yeah. getting back up to his, his health, he mm-hmm. might say, hey, I can have a sword in the left hand and a sword in the right hand. He might, yeah. Mm-hmm. Number five. I know Tyrion thinks he got rid of Shay, but I don't think you can count Tywin out yet. Nope. They made a big deal of Bronn being trustworthy, but do you think he would have turned Shay over to Tywin if the price is right? Hell yeah! Ooh, he hey, sure ooh, would. Ooh! Yes! Ooh! Andrea! Oh, Andrea, that is awesome. I bet that's what happened, girl. But he probably did. <coughs> we didn't even think of that. Didn't think of but it. But you know what? Yes, he would. He would. He would, because he's all about the money. Money. Take a breath and drink, Sister Kate. This is where the long asness kicks in. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord. Number six. I think Lady Elena killed Joffrey, and I think the poison was on Sansa's necklace. Here's why. Okay. Exhibit A. She has been obsessed with necklaces lately, and if you notice, Marjorie's was nothing special. Yeah. Exhibit B. No doubt by now everyone has heard whispers about how Joffrey treated both those prostitutes that he beat. Exactly. Um, that he had beat each other to a pulp and about the arrows he put in Ross. Yep. No way she would want Marjorie to get anywhere near a betting ceremony with that sicko. See, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. See. Exhibit C. Sir Dantos has a personal interest in vision, vengeance against the king, and he was the one who was providing Sansa with a convenient way to escape immediately after Joffrey killed over. Yep. When did he have time or resources to secure a way out unless he had a heavy bankroll backing him up and knew an opportunity was coming? Thank you. Ooh. Thank you. I mean, he's in cahoots yeah. with somebody. Now, whether it's Lady Olena or somebody else, but he's in cahoots with somebody. Exhibit D. We know that time has passed since Rob and Catelyn were murdered at the Red Wedding. Yep. But Lady Elena picks this moment to express her condolences, and she appeared to me to pull a piece off the necklace. Could it have been a vial of poison? When Ned Stark was investigating John Aaron's murder, he said poison was a woman's weapon. Yeah. Sure you did. know what? He did say that. Somebody said it. Mm-hmm. Exhibit E. She had the opportunity to poison the wine because Joffrey sat it over by her to cut the birds out of the pot. See? Told you. That would have provided an excellent distraction. See? That's what I said. The cup was right next to her. By killing the king, she gets Marjorie out of danger. Yep. Tommen would be Joffrey's successor, and the Lannisters are still going to have to marry Marjorie to him. Exactly. Because they still need that food rolling in from Highgarden. See? That's what I'm thinking. Of course, this is only a theory... Any resemblance to anything that may actually happen is purely coincidental. But I no think you're right, spoilers though. spoilers from me. But I think you're right, though. I think you're right. Wow. Andrea. That makes sense. That's that makes perfect sense. Yep. Uh, number seven. I heard that old Dario, a.k.a. Buck, will be starring in a transporter. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you know are what? terrible. Wait, wait. When we, when we all go to see transporters. We're going to say We're going to be like, Bucky. <laughs> We <laughs> don't even know that man's real name. I know. What's his real name? I don't even know. Don't even care. <gasps> it's going to be Bucky from here on out. <laughs> uh, she says uh, he'll be starting in Transporter Reboot as a younger version of Jason Statham. 
Oh. Okay. Well, to me, Bucky looks awful tall. And Jason Statham is short. Yeah, but Jason looks tall in his movies, though. No. Yeah, he does. But Jason Statham can kick ass. And you know what? He mm-hmm. would have been a better Jack Reacher than fucking Tom Cruise. Okay, let's not get on that. If we want to talk I about I know it. you upset about that, but let's I not am. talk on I'm that. I'm so okay. pissed about it. Yeah, keep showing I know. that shit on TV. Anyway. Okay, number eight. Seriously gets on my last nerve, and I really hope she gets hers soon. Me too. What Marjorie did by offering the leftovers to the less fortunate was very nice, and you could tell she scored big time with the crowd. Yep. When Cersei sent Pycelle back to the kitchen, she sent away the only doctor in the house right before Joffrey dies. Yep. Maybe he couldn't have done anything, but maybe he could have. Proof that God don't like ugly, even in Westeros. (laughs) Yep. Nine. I love Prince Oberyn. He managed to call Cersei, former queen regent, at least four times in one conversation. I know it! Oh, and her jaws was tight on that, too. And insult Tywin and show up with the most inappropriately dressed wedding guest ever. Loved it. <laughs> she sure did. She was inappropriately dressed, though. He was. She was. <sighs> um, uh, let's see. Oh, we learned more about Dorne, and it sounds like a cool place. Mm-hmm. They don't look down on bastards. Very progressive. Well, uh, 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 why should they when the man is making the damn bastards? I mean, damn. You know? They bastards because the men is, is messing around. I bet Marcella wouldn't come back to King's Landing now if you paid her. Probably not. Ten. I love the last podcast. You ladies are the best. I get so many catchphrases from you. I'll be calling Shay a seasoned hoe from this day forward. <laughs> 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 what she is? I wonder if she's going to keep acting or she's going to go back to porn. The girl who plays Shay. Uh, she'll probably go back to porn. No, she'll probably be in Hollywood. Because, yeah. you know, they like them porn actresses. Mm-hmm. She's good, though. She's a good actress. I didn't. I never would have known she was a porn actress or a mm-hmm. porn star or whatever. Um Sorry for the long-ass email, Sister K. No, you're not. I know Sister J won't believe me, and you're the only one who had to read it. <laughs> you oh, ain't no. sorry. And you're the one who had to read it. Until next time, Andrea. Andrea, you ain't sorry, girl. Thank you, Andrea. But we thank you for that long-ass email, long girl. Ass, it was long-ass. But you broke it down, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Broke yeah. it down. I yeah. like that. She agreed with you. He had some. Mm-hmm. He had to have some money behind him. He had somebody behind get, his ass because he got there real quick. Real after quick, he and, fell out, and he said the words that would move her. If you want to live, come with me. He did. He did mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Our next email is from Tia Maria. Hey, Tia Maria. Hey, Sister J and K, my favorite two podcasters. Yeah. Because I suspect that this week's podcast will be epic in length. I am going to make my contribution super short. I have been waiting for this moment ever since we met Joffrey in season one. <laughs> I am so glad he's gone. I know this is mean, but I kind of wish it had been a more painful and slower death. How cool would it have been if Tyrion had jumped up, way up, and bitten Joffrey's throat the way Rick bit Joe? Oh, Lord have mercy, no. Now, that would have been amazingly satisfying. But did you see her? She dissed Tyrion talking about, what if he had jumped up, way up? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. While his death was clearly the most memorable event of the episode,
episode, if you think about it, all the Lannisters were bested in some way in this episode. Yes, they were. The most interesting thing to me is that for all of Tywin's efforts to give his family a great legacy, his family is a mess. Mm-hmm. His children have committed incest and are passing off their bastards as heir to the throne. Yep. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows his it. His grandson, the king, completely dishonors and shames the family, and everyone is also glad to see him go. Yep. Finally, even though I don't believe that Tyrion killed Joffrey, the Lannisters now have two Kingslayers in their family. <laughs> Payback, the bitch sent the Lannister her regards. Cheers, mm. Tia Maria. Thank you, Tia Maria. Thank you, Tia Maria. Yeah, that family, that whole family is so messed they up. They are jacked. They are just jacked yep, up. But that's because they're mean. Yep, they're mean. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Okay, and it looks like we have an audio file from Steven, so let me play hey, that now. Hey, Steven, okay. Hello, sisters. It's Steven here from Homeschool of England. Just watched the latest episode of Game of Thrones, and at last, Joffrey is dead. Love it. Get in there. I'd like to have seen him being stabbed a few times as well, but I'll take it. The only downside is now the stupidly think Tyrion's done it how they think he could have done it is beyond me because he, he didn't want to be doing anything with that cup and serving him wine and anything so how could he have done it but hey hopefully he'll be found not guilty or whatever and find whoever did it shake their hand and congratulate him because they should be knighted for doing it um, so looking forward to the podcast and uh, keep it good work thanks bye Oh, thank you, Stephen, for that wonderful voicemail. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, we're, we're all so happy that Joffrey is finally dead. Joffrey's gone. Yes, Lord. Yes. And, you know, we're going to have to go through some some hard times with Lil Tarion, but, you know. I know. I think in the end, though, they're going to find out, probably through Clyburn or... or uh, uh, That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Kyburn. Yeah, a Kyburn that, uh, yeah, there's no way that Tyrion could have done it. No. But thank you, Stephen. We love hearing your voice. Thank you, Stephen. Great. Okay, our next email is from Liz. Hey, Liz. From Seattle. Hi, sisters in the Sister Speak family, old and new. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best wedding I've ever attended. (laughs) Can I just say that I love the Tyrells? Let me count the ways. Yeah. Number one, we finally meet dimwit daddy Tyrell Mace. I know. He was dimwit, wasn't he? His one job is to present the wedding gift. Apparently, he's not allowed to butt in when the grown-ups are talking. (laughs) I know. That was cold, though. Number two, Lady Elena's banner with Tywin also so lightly reminded him why the crown needs Highgarden. Exactly. Yep. Three. The expert way Marjorie played Joffrey, mm-hmm. but when you, but when he's busy dig- giggling at the dwarf jesters, she lets her fake smile slip. Yep. And oh my, you see how she really feels. Oh yeah, she her jaws are tight. tight. Yep. Four. Laura's burning Jamie with an incest joke after I fucking Prince Oberyn, mm-hmm. and Loras was the only one who got up and walked out of the jester's farce. I know. I'm sure the Brindley clown with a pl- with a plumber's crack made his blood boil. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Joffrey is gone, but there are still plenty of bad guys left. Yep. Tywin was always the power behind Joffrey anyway. Cersei drives me up the wall with her petty bullshit. I know. Ramsay is a grade A psychopath. Ruth Bolton needs some reek spit in his lemonade. Oh, Just Lord! Like in the color, like in like the color, in the color purple. purple. 
Lock, uh, Lock. Oh, that's his name. Lock is on the loose. That guy who's uh, Ruth Bolton's half dude. That's his name, Lock. Lock. He's on the loose. Since yep. Locke doesn't exist in the books, I get to be surprised at this pot line, too. Mm-hmm. I hope he runs into the thins. They like removing hands. Yeah, they sure do. Or actually arms. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, Valardo Harris means all men must serve, usually said in response to Valar Margolis. It was used as the episode title for season three, episode one, but I don't know if they explicitly told us the meaning. Hmm. Sister J, your coworker. Just wants Buck to serve. (laughs) I wouldn't mind having him as my waiter either. (laughs) Thanks for the entertainment. Hard to believe that the season is just getting started. Cheers, Liz from Seattle. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Okay, well, I'm glad to know that that's what the little note said then. Ballardo Harris. (laughs) Ballardo Harris. Must must serve. serve. I I can agree with that. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Valar Margola, Sister J and Sister K. Yeah. I hope you two and the entire Sister Speak family enjoyed the purple wedding. Yep. Did that shit really happen? Yep. First of all, I'm so tired of seeing Theon. Just kill the man <laughs> or let him loose. Thank Every, you. Everybody's saying that. Thank you. <sighs> the poor man is too scared to kill his captor and just end it all. Shaking my head. Mm. Technically, what I should say is I'm tired of seeing Ramsey fucking with people. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Can we say, can we Dracarys that bastard yet or what? He is pretty mean. And excuse me, Roos, but maybe you should stop sending your prisoners off with these crazy people that like to cut off body parts. I know. Why is he wasting his breath bitching about it? Mm-hmm. I'm done with these folks. I know, because he was mad when um, the lock dude cut off Jamie's hand. <laughs> but he ain't got nobody else to rule with, so. <clears throat> Shay and Tyrion. I love Shay, but she was seriously underestimating the ruthlessness of Tywin and Cersei. Maybe this is one of those Game of Thrones moments when they straight up tell you what's going to happen. Well, the first day Tyrion met Shay, he told her that what his dad did to the prosty he married. Yeah. Day one, girl. The damn Lannister banner is an actual red flag. Get the fuck out. Uh, well, having said all that, I almost teared up with this one. When Shay started crying, I was shocked. Like, I expected her to snap on him in her usual Shay fashion, but that didn't happen. I laughed when she started crying. I felt terrible for Shay and Tyrion in that scene. I didn't. Do you really think, excuse me, do you think she really got on the boat? Hell no. I don't trust Tywin or Cersei for a second. Nope. I'm so worried they got to her. I don't care what Bronn says. Yeah, well. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I didn't feel a damn bit sorry for Shay because she's a side hoe. She's a side piece. She know how the game is played. Yeah. I don't care if she did fall in love with Tyrion and blah, 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 blase, blase. She's the side piece. Get over it. And if she felt that way about it, she should have refused to be the girl's handmaiden then. Well, she needed to do something. Well, she could have left a long time ago. As soon as they got married. Well, he said. She. Yep, she could have. You know, so. No. She's a hoe, and she already knows she a hoe, and she should behave like a hoe. Oh, Sister J. Mm, I didn't feel sorry for her at all. And if the if Tywin got her, I won't feel sorry for her either. Oh, well, I don't want her killed. Well, hey. You know. You know what? He tried to warn her ass. He did try. Uh, she says, Stannis, 
All his scenes are the same. Yes, they now, are. Sandra does some spooky shit. Davos reminds him this is crazy shit. And this time we got to see Stannis' crazy wife being crazy. Again. <laughs> Again. Honestly, I barely listened to this scene. All I know is I want Melisandre to stay the hell away from little Shireen. I know. I know that's right. But you know what? She has a good point that is all of his scenes are the same. They are. They're, they're becoming the it's same. It's boring. Yeah. 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 Bran. I thought Bran's vision was really cool. Yep. Simple as that. The other day I saw a car with a license plate that said Hodor 1. Oh, cool! I had to stop myself from following them just so I could yell out, Hodor! <laughs> Laugh out loud. Oh, that is so cute! That is cool. Hodor one. That's cute! Joffrey's big day. They did an excellent job building up the tension on this episode. Yes. Is there anyone except for Cersei who didn't want Joffrey dead by the end? I know. I know. Mm. I love Loras and Jamie's conversation. When Loras said, and neither will you, I think I heard a collective... Boop! From the viewing audience. That's right. Uh, I know I did. I know. Ooh, yes. Cersei is so cold-blooded. I thought she was an asshole when she said the leftovers were going to the dogs. But then she went and fucked with my girl, Brienne. I know it. I know. See, Ooh, that's what it That was. made me mad. Cersei is the quintessential bully. At least Brienne cares about Jamie, unlike Cersei, queen of the selfish. Yeah. Yep. And why is she jealous? Any this is me. Yeah. Why is she jealous? Anyway, she just got done rejecting his ass. Thank you. Talking about you didn't, you didn't, you was gone too fucking long. Yeah. With no hand. She just likes to fuck with people. Yep. That's exactly right. Mm. Yep. Okay. She goes on to say Oberon and Ilaria's conversation with Tywin and Cersei was fantastic. Yep. It was like a throwing shade tennis match, back and forth, back and forth. With, while Joffrey was fucking with Tyrion throughout this episode, I was getting more and more anxious. Mm-hmm. It was just so intense and cruel. You could feel the humiliation coming off the screen. I'm with you there, Aaron, because I kept thinking he's going to do something to Tyrion. Yeah. I kept thinking he was going to stab him. Or, or use that, that Valyrian steel and right, do something. Yeah, yeah, cut him or something. Last week I said I hope we'd make it to the cake at this wedding. Turns out it was a pie. Whatever. Up until the moment of Joffrey... Stopping, okay. Up until the moment Joffrey stopped moving, I thought there was no way they'd kill him. I was so shocked. I think my jaw actually hit the floor. They really killed Joffrey. Yeah, (laughs) they killed the bad guy, not an innocent child or a Stark. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know it's a switch. What's going to happen to Tyrion? Crazy, cold-blooded Cersei is going to do anything in her power to get him killed. Yeah, and what about Sansa? Does it look bad that she just took off? But yeah. she can't really stay. Tyrion is her only protection. But it looks bad it's, on her because they're they going to implicate her too. Exactly. Yeah. And more importantly, who's the king now? Joffrey's little brother whose name no one can remember? <laughs> Theon. Theron or no, something. No, it's Tommen. Tommen. Okay. <laughs> Shit is about to get real in Westeros. Yep. Sister J, I did my best to edit this and cut it down. It's still probably long ass. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. Just one last thing. No, you ain't. I recently had some new Belgium 1554 black lager, and it was really good. Ooh. So there is my beverage recommendation to you because you like a good beer. I do. She says it's new Belgium 1554 black lager. I sure will look it up this weekend. So all in all, I'd say it was a good wedding. Can't wait to hear from everyone. Take care, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Thank and, you, Aaron. Uh, since you gave me a good adult beverage recommendation, I don't mind your long-ass email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, and I'm going to 
for it too. Yeah. That was long, Aaron. That was long, Aaron. That was too long. But thank you, though, Thank and, you, Aaron. Huh, I don't feel a bit sorry for Theon. I feel a teensy bit sorry for Tyrion. She didn't say Theon. Uh, she oh. talking about Stannis' scenes are all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she did say she just wants to quit seeing Theon. Well, the doc- I, could, I could stand to see him some more and, and see him tortured. Thank yeah. you, Aaron. Okay, Thank you, our, Aaron. Our next piece of feedback is a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters. My name is Carrie, Casey Carrie, from Kansas City, Missouri. I am just four short hours away from Brother Ray. So, you know, us Midwesterners got to stick together because I do like Brother Ray's voice. But I ain't trying to steal him. That's fine. He has a purple wedding to get to, so that's okay. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you that I love your podcast. I think it's great. I followed you from the Walking Dead podcast. And I just think your the feedback that your listeners send in is fantastic. I love listening to it. Um, I do like Game of Thrones. The new season is going very well. Um, I do not like the new Dario Naharis. He is not anywhere near what the original is. Um, I was a little concerned about the scene where he was talking to Danny and gave her those flowers because I was expecting Carol to jump out from behind a rock and say, look at the flowers, bitch, boom, and just blow her away. But Carol take out white walkers, okay? So I'm not worried about Carol. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you that, once again, love your podcast. So glad Joffrey's dead. He deserved every second of that pain for what he did to Tyrion. Our little man, Tyrion. Ha ha. Anyway, have a great, great day. And uh, I'll be listening. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Oh, thank you, Carrie from Kansas City. Thank you, Casey, Carrie. Yeah, we love it. Love your voicemail. Yeah, we're glad you uh, uh, sent us a voicemail. And, you know... Nobody likes the new Dario. I hope they somehow either listen to us or or just read the feedback on the uh, uh, on Facebook and stuff. Nobody likes that new Dario. It, it won't matter because they've already filmed. Yeah, so well. and the guy, the, the original Dario is already gone, so it's not going to matter if they, yeah, what we they say. At least but. make him. I don't know. They need to quit making him so damn smarmy, though. Yeah. I mean, he would be fine. I mean, if he, if said, he would just act normal. Well, or if he would just, act like everybody's been saying, have a lot more swag. Yeah. Damn, you an actor. You can act that way. Well, you know? But anyway. The, the problem is, we already have this vision of Dario in our mind. And yep. so it's going to be hard for anyone to come in there. Especially somebody who's acting all smarmy and shit. You know? And, uh, Casey, Carrie, you are only four hours away from Brother Bray, so... Uh, oh, no! All right, now, look out for Jasmine! I think Jasmine's in the West Coast, so... Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Jasmine, you better come on now! Come on now! And Thanks. Brother Ray, watch out! <laughs> you starting to hear him now! Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Okay, our next email is from uh, Robert from the Bay. Hey, Robert. 
Hey, ladies. I sent a voice message this week, and sorry, since Jay, it's long ass. Uh-oh. Please don't read. Oh, now, Brother Ray, or, um, excuse me, Robert from the Bay, we gonna read you. It can't be too long. If it's too long, we gonna read you. Yeah. I was a little nervous, so don't make fun. I must say, sending voice messages is much easier than an email where I have to spell out them crazy Westeros names. <laughs> as long as your ass don't be rambling, yeah. Always enjoy, and thanks for continuing to produce the best podcast out there. <laughs> Love y'all and the Sister Speak Nation. Robert from the Bay. <laughs> Sister Speak Nation. I like now. that. <laughs> Thank Sister you, Speak Mama. Nation. Okay. okay, let's hear this long-ass voicemail. <laughs> Hey, Sister J and Sister K and all of the Sister Speak podcast family. This is Robert holding it down out here in the Bay. And yes, that's the San Francisco Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose. I'm speaking of, um, just for those who don't know, we call San Francisco the city. We call Oakland the town. And we call San Jose the valley, Silicon Valley. You know what I mean? Anyways, oh my damn, what an awesome episode. The king is dead. King Joffrey is dead. Clap along if you feel that happiness is the truth. Because I'm happy. Yo, I was real I was real glad that he was he was dead and gone. Fuck the king, like uh the hound would say. But, yo, before I go into all that, I just want to say that this episode was dope. I mean, real talk. The actors was acting their asses off. You could just see it from everyone's face, facial expressions. I mean, it was so exciting to us to see, uh, to see everybody, you know, just, just acting it up. I mean, it was real. And, um, you know, what was exciting to me, sisters, was, was, uh, all the fighting words that was going on. I mean... In this episode, you can see, I mean, almost every conversation, it was it was people just just getting feisty with each other. Uh, from Ramsey telling Theon about Rob's death. I mean, it could have been popped off right there. Uh, Lady Olena and Tywin, they was, uh, you know, talking about King King's Landing, uh, money problems and everything. Uh, Jamie and Loras... They was they was getting ready to box. Um, the red lady and and uh, and Stannis's wife, you know, they was they was exchanging some heated words. Uh, let's see, Cersei and Brienne, uh, they was ready to go at it. Cersei and Oberyn, <laughs> I wanted to see that. I mean, Oberyn was getting real smart with Cersei. Uh, who else? Uh, Cersei and Maester uh, Pycelle. Cersei and, and Tyrion. <laughs> Cersei and Cersei and everybody basically. She was uh, she was off the hook this this episode. And then of course there was uh, Tyrion and, and King Joffrey. Um, man, Tyrion, he's I think he's gonna be in a whole lot of trouble. I mean, I don't really think he did it, but apparently, I haven't watched it a second time, but I'm going to have to watch it again. My sister, she had read all the books and everything, and uh, not not going to spoil or anything, but, but my sister had told me if you watch real carefully that, that, final, that final act, that um, 
that you can see you can see some stuff going on and and, and you can see who 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 was involved in uh and what had happened but uh, I'm not sure so I'm gonna have to watch it again I don't know if any, anybody else saw saw what 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 was going on but um I I mean the thing I the thing I'm not going to like about you know the the coming episodes is is that we ain't gonna be able to hate Joffrey no more? I mean, he was, he was the the one you loved to hate. I mean, I know I did, and um, but I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 apparently, or evidently, the the uh, the other episodes, the following, the next few episodes are gonna be real good, according to what I've read online. And so, I mean, they they gotta be good because they can't stop now. You know, what I mean, they they doing it real big, so. So we gonna have to see what go, what's what's gonna happen, what's gonna transpire. Um, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, what's his name? Uh, Ramsey Snow might might take the the part of uh, King Joffrey's part of. Uh, I mean, as far as uh, the person you you love to hate, I know he's really getting on my nerves. So we gonna have to see how how that that story transpires. So all in all, I mean. This was a good episode. Looking forward to the next few. And um, I do want to say to Tammy, um, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> I don't know uh, what else I could say. I mean, I know you, you got you got a man and everything, and your man is probably a lucky dude. So I uh, appreciate the compliment um, about the dry eyes and everything. You know, some people they get the wrong idea about dry eyes. Dry eyes is a real serious, serious condition, man, um, or it can be. Um, what, what people don't realize is, is dry eyes. Uh, they uh, there's many different kinds. So whenever you go see your eye doctor, your optometrist, you want to make sure you have them do all the have him or her do all the tests that they're supposed to do. In order to diagnose the correct type of dry eye, so that they'll be able to treat it properly, um, you want to make sure they do a tear breakup time, uh, uh, lysamine green staining, and a and a Schirmer's test, and um, and they'll be able to you know come up with the correct treatment. You know, so it could be drops, it could be prescription jobs it could be um, plugs uh, or pills you know oral oral medication so make sure you find out uh, read up on it dry eye can affect a lot of things about your eyes y'all you know it could affect the vision could affect the cornea could affect you know a lot of different things so just 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 saying you know putting out putting putting that out there uh you know anyways um oh sister jay uh you gonna have to try this wine i don't really drink wine but it's this rapper out in the, in the bay y'all probably know who that is um e40 earl earl stevens he came out with this new wine it's called uh it's called mango scotto and it's earl stevens is the name of the wine and uh, I guess it's a it's a it's a Moscato uh, with a mango twist to it. Uh, you know, E40, he from the Bay. He uh, 
He from Vallejo, and if, for those who don't know, the V, you call it that, we call it uh, Vallejo, the Valley Joe, the V, uh, that's right by Napa, you know what I mean? So, you know, they grow good grapes out there, and uh, I'm sure that wine tastes real good. A bunch of my friends, they they always posting their stuff on Facebook and Instagram, talking about how good the wine is. So, you know, you might have to try that out, let me know about it. So, uh yeah, that's that. Uh, also, I know this is a long ass voicemail, but I ain't I ain't talked in a minute, so I'm I'm uh I'm I'm gonna say what I gotta say, Sister J. Don't try to read me on that, Sister K. I know you got my back. Um, I love you for that. Um, I finished uh, uh, True Detective, and I wasn't. I mean, the acting the acting was badass. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and. I love anything Matthew McConaughey do ever since the Lincoln Lawyer, and uh, of course Woody Harrelson, Haymitch, he uh, he won my favorites too. Uh, but uh, acting was good, but but the storyline it kind of fell off. I mean, I know y'all was talking about the last episode about the flowers and everything, but I mean, shit, uh, I I didn't really find it very. Uh, uh, for lack of better words, very good. But, uh, I mean, the whole uh, series uh, as a whole, I mean, it was uh, it was good. But uh, I was expecting more from what people were saying. And um, I'm up on that Bates Motel. I'm catching up. Bates Motel, that's, that's some real shit, man. I'm, I'm feeling it. I know you, uh, Sister Jay, you talking about that, that sheriff. He was a, man, he's a good actor. He, he plays that real mean, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh just silent type that that you don't know what he's thinking so uh and of course you know i'm uh i'm loving uh vera farmiga you know she was dating george clooney for a minute you know i mean who who hasn't dated george clooney Uh, shit if i was a girl i probably date i probably want to date him too so anyways (laughs) but um that's my time i appreciate you guys uh always uh reading everybody's email letting letting us speak on it and um it just uh, i mean i'm always forever sending emails and feedback to other podcasts they don't never give me the time of day so i really appreciate y'all y'all doing this for us and uh even though it takes four five hours you know shit it takes me through a whole weekend listening to (laughs) y'all jogging and and cooking and, and cleaning and doing my laundry and everything Man, uh, I can't, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm kind of upset I didn't win that, win that uh, T-shirt last week. I know brother Ray got his, so you know he probably cheesing and everything. I'm trying to see a picture of him with it, you know, because y'all, know, y'all know, y'all already know. If y'all had given me that T-shirt, I'd be rocking that joint every day. You know what I'm saying? I go to work with that shit. <laughs> but uh, real talk. Uh, uh, again, thanks, thanks for. Uh, Thanks for doing what you do, ladies. Keep doing it. And uh, I'll, I'll talk to y'all next week. Gone. This is Jay, uh, Robert, Robert from the Bay. Signing off. And, uh, yo, the winter, winter is coming. All men must die. But I'm a crow. And so my watch begins. Peace. Thank you, Robert, for the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Robert. This is the Jay. First of all, you know your ass gonna get red, don't you? Cause that, <laughs> that damn 
email was 10 minutes long, Robert. Now, we love your voice Robert. and everything, but come on now. That's too damn long. Uh-uh. You can't be doing that every week. Okay. He hasn't done it every week, but. But be that as it may, even though my ass is reading you. And don't be doing it once again. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you had some good comments. Couple things. Number one, thank you for the adult beverage um, little um, review. Review, but I won't be drinking that. I don't drink Moscato. Sister K might like it though, and I don't like mango neither. If it's sweet, I will. But I'll she'll have to try to find it. Right, but she'll she'll, she'll drink that that stuff. I like mango. Um. Well, whatever. Second of all, I don't know what you talking about the storyline in, in a True Detective. I thought that shit was good. There was some nasty ass people who did the deed. So I liked it myself. And as far as on uh, 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 Game of Thrones, yeah. That was a good, good episode. It was good. But it was a great episode. I'm glad Joffrey did. Yeah. And I well, don't. We're going to have plenty of people to hate. Exactly. And I know everybody's complaining about uh, Ramsey uh, uh, Snow and, you know, Bastard and all that, and he's mean and stuff. I don't, I'm not hating on him because he did what he was instructed to do. Now, like he said, slaying a man is on their banners. That's what <laughs> Ruth Bolton and his little banner thing do. But he ain't no button. Yeah, but... He a snow. Yeah, but... His daddy, you better believe, Roost already knew his ass was crazy. <laughs> and he already knew he'd be doing some kind of shit. So, I'm not hating on Ramsey, though. Now, I'm tired of seeing that was his a brutal, Well, that was a brutal scene, what he did to the young lady in the beginning scene. Yeah. That was just me. I'm just mean. tired of seeing his ass torturing and grinning, bug-eyed. That's what he did, Crazy though. ass self, so... I really hope Yara gets a hold of his ass and tears his ass up. Well, that's that true way too. we don't have to see it no more and waste time on it <clears throat> when we got other people we want to see. That's true, but you top. are right though. This was a good episode for people issuing like fighting words, but there wasn't no fighting, yeah, you know. Yeah. And Cersei running around just fucking with everybody. 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 Yep. So, but thank you, Robert. Thank but, you, Robert. Okay, Robert. Uh, next week, keep it short. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Although, right. we did like your ophthalmology. Um, oh, yeah, that's another vocabulary. thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's another thing I meant to read your ass on. This ain't an episode of the doctors. Well, he's trying wait, to. Wait, wait, wait. We don't, we don't even know what you mean. He's trying to educate us. Let him <laughs> educate us about eye care. Because uh-huh. okay. dry eye ain't nothing to play with, ain't it, Robert? Well, that's what he was trying to say, that's but hey, he you were losing me. So, <laughs> thank anyway, you, Robert. Thank, thank you very much, Robert. And though. you know what? The next contest, make sure that you enter because you might get lucky. You might get lucky, but you then might again, you might not. So, hey, that's where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and on that line, on, on that Tip Robert, you can always order you a shirt. You can still rock it every day. There you go. You can go to our Sister Speak shop at sisterspeakpodcast.com. Do that commercial. Slash, <laughs> slash shop. That's right. And there you, can, you go. You can buy your own. You can buy your own. All right. Let's go. Okay. Our next email is from Jason. Hey, Jason. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. 
Can't believe the little shit is dead. <laughs> Did Joffrey drink your wine selection of the week, Sister J? Yeah. I'm not ruling you ladies out of suspect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Hey, I would if I could. Thank you. <laughs> Were the sisters at the wedding? No, you couldn't have been. We would have heard Sister J in the back hooting and hollering when Joffrey brought out little, brought out all the little Tyrions to reenact the War of the Five. <laughs> Oh, Jason, that's wrong. <laughs> but you're so right. Because her eyes could have been cracking up. Because <laughs> I was cracking up anyway. Aww. Woo! I couldn't. Well, I was laughing because I couldn't believe Joffrey had the audacity to do that. He sure did. And especially when I realized that. <laughs> <laughs> there really was. Sister Jay, stop, please. Don't be rude. <laughs> Cersei looks pissed, Jack. Oh, yeah. Looks like Jamie won't be getting any in a while. Nope. Good thing he still has one good hand. Wink, wink. Oh, Lord. I thought this was a great episode and feel really bad for Tyrion. I really like Joffrey's death scene, but I wish he would have suffered more. Uh, he did suffer, I think. Suffered more Theon style. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Who do you ladies think is responsible? P.S. Shout out to my sister, Jen who is a big fan of Dim Thrones and has started listening to your podcast, Jason in Canada. Hey, Jason. Thank hey, you Jason. so much for that uh, uh, wonderful email. And hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Shout How out. you doing? How you doing? Send us an email or voicemail, Jen. Yep. Send us. Hey, Jen. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Well, I think by now, Jason, you already know that we think, well, some of There's us think. There's so many theories. It's, it's late. I think it's Lady Elena. Yeah, and that's I, what I think. I, there's so many theories, and, and all of y'all's points have been pretty good, so mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, a whole bunch of people had motive to kill his ass. Uh, uh, thank you. You know, yes. so. Yes. Oh, thank you, Jason. Oh, that's good. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Samantha, and it looks like she sent us an audio file. Cool. Let me play that now. The king is dead. Long live the king. This is Samantha in Wisconsin, and I just wanted to say that um, I thought it was pretty funny that um, the other episode, the hound was saying, only see you next Tuesday, or C-U-N-T, only they name their swords. And then the next thing you know, Joffrey gets a new sword and he names it. So I thought that was kind of funny, although Ned Stark named his or whatever. But um, I thought that was just funny that the next episode, then that's what we get somebody trying to name the sword, which he'll never use, not just because he's dead, but 
when he was alive, he was too cowardly to use it anyway. Uh, that's pretty much all I had to say. I thought that was just pretty funny. And my favorite character is now gone. Um, I just love to hate him. I loved to see him interact with everyone because everyone was always so uncomfortable. And he just got a kick out of being a little sadistic little bastard. I just love him. But anyway, it'll be um, interesting to see what life is like without him on the show. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, thank you, Samantha, for that voicemail. Thank you, Samantha. You know, I mean, Joffrey was fun to hate and everything, but he was by no means my favorite character to hate, though. I mean, yeah, he was despicable and did despicable things and stuff, but for me, my hate is reserved for Lord Baelish. Ooh, I don't like that guy. I don't you know like what? Him. In the grand scheme of things so far, he's like low, low on the quote uh, well, of see, hate. For some reason, that character, I don't mean the actor, but that character, it just grates me. It just, he just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. So, no, I don't. Mine but, was Joffrey, Cersei, Tywin. Yeah, but that's uh, too many. Theon. Of, well, of course, all the Lannisters. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, I could have stood him a little bit more because he was so damn crazy. I just figured he would have some kind of mental, psychotic thing, you know, since he's offspring of, of his his mama and her sister. Well, uh, I mean, uh, her, brother, her brother. So, you yeah, know. That's why he probably, why he was crazy. Well, he was crazy for that yeah. reason. But anyway, but thank, thank you, Samantha. Samantha. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from Josh. And hey, Josh. He says, hey, sisters. I know you hate long-ass emails, so from the land of always summer, South Cal- South California, Josh. He trying to say he made a really short email. Oh, but that's real short. Thank you, Josh. But then he turns around and sends us a second email. Uh-huh. That's long as hell. Uh-huh. Josh. Josh. Okay, he from says. Southern Cali. He says, hey, sisters, Josh mm-hmm. here, and Phil... Uh, and feel free to use a full Joshua, Sister J, if I go too far. It's how my mom lets me know. <laughs> First, <laughs> Oh, yeah. We know all about that. When you in trouble, they use your whole name. name. First off, I would like to say I love your podcast. Thank you. Joseph, you know the one with the long-ass voicemails. Yeah. Told me about it a little over a year ago, and I have been with you through The Walking Dead, True Blood, and my favorite Game of Thrones since. Oh, cool. Awesome. You know Joseph. Great, Josh. You are always there with great insights and laughs, and so I decided to finally join in on the conversation. Cool. First, there are some things about the first episode I would like to quickly chime in on. Okay. I didn't really think much about Cersei's line about her symptoms and still I, until I listened to your podcast. Then I thought, maybe she's talking about her menstruation. Mm-hmm. Like she needed to get rid of it so she wouldn't be able to have babies. Yep. Because then she could go to Papa Lannister and say, OMG, Dad, my flower has done gone and wilted. it. <laughs> I'm like a bowl of potpourri down there. Oh, oh, you know what? That's good. That is good. All shucks. So no babies for my hoo-ha. Oh, well. I guess no beard marriage for me. I am so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, she seemed pretty adamant about not getting married. So why not go that far? You know what? And I didn't even think about that until other people mentioned it. So I think I y'all right. I didn't think nothing about pregnancy at all until y'all yeah. mentioned it. I but was thinking disease. I think y'all right, though. Yeah. I think she got spayed. And then, at the end of the episode, during the fight involving Arya and the Hound, when the Hound had the knife in one hand and the guy's head in the other, I started yelling, he's going to joker him! He's going to joker him! (laughs) 
And then squish, squish, he did. So mm. brutal. Mm. All that was missing was for him to say, want to see me make this dagger disappear? <clears throat> okay, so now this episode. Wow, it was so good. I loved it. And it actually felt a bit bad for Theon. Oh, wait, no. Reek now. <laughs> he is just broken. He is no longer himself. Mm. But then again, he wasn't someone I liked before. There you go. Maybe Reek will grow on me. Mm-mm. And the stuff with Bran was awesome. I am so happy there is more magic or mystical things coming in this, into the story. Yeah. I think it is the old gods or the children of the forest he is communicating with. And I can't wait to see where his story is heading. So, the wedding. Wow. <clears throat> My friend and I both agreed that purple was a good color for Joffrey. Yeah. And the streaks and speckling of red. High fashion. <clears throat> I'm sure we'll see it on the runways of Milan soon. <laughs> now, my theory as to who done it. My friend and I both came up with this together. We were thinking it was Tywin. Good old cuddly Papa Lannister. Huh. He seems to, he's like a person now. Huh. He seems to be the, the one who gets the most from Joffrey's dry land drowning. With Tommen a, a ways away till he is of age, the hand gets to become protector of the realm. And unlike with Ned, no one will dare dispute him. He will essentially be king for years to come. And mm-hmm. the marriage was never consummated, so Marjorie shouldn't be much trouble. Mm-hmm. I hope to get the answer soon as to how right I am or wrong. This is going to be an amazing season. Huh. That's an so, idea. I guess if the king dies. See, I just assumed the, she would ha- have to marry his brother. But then who would who would lead because the brother's young. Well, he, young. well he would with Tywin telling yeah. him what to do. But maybe Tywin said, forget all that, I'll just rule. I mean, that's a thought. That is a thought. That is a thought. Hmm. Um, now I am wondering how long till Balon Greyjoy gets the axe. I mean, Rob, then Joffrey, met their ends, and they were each named by Stannis with the king's blood leeches. Mm-hmm. Balon is the last name left. Oh, that's right. That, that is, is the right. Blood the blood leeches. leeches. Remember that? Yes. You know what? That is a good point. I forgot point. about that. I did too. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope this wasn't too. You know what? That reminds me. He didn't see Gendry at all. But no. he's, he's probably still at Dragonstone. He's somewhere. in the dungeon. Oh, that's right. He, he was, was in the dungeon. In the dungeon. Yeah, because yeah, Davos was down there talking to him. Remember? But they were going to kill him. And then I thought they said they weren't. They were going to let him live because they might need him or something. He's in the dungeon. Um. Well, I hope this wasn't too long an email. I mean, my first was so short. I think I should be given a break if it was. From the land of always summer, South Southern California. But seriously, we had no winter this year while the rest of the country froze. Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. And it wasn't too long. It wasn't I mean, that bad. It was, a, it was a teensy bit long ass, but it wasn't too long at all. And you had some good points, though. Yes. You had some good points. Yes. So, and huh. yeah, I bet South California right now is not. I know. But it was nice in Dallas today, too. It was 80s. So, it, yeah. it was nice. You have some good ideas. We're going to have to yeah, see Yeah, Josh, actually... that's some good ideas. I'm going to have to think about the Tywin connection, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's intriguing. Yep. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. I didn't either. Okay. Very good, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Our next feedback is from Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. Thought I'd send an audio file and give Sister Kay a break this week. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about not getting my tagline in last week, but I had two exams and seriously forgot. Uh-oh. After listening last to last week's podcast and Sister Kay shaming folks, 
I figured I needed to step my game up and get my feedback and tagline in. Hope the audio file works. Jazzy. Okay, Okay, so let's play that in her tagline now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Jazzy from Ohio. Um, I'm going to... This is my first time doing an audio file, like, and sending it in. So, like, please bear with me. I hope I don't ramble too much and everything. Um, but starting off with the opening scene, it was really disturbing. Uh, Ramsey is a complete psycho, and he has a little psycho to egg him on, that little girl that was with him. Um, even though I do think Theon, a.k.a. Reek, deserves to suffer, I think he's kind of done enough. I mean, he lost his Franks and Beans, and I hope his sister gets to him sometime soon, because, like, he's completely terrified. I was screaming at the TV for him to uh, just slit Ramsey's throat when he was shaving him. I was kind of hoping that that would happen. Got like flashbacks of the color purple and Miss Silly and Mister. And I was just kind of hoping that he wouldn't like divulge too much information. And kind of pissed me off that he gave up that he didn't kill Bran and Rickon. So like now Ramsey and his men are on their way to Castle Black to go find him. And I kind of hope they get ate up by the cannibals. Like, I think that they might have bit off more than they could chew. They're going to probably run into the cannibals and the wildlings. And hopefully they all die. That'll make me happy. Uh, The Roose Bolton dude, like, I know that he, like, betrayed the Starks. And I hope that he kind of gets what he deserves. Like, that wife that he has is, like, just the beginning. Like, I hope that somebody kills him and puts his head on a pike or something sometime soon. I think it was just really awful of the way that he betrayed them. It was just like up close and personal and just deserves to die. Um, I love seeing um, the new storyline kind of like with Braun teaching Jamie how to fight with his left hand. Kind of hope they go into that a little bit more because I would like to see like their rapport, like a little bit back and forth between them two. Like it was interesting. And I wonder if Jamie will, like, come to see that Tyrion is the only family that he really has that actually cares about him. Like, especially after the last episode and him, like, being the only one in this episode that kind of believes in him. That, like, he could get his fighting skills back and kind of gives him something to, like, someone to kind of help him. Like, I think that he's the only one that's even pulling for him, at least. Um, I'm kind of confused where they're going with Bran's storyline. I'm not sure what's exactly north, but it's just a little odd, that whole little scene, like, that flashed and told him to go north. Like, I'm not sure what they're going towards, but I guess that's something we'll have to find out. Uh, Stannis, like, that completely was a throwaway scene besides him and his crazy-ass wife. It just showed exactly how nuts she is, like, burning up family members and stuff. And basically, like, I think that she was even trying to, like, go the route of trying to burn up her own child or something. Just, like, a horrible mother, horrible wife. I'd cheat on her, too, if I was him. Like, but maybe not with the red woman because she's a little nutty, too. Uh Last but not least, Joffrey's crazy ass is finally dead. I'm so happy. Like, I was, like, yelling at the TV, like, kill that bitch. I know it was, like, it's horrible to, like, want 
somebody to kill a child because he still is like a kid, but he deserves it. Like he kind of just showed all of his true colors, like at the um, rehearsal dinner, I guess. And even like at the ceremony, just like showing what a huge asshole he is and how cruel he is. The show that he put on with the little people, like it was just so insensitive to so many people that were there. And it just like kind of rubbed everybody the wrong way. I don't think anybody like in the audience or the crowd, they were all just like clapping just because like he's the king. Like none of them really thought that it was something that like should anybody should have done. Like it was distasteful. And noticed that nobody really rushed to kind of help him, like, when he fell over. Like, if you really, if your people really loved you, like, they'd be all upset that you're dead. And they were just all looking, looking on, like, okay, well, he's dead. He's gone. But um, the only people that kind of rushed to his side were his parents. And only ones that were really upset. Even his grandfather didn't look that upset. He just kind of looked pissed off. But I'm wondering, like, who really poisoned him? And, like, how he was really poisoned. Because I know that they focused more on the wine. But, like, the wine, like, he kicked the cup over towards Sansa. When he was trying to get Tyrion to be his cupbearer. Sansa picked it up. And then he poured, Tyrion poured the wine from um, the container that was sitting in front of his grandfather and Cersei. And then, like, when he had him go get it again, it was sitting in front of Lady Olena. But I noticed that Lady Olena like went over and t spoke with Sansa. Maybe she slipped or something. Or um, maybe she did it herself because it was sitting in front of her. Or maybe it was a cake. Like, and pr could be Prince Oberon, like, tip somebody off to, like, um, poison the cake. Because I noticed that Joffrey was the only one eating it. Like, I looked around, like, and I kept fast-forwarding back, and, like, I didn't see anybody else. Like, they were, like, kind of toying with it, just, like, kind of watching all Joffrey's shenanigans and, like, being crazy with his uncle. But nobody else was really eating cake. So, it's just kind of interesting. It'd be interesting to see, like, exactly uh, when it comes out, like, who did it. Like, because I know it wasn't Tyrion. Like, no matter how much he actually wants to. Like, I wanted to kill him. Like, I wanted to reach in the TV and grab him by the throat and choke him to death. But, that's just me. But, looking forward to the podcast and um, looking forward to next episode. And, thanks ladies. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey sisters, it's Jazzy from Ohio. And the night is dark and full of tears. Oh, thank you, Jazzy, for that voicemail and your tagline. Thank you, Jazzy. That's great. You talk so soft. I know. She whiz. She ran through. <coughs> you ran through everybody. It um, was kind of long as Jazzy. A little bit long as Jazzy, but, you know, we, we'll take it. But you are right, though. There are at least three or four people just sitting at the immediate uh, king's table that could have killed him. There's, Let alone some people out in the audience yeah, who could have done it. Yeah, yeah. See, so, wow. We just don't know. There's no <laughs> talent. We just don't know how they're going to go with right. it. you are right. I don't know that we we kind of glossed over it a little bit, but nobody what? really jumped up right away to help him. I think it's because the people were in shock. Yeah, Because Lady probably. Atlanta was the one that jumped up and said, well, somebody help, help the boy. Help your king. Help your king. Yeah. yeah. But that could have been deflecting if she's the one who Well, did. I think it was deflection. <laughs>
myself yeah. because I think she the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy. Okay, our next email is from. Oh shit, this is long. Miss FDM. Who's FDM? Hey, Sister J and K. It's Miss FDM here, and I haven't written in for about a year, but have been a faithful listener since your initial True Blood podcast. Okay, cool. Anywho, I'm gonna get started because this is gonna be a long ass email. Yeah, sorry, we see but that not it's long ass. It's long ass. Sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, we know you ain't. Woo! <laughs> okay, y'all. Number one. I like that the show opened with a friendly reminder of just how crazy Ramsey's ass is by hunting that poor blonde girl all because the brunette was jelly, jealous, all while poor toeless, dickless Reek Theon trailed behind. Yeah. I like Theon, wish that they would just put Theon out of his misery already. Yeah. Theon is so broken, but Ramsey shouldn't just, shouldn't get so cocky <coughs> as to think that his Reek wouldn't betray him <coughs> since he flayed him. You yep. just created someone with nothing to lose, and those mofos are the most dangerous. Oh, Theon gonna get him before he go, though. Somebody gonna get him. Yeah. <laughs> and if you thought Daddy Tywin was a bad father, how do you feel about smooth-voiced, evil-ass Roose Bolton? I know it. Ramsey was all like, welcome home, Daddy and new mother. And Roose just gave him a side-eye and a, hey, Walter, this is my bastard. Why don't you go get cleaned up for dinner? Sidebar. Walda might be the second Frey who doesn't look completely toe down. She may be fluffy, but at least she was cute, which is saying a lot for a Frey. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't bad looking at no, all. Oh, yeah, that's true. I may get all kind of hate for this, but I, but, I slick, but I slick like Lord Bolton. He is about his business and very calculated about what he does and who he attaches himself to. If you notice during his conversation with Lord Frey after the Red Wedding... He wasn't all giddy like Frey, who thought it was all good since he killed Rob and now has Tywin's support. Right. Roos, on the other hand, seemed to understand that by killing the Starks would open up a whole new can of worms and that all the repercussions of the act would fall on him. Yeah. Yeah, because he's from the North. Yeah. Roos seemed to understand that while Tywin backed him, there is no concrete proof that actually attaches House Lannister to the, wed, the Red Wedding. Exactly. The popular tale around Westeros is that Rob's own bannerman turned on him without any other explanations. Yep. I feel like it's about to get real in, nor- in the North because House Stark was not the only one betrayed and not every Northern house attended slash got murdered in the, at the Red Wedding. Exactly. It actually seems like Ned and then Rob were the only ones able to keep the North house from crossing into the barbaric territory. But they dead now, so it's about to go down. <laughs> That's a that's good a point. Good, yes, that's a good That's a very point, good point. FDM. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Number two, it was great to see Bran, Hodor, and the family read. My friend asked me what exactly did Bran see during the vision from the Weirwood tree, to which I responded, hell, what didn't he see? Yep. The littlest warg literally, literally saw everything, and I'm both excited and confused. I love seeing Summer, as he may be the only dire wolf we see in a while, as two are dead. Arya's got sent away, and Ghost got Ghost. Dire, world, dire Wolves over Dragons. Mm-hmm. Number, I still like seeing them dragons. I, I like the dragons too, but I love them Dire Wolves. Yeah. Uh, three, Stannis looks like he has had it with everything and everybody. While Shireen, well, we've had it with him too. He need to do something. While Shireen is on to that red bitch's BS. I don't know how Team Dragonstone are going to win the throne, especially after burning up their supporters and family members. Thank you. They're not. Thanks. Number four, 
I, for one, would take sword lessons from our favorite sellsword, Braun. He was not here for Jamie's pity party and offered him sound advice like, the best time to attack a man is when he's not looking. Absolutely. And there is no point in talking about your right hand unless you plan on growing another one. <laughs> I know. Uh, that was good. Number five. <laughs> I'm glad Shay is gone. The hoe knew she couldn't be a housewife. Thank you. And her feelings were boring me. I bet her silly ass is still hanging around, though. She is not going to be satisfied until Tywin yokes her up like, looks, yokes her up while Tyrion looks on. Probably true. Probably true. Number six. I was glad to see my favorite eunuch, Varys. His expressions the whole episode sums up the general vibe at the reception. Yep. You know the, they don't pay me enough for this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the oh so popular, if one of these motherfuckers hit me, hit me with another piece of fruit, I swear. <laughs> he was a thousand percent done with this wedding before it even started. Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> Number seven. Finally, the main event. Joffrey's Groomzilla Extravaganza. Joff was in rare form from the rehearsal brunch to his grisly death. Everybody at this shindig was turned up and full of shade. Granny Elena made Daddy Tywin smile for the third time in his life. <laughs> Tommen got recasted. Cersei's drunk ass needed to sit down somewhere and let the peasants eat. Marjorie is a master diffuser, and perhaps Meister Pycelle is actually off to locate some aloe for that burn Loris gave Jamie. <laughs> I had to give Loris a Z-snap for that comeback. <laughs> These Lannisters going to learn that you can't come for everybody, and Jamie deserved every bit of that dig. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Speaking of Lannisters getting the business, Oberyn and Ilaria are not here for their prejudice-slash-racist bullshit, and kindly reminded them that they have Marcella, who is probably quietly thanking the seven... Thanking the seven, she is away from all of her family drama. It could be. And in a place where women have some form of rights. Mm-hmm. Cersei has got to feel some type of way because Jamie has a real friend and confidant who happens to love him in Brienne. Mm-hmm. Brienne is also a lord's daughter, so she's got a pedigree to be a future lady of Casterly Rock. Jamie should just cut his losses and take Tywin up on his offer because his family ain't shit and King's Landing is a mess. And take your little brother and sister-in-law with you. <laughs> <laughs> we know this ain't going to happen, but hey, it's a sound suggestion. Mm. Speaking of little brother Tyrion, he and the missus handled this humiliating affair with dignity. It's a damn shame that Joffrey would basically spend his whole reception on demeaning his family. I mean, fool you one. Claim your tits. It starts mm-hmm. with him chopping up Tyrion's gift with, with um, Ice Point 2. Word on the street is that the book was hella rare with only four copies in existence. Mm. Then all those digs about Ned and Rob to that ridiculous dwarf fight that made everyone uncomfortable. Mm. Throwing money at the band to stop playing and pelting the fool with fruit. It was time for this second to go. I know. That was so rude. Yeah, it was just not necessary. That was just so rude. I mean, didn't nobody but his aunt mama and uncle daddy move to help his ass when he choked to death. Mm. I bet Cersei wishes that she didn't send the one person who could have actually helped Joffrey off to feed the dogs. Ding dong, that bitch is dead. Cues Pharrell's happy. <laughs> along with Robert. <laughs> Jack Gleason, bravo. Boy, you acted your ass off. I have never seen so many root for the death of a fictional child with no redeeming qualities. And for all the fools saying that Joffrey's death wasn't long enough, I say that his death took three seasons too long and, <laughs> and rejoice in gift that is not getting upset for all these fictional people's lives that he destroyed. Yep. 
Whew, that was so long. Sorry, but not sorry. I had a lot of stuff on my mind. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to hear from you again. Close your blinds and remember if one of the great lords of Westeros invites you to a wedding, send a gift or just attend the ceremony. Skip the reception. Talk to you guys soon, Miss <laughs> FDM. Thank you, Miss FDM, for that FDM. long effing email. But that was some good comments, though. Whew. That was some very good comments. That was long. Take a ah. drink, Sister K. I know. And you know what? That might be why Prince Oberyn's brother didn't go. He said, Look, Yeah. Y'all ain't getting me caught with no wedding. No wedding. Shit. <laughs> Thank you. I'll send my little brother who's all so crazy. Mm-hmm. And he want to get y'all anyway. He's going to fight anyhow. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Hope y'all are doing well. Hope the rest of the Sister Speak family is doing well. Officially, spring is here on the East Coast, but winter came back. The Starks <laughs> ain't never lied. <laughs> I had to get my winter coat back out. Uh-oh. Damn. Oh, on to my feedback. Take a couple sips, Sister K, because you know this is going to be a long one. Oh, Lord, oh, Jolita. Sorry, Sister J. This is definitely going to be a long-ass email. Okay, come on. You really got to excuse folks on this one because we're all so freaking happy. I know. How big were your smiles after that episode? Best ending ever. Yep. But let's get the small stuff out of the way. I'm going to break it down by location character. Dreadford, or whatever the hell that place is with the crazy-ass Ramsey and his crazy... <laughs> oh, so they're at Dreadford. Okay. okay. And his crazy-ass girlfriend. First of all, damn, they're up there hunting people. Yeah. That's just so wrong. It's wrong. And letting the dogs uh, tear her apart. But that fool is crazy. His daddy knows he's cray-cray, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He see? does. He, he does. He knows it. He wasn't happy about the new Theon. I mean, Reek. He's not worth anything now, except for info. Jeez, his dad is an evil SLB too. Just not crazy. I hope they don't find Rick and her brand. Did Osha take Rick on to Castle Black? I think that's so. Yeah, that's, that's where she was supposed to go because that's what the Meister told her to do. John ain't about to let them hurt his little brother, if so. Mm-hmm. But they sure ain't going to find Bran. He's in another world, literally. But I think that's where Bran's going to. I think, yeah, to Castle Black. Castle yeah. Black. Yeah. Bran Hodor the Reeds. Bran has got some seriously woo-woo powers going on there. <laughs> Hope he doesn't get too lost in Summer's mind. But what about his visions from that tree? Yeah. Looks like he saw the past and the future and part of Danny's vision at that. Huh. Yep. What do you suppose it means? But how cool was it seeing that big-ass dragon flying over King's Landing? Yeah. Can't wait to see that come to pass. I know. I like that. Mm-hmm. Dra- Dragonstone Stannis and his crazy-ass wife. Okay, there are a lot of people on this show who are seriously cray-cray. Yes! Stannis' wife is one of them. How the hell are you going to let them burn your brother? Her own brother. Oh, hell no. And then be like, it's time to beat the little girl? Hell no. (laughs) At least Stannis put the brakes on that. Mm -hmm. You ain't touching his baby, girl. Mm -hmm. But then they got the nerve to send Melisandre, a.k.a. the smoke baby mama, to talk to his actual child. But that's because they are two thrones. Well, Sir Davos needs to grab Shireen and get up the hell up out of there. I know. Because they burning people at the stake. They ain't got no food and they burning people. Mm-hmm. At least they didn't eat her brother. Mm. Go ahead. What were you going to say about... That we know of. <laughs> I don't think that but, is. Um, I was going to say, but Stannis is, is going along with Melisandre because he's believing her visions. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the only reason he is still going along with her and hasn't outright killed her or something. Yeah. Because she's killing up everybody else. Mm-hmm. But she get too crazy. You know what? Uh, Davos might. I mean, he might just snatch up the little girl and leave. He needs to snatch her and get on a boat and just row and out go. there and find his And pirate. go find that little black pirate friend Thank of you. his. Yeah. Pi- Salador son mm-hmm. and take him back to somewhere. Uh, now on to the best. King's Landing. Jamie, Tyrion, and Bronn. I love when Tyrion and Jamie get to spend time together. Yeah. Because that's the one Lannister we know actually genuinely cares for Tyrion and vice versa. Yeah. But that family is still so dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. Mm-hmm. Tyrion shouldn't put him and Jamie down like that. But he definitely nails Cersei. Laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. And I love Bronn teaching Jamie because Bronn is too cool. He is. Tyrion Shay. Shay is a dumb hoe. <laughs> <laughs> That man was setting you up for life. He's trying to take care of you and you, and she don't take it. Yeah. Shaking my head. I think it's safe to say that even if Shay is on that ship, Tywin will have someone pull her stupid ass off there and have her tortured or something. Well, believe me, they yeah. done pulled her ass off that boat. Something. Yep. The pre-wedding feast was a mess. Now we know what happened with the other sword, though. Yep. Tywin gave it to Joffrey as a wedding gift. And he used it to chop up a book from Tyrion. Yeah. Ungrateful little shit. I know. But did y'all notice when he was asking for names for the sword, someone yelled out Terminus? Yes! <laughs> yes! Apparently someone knows about those cannibals in the north and in Georgia at the train station. Yeah. Laugh out loud. Yeah. The actual wedding was quick, and it had one of those awkward first kiss moments. Yep. Now on to the worst and best wedding reception ever. There were so many great scenes from that reception, I don't even know what to say. Love any scenes with Tywin and Lady Elena reacting, interacting. Yeah. Love it. And did, you, and did you see her shush her son? Like, sit down, boy. Can't you see grown folks is talking? Yes. Oberlin, Oberlin Martell is everything. From the hilarious hello exchange that wasn't actually hello from Tyrion, to his former Queen Regent line to Cersei, to basically calling Tywin out on his bullshit. Love it. And still manages to, to I fuck Loras. Love him. <laughs> I know. He sure did. I know it. Brienne looks so cute in her dress outfit. She did. I'm glad Marjorie was nice to her. Me too. Of course, Joffrey couldn't be bothered. But unfortunately, Cersei was in her sight. Mm. Has her in her sights. Brienne is not equipped for the politics of King's Landing. Mm-mm. Poor thing. She's too honest. And Cersei called her out on her feelings for Jamie. Hmm. Run, Brienne, before Cersei has someone make you disappear. Yeah. Uh, well, it'll take some doing to get her to disappear, but mm, still. Yeah, but Cersei mean, though. Cersei so she is mean, mean like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love the exchange between Loras and Jamie. Neither of neither one of them will be marrying Cersei. No. Now, on to Joffrey's idea of wedding reception entertainment. Even the band couldn't muster up enthusiasm for the reigns of Castamere. <laughs> Note to self, if that song starts playing at a wedding, get out. Get, I know it. Get out now. But the poor little people and that BS Joffrey had them doing. Mm. The only ones amused were him, his mama, and his little brother. Yeah. He managed to offend everybody. Damn. His new wife was not amused. She kept trying to get him to move on to another topic, but he was in the zone. Mm, mm, and mm. then the scenes with him and my Tyrion. He takes great delight in tormenting him and Sansa. Yeah. They definitely bonded over their mutual disdain of Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Tyrion is the better man than him in every way. So of course, when he is so cleverly put down by his uncle, he has to back, he has to go back to his usual bully behavior by exactly. pouring wine on his head and making him hunt the, for the cup. Now onto the best scenes ever: 
Marjorie is feeding him pie, and it's dry. So he makes Tyrion give him more wine. He takes a sip and starts choking and vomiting and turning purple. And then dying in his mother's arms. Ding dong, the king is dead. Pop the champagne. If only it had been longer. He needed to suffer more. But at least it was painful. And the only people who really went to help him were his mommy and daddy. Nobody else did a thing. Because they were probably all doing a happy dance inside. Laugh out loud. But my poor Tyrion. As much as he despised his nephew, he would, he would have never actually killed him. See, I don't think so either. Yeah, maybe not. Oh, he would want to, but he would never would have. But of course Cersei blames him. Damn. I know he's innocent, but who do you think did it? And what was the source of the poison? The pie or the wine? Personally, I think it was the pie because he was the only one eating it. Well, As for who, absolutely no clue. Hmm. The Martells? Maybe. I doubt it was Marjorie because she's not queen if the marriage isn't consummated. Could it have been Sansa? Or that knight who hustled her out of there? Huh. Whoever did it deserves all the awards and a big shiny medal. Do you think Tywin did it since Joffrey was such an idiot? Mm-hmm. I uh, don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Okay, that's it for this long-ass email. Sorry, but it couldn't be helped, Sister J. Ha, ha, ha! Get that sorry, Jelita! Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Not really, but it's not one of my emails without a P.S. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Thank Woo! you! Thank you, Shalita! Ooh, Sister K <laughs> is dry, y'all. Okay, Thank you, Shalita, for that email. Thank you, Shalita, long as long as email. And you know, I mean, I think we've all kind of, kind of been through that. There's so many suspects that could have been the person. See, I mean, we can narrow it down once we find out was it the pie or was it the wine? Yeah, was it the cup or was it the pie? If it was the pie, there's no telling because that shit came from the back. So I feel like it came from the cookers, and so that means somebody had to give money or something to influence them Mm -hmm. in order to to serve it. So, Hmm. well, thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita, for that long ass email. (laughs) Okay, our next email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, Sister J and Sister K. Damn, Game of Thrones has been bringing it so far this season. They have. I can't believe they killed Joffrey off in episode two. That was awesome. I feel lucky that I haven't been spoiled so far. Yep. It's been great having the red and now purple weddings come as a surprise. Mm-hmm. I know. I haven't been spoiled either. But I know. Probably because I avoid all the stories and yeah. articles and everything. Yeah. Just a few thoughts for this week. Do you think Shay is really gone? Nope. There's something that seemed too easy about the whole thing. I don't trust that Tywin wouldn't send his own boat to get her and teach Tyrion a lesson. Even though she's never been my favorite character, I've always worried for her because nobody's safe when you have a target on your back from Tywin and Cersei. I really like the relationship that's developing between Tyrion and Sansa. Sure hope that isn't going to going to crap now that it appears Tyrion will be spending mm. some quality time in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Joffrey's death is such a game changer. Who do you think will try for power now? I'm sure the Lannisters will continue their stronghold on King's Landing. Oh, yeah. But with only one, sort of, heir left, what are they to do? Probably not what they should be, stocking up for winter and preparing for the Walkers, who no one seems concerned about. I know. Well, that's because they don't believe in it. Yeah. Guess since they move so slow, the Southerners think they got some time. I know I'd be getting me some Dragonstone and closing my curtains. Take care, sisters. Stephanie from Oregon. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah, close your curtains, girl. Close the curtains, get some dragons. 
get the heck out. Yeah, I think I think Terry uh, 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 Tywin is going to move swiftly to exert his power yeah, as I as think. the hand of of the king. I think so too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think so because, too. Yeah. Because he let Joffrey do basically what Joffrey wanted to do, but not just everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and Joffrey kind of knew that. So. Yeah, I think uh, Tywin is not going to waste no time trying to set some more shit up. Yeah. Thank you, Stephanie, from Oregon. Yes. Okay, our next email is from Monique. Hey, Monique. Hey, sisters and the Sister Speak family. All I can say is, wow, what an episode. Now, let me fall back a little bit. Just in case you don't recall, I followed you over from The Walking Dead. I watched every episode and listened to every podcast you ladies did and finally was up to date by the time the season four, episode two came on. Cool. There are are so many characters and places and just so many things to remember, but it's all good because I have the sisters and the sisters speak family to clear up any questions or misgivings I may have. What more can I ask for? That's right. One thing I can say is I guess I'm too soft-hearted because I do feel sorry for Theon Greyjoy. (laughs) All he wanted was his father's love and respect. He was trying to prove himself to his father, but went about it the wrong way. The beginning of the episode proves just how sinister Ramsay Snow really is. Oh, yeah. Theon Reek is visibly broken. Moving on, I thought Jamie would have turned to Brienne to ask for sword training, but I guess a man's pride wouldn't allow that. Yeah, Yeah, he's too prideful for that. Stannis needs to keep Melisandre away from his daughter before she turns her into the next sacrifice. But who knows with the promise of being king being dangled over his head, maybe he'll exactly. feel that's a small price for him to pay. See. I hope not. That's the thing. See, she's got him believing that he's gonna be king. king. Yep. And that's not gonna happen. Kind of, yeah. No. He's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Shay is driving me crazy. She doesn't know what she's dealing with, and as far and as for her getting on the boat, that all seemed to have gone a bit too well. I don't think she left. I know that's what people are saying. Yeah. Now, let's talk about this wedding and Marjorie's classy hairdo. Who the hell or what the hell was that? That hair was a hot mess.com. Oh, I thought it was nice. I liked it. I liked all the curls piled up. Cersei didn't know she was going to meet her match in her conversation with Oberyn, who, by the way, seems to be very enamored when it comes to seeing flexible women. He, yes, he, he read Cersei. Joffrey is such an ass. He knows just how to work Tyrion's nerves. His bastard ass was making me so mad. <laughs> yeah. And then it happened, and I didn't even know what was happening. I didn't get it, or maybe I couldn't wrap my mind around it. Joffrey is choking to death? No. Someone quick, give me some, or someone quick, get some milk of the poppy. Oh, no, it's too late. He's gone. Oh, I know. When that started happening, I'm like, oh, he's choking. Okay. <laughs> he's not going to die. But they really did mm-hmm. kill him. Although we all hated him, this character will be missed. He's the character you love to hate. Farewell, Joffrey Baratheon, and touche to, Gla- to Jack Gleason for such a young man. Your acting was superb. I know. Yes, it was very good. Uh, try not to uh, try not to make it too too long as so. Until the next time, ladies. Thanks for keeping me laughing and entertaining us all. And um, she says, "P.S. Stephanie received her shirt and loves it. Go, oh, she ordered a shirt for her oh, daughter. Yeah. Uh, when school is over and she comes home, I'll post a pic. Take care, Monique." From East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, thank you, Monique, for thank that you, Monique. wonderful email. We appreciate it. Thank you, Monique. 
It was long as though. That was long. <laughs> but it was good. It was a good one though. Yeah. You had mm-hmm. some good comments on there. Touche, Jack Leeson. Okay, our next email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Um, hey, sisters and sisters big family. I wanted to let you know that I got my sisters big t-shirt and we'll post this picture soon. Oh, we just talked Yay! to you last week. It's still a little chilly here in the Northeast, so I'm just waiting for a sunny day to proudly show off my sisters big gear. Yep. Okay, now on to Den Thrones. All right. Before I get to the piece, the resistance, can we talk about Celise talking about Shireen eating the rod? I know it. The hell? I was happy when Stannis put her in check. Yeah. My favorite part of that scene was Melisandre's face when it was suggested she go talk to Shireen. Yeah. She looked off to the side like, oh, shit. Shit. I know it. She did, though. <laughs> she did. I may have had a little taste of Stannis, but that doesn't make us sister wives. Mm-hmm. I think I'm starting to like Melisandre as this story continues. Um, she is becoming no. more flawed and human. I'm liking it. Mm. All right, let's get to it. Well, I did like that she didn't hurt Shireen. Well, yeah, but, I mean, she ain't totally crazy. Okay, um, all right, let's get into it. I know we all wanted Yern pray to the old gods and the new, and some <laughs> to the Lord of the Light for this to happen. Yes. But I didn't expect it to happen so soon. Yes. I'm going to miss Jack Leeson because at such a young age, he delivered one of the worst villains in television history, and I know we all love to hate him. Yep. I've always had this theory that the Tyrells would be the ones to kill Joffrey after he and Marjorie had an heir. But now I'm not so sure. In rewatching the episode, Lady Elena may, even makes a comment about murdering someone at a wedding being in poor taste. Yeah. But that could have just been a farce to make them look innocent. Uh-huh. Before Joffrey took his sips of death, he gave his cup to Marjorie, who then put the cup on the table where all of the Tyrells were sitting. Yeah. Once everyone's attention was on the pie slicing, one of the Tyrells had time to put something in his cup. Yep. People, this is exactly why you shouldn't leave your cup unattended at a party. Ain't that the truth? That's, no, that's true. The moment between Loras and Oberyn, I originally took as a casual flirting glance. But that could have been a nod and smirk of confirmation that everything was in place. Oh. The poison had been acquired and they had someone to get Sansa out. We know Oberyn's feelings about innocent girls getting killed because of their husband's actions. You know what? Ooh. Oh, that, that's good. What? Stephanie? That is, but you know what? Stephanie, I didn't even think Stephanie, about that. Stephanie, I didn't think of that either, but that's a good theory. She says, um... Wow. The only thing that messes this up is that with this plan, the Tyrells would lose control of the throne, which brings me to my ultimate theory. Okay. I think Tywin had Joffrey killed. She's a second person. Third person. Third. Third person. The boy king was becoming more of a nuisance and would only become less controllable as he got older. By getting rid of Joffrey, Tywin won't have to deal with his disobedience anymore and can avoid any irrational decisions he may make, a la Ned Stark, that could cause another war. Who is next in line? Little Tommen, who isn't ready to take the throne, and who happens to rule the kingdom when the king cannot. The hand of the king. Exactly. One Tywin Lannister. We know Tywin uses his family members as he sees fit in order to gain and maintain power. Joffrey was not an exception. Besides, this isn't his first go at wedding day assassination. Mm -hmm. He got rid of Joffrey and Tyrion with one sip. And oh yeah, he'll be taking back that Valerian steel sword. This season, yes he will. Yes. This season is going to be so good and I can't wait for the next episode. I'm sorry for the long ass email. I didn't mean to drop an essay on you. Stephanie from Pennsylvania. <laughs> thank well, you, thank Stephanie. you, Stephanie. And that wasn't that long. It, it was kind of long. But that, 
That was a good thing. I mean, that was a good line, Stephanie. That's interesting. I, yeah, I, I don't even think of that. I didn't think of Oberyn and Loras, but I don't think that's true. I think they were flirting. Yeah, because I agree. I don't think Loras would want to usurp the throne from his sister. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, I I think they were flirting. But she's the third person who thinks mm-hmm. that Tywin but did it. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I didn't even consider Tywin. I didn't either. But. It it makes sense, mm-hmm. and he was very standoffish. He just kind of stood there the whole time. Yeah, he wasn't even. He didn't rush up there and try to yeah, help. Yeah, he wasn't nothing. even um, making him stop when he was um, bad mouthing Tyrion. No, but that probably goes into allow him to pin it on Tyrion later if he wanted. Yeah. to. Yeah, maybe if that's true. Ooh wee! Dang. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you, Stephanie, and we can't wait to see your shirt. Yeah, thank you, Stephanie. Glad you like your shirt. Okay, our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, lovely sisters and the Sister Speak family. OMG, this was the best freaking episode of Infinite Boops ever. (laughs) It was like boop after boop with those zeros from Lady Elena, Loras, and Oberyn. Mm -hmm. But Joffrey's death was the ultimate boop. Boop, motherfucker. Boop. Motherfucker. <laughs> Other than that little shit Joffrey finally dying, the gloriously undignified death that he total, so totally deserved, yes. the Purple Wedding is reminiscent of so many modern weddings. There's always one family trying to show off their co- conspicuous consumption with expensive shit. There's always some kind of politically incorrect bullshit from some drunk relative. Uh-oh. There's always Olympic level shade thrown. Like, I loved how the camera panned to all the guests during Joffrey's disgusting antics. Yeah. They all looked like they just smelled dog shit. I know! They did! And there's always an inappropriate guest who insists on wearing skanky hoe shit. (laughs) 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 Jackie! Oh, that's funny! You know what, Jackie? You are right, because I was at a wedding where they were going around asking people who were married... Uh, what do you call it? Advice for the new couple. Uh-huh. And this one woman stood up talking about, oh, blowjobs is the key to. But there's Ooh! and everybody was just like stunned because there was kids and shit at the wedding. Lord have mercy. And then of course I started laughing and I could not stop laughing for like twenty minutes because oh, I thought it was hilarious. But I was like, oh my gosh, if I had kids at this wedding, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are little kids anyway. Uh, so yeah, you are right. People, there's always somebody who's always drinking too some much. Inappropriate mm-hmm. person. So she says, uh, "Oh yeah, there's always someone on, uh, who insists on wearing skanky hoe shit." Side note: At one wedding I attended, there was a female guest who wore such ridiculously tight leggings that her wedding favor should have been a speculum and a tube of KY jelly. Ooh! You know, after three hours of the electric slide. That her lady junk was burning worse than Sanus' brother-in-law. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! Poor Tommen is never going to let anyone fetch his drinks from now on. I know. He's going to be like every smart girl in the club, watching her drink like a damn hawk. Mm-hmm. I would be so pissed to be a wedding guest in Westeros. Like, damn, can a bitch get a piece of wedding cake already? <laughs> you know what? I'm still so giddy over, over Joffrey's death and Cersei's comeuppance. That I can't even write about the rest of the episode. <laughs> we all need to pour one out for the true tragedy here. The death of any further scenes of Joffrey getting bitch slapped by Tyrion or Cersei. Yeah. 
As always, thanks again to you ladies and the rest of the family for another awesome episode. Love, Jackie. P.S. Nate says, hey, sisters. As, you want to say it? Hey, Nate. <laughs> as soon as Joffrey gurgled his last death rattle, Nate said, oh, damn. The sisters, podcast, the sisters podcast is going to be 10 hours long. <laughs> hey, yeah. I hope they have a big-ass box of throat drops. <laughs> you about right, Nate. I know, Nate. This shit is getting long, too. It's long. Damn, y'all. Mm. We love it, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Very much. And I did download your book, and I'm just waiting for some free time to start reading, Jackie. Uh-huh. Can't wait. Alrighty. Okay. Our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. This email will be a bit unstructured due to the fact that I didn't think the writers would kill Joffrey off so soon in the season. But oh well. You know, <laughs> you know I'm a book reader, so I knew it was coming. Since many listeners are going to comment on Joffrey's death, I will deal with other issues. Okay. Let's get started. Okay. Sister J. Was Loras eye fucking Oberon or what? Yep. I guess that will be the next orgy. We will see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sister K, I didn't know a woman. Oh, Myron, I'm not reading that. Mm. What did it say? He's talking about women's body parts. But Sarah, he says, I didn't know a woman's, y'all fill in the blank, could be so big. But Sarah said, prove me wrong when she, you know what, blocked Spicel, who just wanted to play doctor with that woman. I guess she felt that if she can't get any sex, nobody should. Lord Myron! Sister J, why did Cersei treat Jamie so cold? I think it's because of the suspicions of their incestuous relationship. She stands much to lose if their relationship is found out. Well, everybody knows anyway. Everybody know. Everybody know. I think she's more um, doing it because she's disgusted by him without his hand now. Well, and I also think it's because... Uh, she probably did get spayed or something that she just hasn't healed yet. Yeah, that could be. You know, and because she's she's gonna she's gonna drop that bomb on Daddy, so she don't have to get married because she ain't having no kids. We'll see what happens we'll now because mm-hmm. if uh, Daddy takes over, she might not need to get married at all. There you go, Sister J, or excuse me, Sister K. Who shot Jr.? Oh, I mean, who poisoned Joffrey? <laughs> I know who did it in the book, but the show might go another way. Yeah, but don't be All telling. I, huh? You said don't be telling no spoilers? Yeah. All I can say is watch the cup. It passed hands a few times. At the end of the day, who cares? Everyone wanted Joffrey to die. Now we want Ramsay to die. Maybe at the hands of Theon. We shall see. Sister J, who is Sir Dantos working for? Lady Elena, Varys, or Littlefinger? Remember yeah. him? Yeah. I think... That's what I think, because he wants Sansa. Ooh. He wants Sansa. He knows Lady Catelyn's dead. He wants Sansa. I didn't even think about Littlefinger. Yeah. So he's not going to marry. Well, he's already married, though. He can't like. Uh, we don't know that. No, no. Sansa is already married, so he Oh, can't... please. That's just a Tyrion. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Sister K, does Cersei need to make friends? She has alienated herself from everyone. Everybody. You think that will come back to bite her in the ass? Yep. Yeah. I think so. Who's in charge? Sister J, who's in charge now that Joffrey is dead? Tommen? Yeah, well. Tywin. Tywin. Really? The hand of the king. 
Because just like when Robert Baratheon uh, was sick and was dying, the hand of the king took over. Yep. Until they maneuvered him out. Yep. Sister Kay, if I had to give advice to Marjorie, I would tell her if she wants to have regular sex, try uh, not to try and marry a king. Really, how many guys can she marry before getting laid? (laughs) First, there was Gay Renly, who died at the hands of the Red Witch, and now Joffrey. Her options are dwindling. Mm-hmm. Sister J, did Prince Oberyn get the best of Tywin and Cersei? He read the both of them swiftly, didn't he? <laughs> he basically said, yeah, bitch, I got your daughter. Your father is a butcher, and I'm holding all the cards. What? Sister K, the most important thing part of the episode was Bran's visions. Those were all flashbacks from season one that kicked off all the drama we had been dealing with all along. He knows how his father died, how he became a cripple, and about the White Walkers. We will see what happens next. Yep. Okay, sisters, enjoy your review. I thought my podcast download was flawed when I saw five hours in your last download. Yeah. I love it, but damn, you got to cut it off somehow. Exactly. Take care, Myron. Thank you, Myron. No, Myron didn't. Well, how are you going to cut it off with your long-ass email, Myron? (laughs) Now, you know. That's like the pot doing what? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. Yeah, we're not going to be able to sustain five hours every week, so no. I don't know how we're going to do, because... We're going to have to work out something. We have to we, work we out. To cut it off. Maybe we'll read, like, two sentences of everybody's feedback or something. Or something. I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. Okay, our next e- uh, feedback looks like a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters and the Sister Speak Game of Thrones family. This is Paris calling in to say, holy shit. They really killed that motherfucker. I know me and my friends were jumping up and down, screaming in joy when Joffrey hit the ground, gasping and choking. What's even funnier is I was watching it with two of my best friends, one of whom had only seen the premiere of this season. His words right before Joffrey went down were, I don't see this guy lasting too much longer. And then, bam. Wow. But of course, his last desperate act would be to point a finger at Tyrion. And, of course, Cersei would jump to his defense and shout that everyone take him. My money's on the Martells or the Tyrells. Either way, that was one of the most satisfying scenes in Game of Thrones history. I think we're coining it the Purple Wedding. Can't wait to hear from everyone. Thank you, Paris, for that very appropriate length voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. <laughs> they killed him. Oh, wait. We spoke too soon. Paris also has an email. Uh oh. Is it long? It's, it's not too bad. Okay. He says, Wow. Hello, sisters. I had to send in a little more. Uh oh. This episode gave me what I've been wanting since the end of season one a dead Joffrey. Yeah. And not a moment too soon. Damn. The Purple Wedding was a travesty, and he paid the iron price for it. <laughs> That's for sure. I didn't think it was possible to singularly hate a character as much as I did in the, in that moment. It showed just how depraved the Lannister family is, namely Tywin and Cersei. I can't imagine that the Stark family would ever put on a spectacle like this, uh, like this one, to humiliate their fallen enemies. I know it. They never. They would. wouldn't. They never the look would. of disgust on the Tyrells and Martells' faces was exactly what I was feeling. Yeah. Then for Joffrey to go so far as to seek to humiliate Tyrion. I was like, this bitch is going to die. I was not expecting the death he got at all. 
or that it was coming so quickly. At first, I was like, no, this can't be. Is this really happening? <laughs> My friend Noel was like, he's been poisoned. We were all three of us suddenly sitting up straight and on the edge of the couch. <laughs> Best death ever. I know. Thank the seven gods, old and new. new. <laughs> now to touch on the Ramses real quick. What in the absolute fuck? Kill one crazy and a bigger one rises in its place. Yeah. I couldn't believe how much he manages to break Theon. He's a shell of his former self. Daddy Bolton referred to him as a creature, and that is definitely what Theon is now in his psychologically tortured state. Yeah. Even worse is that Ramsay has set his sights on Bran and Rickon. I have a new death wish for this bastard. Speaking of Bran, his powers seem to be seem to grow more the more he uses them. He was able to warg into one of the ancient godswood trees his family used to pray to and see visions of the past and future. Yep. Did you catch that flash of a huge dragon shadow flying over King's Landing? Yeah. Awesomeness. I cannot wait. Paris. Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris, for, for that, that email. email. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the um, when Bran was having his visions, in my opinion... The, the watching the, the shadow of a dragon flying over uh, King's Landing, that wasn't the best part of the vision to me. I thought it was awesome when he saw when he saw a person standing out in the cold and it's snowing and, and, and the voices saying, look for me in the north. Well, that was that, you know, that thing that was, that was that first White Walker mm -hmm. that they killed in season one, the first episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was it, yeah. And the Iron Throne was the exact same vision that Daenerys had. Daenerys had. Mm -hmm. I mean, exactly. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that the the throne room or whatever had been burned out. So well, I didn't know that, but I know yeah, yeah, yeah. snow and stuff. So. There was there was no wall around or nothing, and all the bricks were charred and burnt. Well, I didn't. I I don't think it was burnt. Well, yeah, but. it was burned out, just like Danny's vision. Well, it was anyway. good. It was really Thank you, good. Paris. Thank you, Paris. Okay, our next email is from Marcus. Hey, Marcus. Uh, what's up, lovely sisters? It feels so good to have y'all back. Yay. I was AWOL during Walking Dead. I noticed. <laughs> because I'm busting my tail trying to graduate on time. Oh. And Cable had to go. Out, had to go. Yeah. But I refuse to miss them thrones. <laughs> time Warner is a pimp like none other. Oh, yeah, it is. Anyway, one remark about Walking Dead and a medium to long ass email about Game of Thrones. Sorry, okay. Sister J. She knows I'm not really sorry. Yeah, I know. Okay, with Walking Dead, I have one comment. Uh, Sister J talk, talking, talking about Daryl peeing on that girl almost made me drop the weights I was lifting. Laugh out loud. <laughs> but I was surprised at how much better this season was. That was nasty. <laughs> you ain't never living that shit down. <laughs> Ain't nobody was even thinking about all that and you said that shit. Wait a minute. I didn't say. Yes, you did. You you say this every time it comes up. You said he wanted to pee on her. I didn't say he wanted yes, to. Yes, you did. I said he should have peed on no, her. No, you said he probably wanted to pee on her. <laughs> anyway, he says, um, that was a <laughs> If y'all don't know, y'all need to go listen to the, game, uh, the Walking Dead podcast. I don't even remember what number it was, but it was funny. Uh, uh, he says, I was surprised at how much better this season was. The reason why Daryl is so cranky is because he ain't had none in two years. I know. Tyrese, too. That show is so unrealistic in that sense. I know. What do you mean? 
Who's going to be fucking in the zombie apocalypse? Because that, that's what people do. Although when you have an opportunity like Karen and Tyrese, I'm like, why are you waiting? But I mean, who who else is going to well, be screwing <laughs> and having sex unless you're married or coupled up or something? Governor Sheldon did. Oh yeah, the governor did. Mandrated. And I'm sure all the other people in the governorville. What was the name of that town? Well, they felt safe. But when you're on the road, are you going to take time to be screwing <sighs> and shit? Anyway. anyway. He says, now on to the thrones, combining both episodes as one. All right. Sister J is right. Don't bother animals while they're eating. Exactly. Even if they're yours. I think this is an evil foreboding for my Khaleesi. She's a little too confident that everything will work out her way. Yep. I don't think it will. Excuse me. Somehow, I don't think it will either. I mean, I hope it does, but I just... Yeah. Something's going to happen. Something's going to kick off. Yeah. Everything's been working too Mm -hmm. easily now. Speaking of Khaleesi, what happened to my boy Buck? Dang. <laughs> the tooth is loose. I know. Jamie Lannister is begging his sister harder than Keith Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. He oh, was. Wow. He was kind of begging. Because we all know Keith Sweat be whining. I hate Theon, but I love those dogs the bastard had. I want a Mastiff. Ooh. What? Marcus. Although, I, I will have to say... I took I took my dog to the vet, and as I was sitting there waiting, a man came in with a massive puppy. That thing was almost to my shoulder, and it was a puppy. It was cute, though, but it was sure. big. Those things get really Ooh, big. he was big. I have a friend that has a Great Dane. Now, them suckers but they're gentle, big, though. and they are so, their legs are so skinny. Right, but they're gentle. I know. Their disposition is gentle. A lot of big dogs, they are. I bet that nasty bank. Forget learning to use your left hand, Jamie. Get that dude to wield a makeshift weapon like Merlehead. Merle that's what somebody yeah. said. I miss Merle, he says. Yeah, I do too, though. The bastard is going to kill Bolton when he gets his chance. Watch. Yeah, the I most, think so too. The most ruthless always survive. Mm-hmm. Did they steal that shaving scene from the color purple? Yes, they Last did. Night. Yes, they did. We already done talked about yep. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those cannibals are going to make hash and rice out of Sam. And why is he walking past those crows training? Learn how to shoot an arrow or something. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Sam useless. is useless. He says useless. Thank too. you, Marcus. Thank he you. It's not useless. Useless. Y'all are awful. Mm. I think Melisandre is going to teach baby girl witchcraft. Mm. Oh, hopefully not. Mm. Bran will control those dragons one day. I think he has the most interesting storyline. I busted out laughing when that deer said Hodor. <laughs> I know. Hodor. I feel bad for Lil T. He didn't want he he didn't want to diss Shay, but that's the only <laughs> Lil T. <laughs> you just let that go. I just thought of what he was saying. <laughs> Lil T. She didn't want to diss Shay, but that's the only way she would leave. Yeah. Ippin ain't easy. OMG, I know Sister Jay had a blast when those little people mocked those kings. <laughs> <laughs> you guys!
Hamlick in King's Landing? <laughs> oh, the Hamlick wasn't going to save yeah, his ass. Yeah, that wasn't going to save his ass. Uh-uh. Marjorie said he's choking, but that wasn't it. Uh-uh. He was poisoned. I felt bad for little T at the end. He was standing there looking like, see, what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. They must have some little baby handcuffs and little orange oh! <laughs> They freed little Boozy, Bootsy, though free Tyrion too. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I suspect Littlefinger is behind this, but it really could be anybody, even Papa Lannister. Yeah. He really wants to be king, and he knew Joffrey was inbred. Yeah. Thanks for reading my medium. You know what? That's a good point, too, mm-hmm. see. Thanks for reading my medium to long-ass emails, ladies. Love ya and happy Easter. P.S. It's my birthday Saturday, so I'll be sipping like Cersei and Bob. Aww. Cersei and Bob. Who's Bob? Love you, lady. Oh, Bob! Yeah, from The Walking Dead. Oh, happy birthday early! Love you, ladies. Marcus. Thank you, Marcus, Thank for that, you, Marcus. E- for that you long ass email. But happy birthday. Happy birthday. And uh, have a drink on me. Take a sip, sip for Sister yeah. Jane. <laughs> Oh, that was oh, good. That was funny. That was funny. Oh, okay. God, I need to leave Tyrion alone. <laughs> I love that, Marcus. Little T. That's what I'm going to call him. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Marcus also sent us a second email where he is giving us a beverage review. Ooh, an adult beverage. Adult beverage review. Hey, sisters, this is a review of some beer that I tried on my birthday. Cool. The name of this beer is Rogue Voodoo Donut Beer. I went out with some lady friends to a specialty beer bar named World of Beers, and they made all my drink choices for me. And they, of course, picked the one in the big pink bottle. It's a a chocolate peanut butter and banana ale, and it's really smooth, and of course tastes better as it reaches room temperature. I give it a B, Sister J. Um, Sister J may like it, but Sister probably wouldn't. She may get the bitter beer face if she drinks if she likes her drinks sweet. You don't like your beer sweet though. Well, I don't want no, no I don't want nothing with peanut butter in it. They did have a ba- a banana nut bread one that had a strong banana oh, that you'd both like. But I drink stout normally. I like my beers like I like I like my women. Dark, cool, smooth, and top shelf. Oh shit! Top <laughs> Well, Marcus. now, I meet all those criteria except for the dark part. <laughs> oh, Lord, Sister Jay. And for wine, my favorite is Layer Cake Malbec. Oh, you drink a Malbec, huh? Anyway, here are pics of me getting turned. Laugh out loud, turned. ladies. Look at that pink bottle. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what, Marcus? First of all, you're cute, Marcus. You're kind of cute, Marcus. Hey. But second of all, your lady friends gave you that pink bottle on purpose because it's pink. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said it wasn't bad, though. He it wasn't it bad. Wasn't okay. But seriously, though, Marcus, I don't know about a beer that has banana and peanut butter in it. I could do the chocolate. Because, chocolate, because Brooklyn uh, and banana ale. Right. The Brooklyn Bottling Company makes a good chocolate beer. It, it, well, it's got chocolate in it, and it's real dark and real strong. I don't drink stout because stout is a little too thick for me. But I do like a dark beer, though. None of that shit sounds good to me because I don't. Like, it's really good. I don't like beer, but now I like sweet wine, but I do not like sweet beer. 
That's cool, though. A specialty beer bar. A, a specialty beer bar. It's yeah. called Rogue Voodoo Donut. And you ought to see Marcus turning up his pink bottle. Woo! <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead, Marcus. Woo! funny. Thank you for the pictures. Hope you had a good birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Our next email is from... Melsabu from Brooklyn. Uh, who? Melsabu. Melsabu. Yep. Okay. Hi, Sister J and Sister K. First of all, I just want to say I love your Game of Thrones podcast. Thank you. There ain't nothing like getting recaps and opinions on one of my favorite shows of all time from two sassy sisters. You guys rock. Second of all, what an episode. Yeah. I don't read the book, so I didn't know that this was coming at all. So I was really shocked by the end. That terrible little shit, King Joffrey, really had it coming to him. Yeah. But to be honest, at the end, I did feel bad because his mother was there with him, cradling him and feeling so helpless. I didn't feel bad at all. And I kept thinking how horrible it would be to watch your son die in such a gruesome way. Mm. She, I didn't feel bad at all. I either. didn't feel bad at all. Not for her or not for him. Thank you. I felt bad for Tyrion. That's what I felt bad for. Mm. Which reminds me, what is up with weddings in Westeros always ending up in violent deaths? There you go. Not as bad as the Dothraki wedding, but still. I actually had to watch the episode twice, and the second time around, I noticed a few interesting things. Did you notice Roose Bolton brought home a lady to meet Ramsay Snow? Yep. Who was she? Did well, he get raised a daughter. One of them. Did he get a new wife while he was at war? Yep. Yep. That makes no sense. Did you notice that when Ramsay kissed her and called her mother, they exchanged a glance, and Roose Bolton looked uncomfortable? Does Ramsey Snow have a habit of hooking up with his stepmoms? Could be. It was such a weird moment. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they kind of they kind of grinned at each other. I thought she was grinning like. Well, he was. I thought she was grinning like she was shy. Well, it could be. And because he said mother or something. He did. He said. He said welcome mother or something I like that. I thought that's what it was. I didn't think but it was now, that. Uh, Bruce Bolton had to marry one of the Frey daughters probably to get the Frey. To, to do that. To do that. To do it. Yeah. You know. He's trying to get they rid of They was in cahoots. Yep. So, yeah. So, of course he had to bring her back to his house. Uh, but I really enjoyed when Bruce Bolton put Ramsey Snow in his place. He ripped him a new one for taking off Theon's junk and sending terms to Lord Greyjoy without his permission. Yeah. It was satisfying to see Ramsey get the smack down. <laughs> I also noticed that, that the royal wedding during the horribly awkward dwarf reenactment Tyrion told Podrick to pay them each 20 gold, and he said, I'll have to find another way to thank the king. Obviously, he's going to regret saying that later, but did you know why he paid them? Did he yes. feel bad for them? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yes. I think so. Because, I mean, he, he's a, a, a dwarf, and they're dwarves, and yeah. for the king, and the only reason Joffrey did that is because Tyrion is a right. dwarf. Right, Yeah, otherwise, you know, they would have just had the regular people that do plays and stuff. Yep. See, but he did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. So. Um, anyway, keep doing what you ladies are doing. Your podcast is the best. I love you guys and can't wait for your take on the episode. Melsa Boo from Brooklyn. Well, thank you, Melsa Boo. Thank you, Melsa Blue. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Send us your tagline because I bet you your voice is really good. With accent. With that accent. Yeah. yeah. Send us a tagline. Wait for bunnies. Yeah. But thank you for that feedback. That was great. Yes, thank you, Mousaboo. That's the first time, too. Welcome to the family. Welcome. Okay, our next email is from 
Michelle. Hi, sister. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. It's been a while for her, too. I don't think this is the same Michelle. I think it's different. Oh. She's from Brooklyn, also. Oh, okay. The new Michelle. Hey, Hi, sisters. I, uh, no. Hi, sisters. Attaches a bumper for your Game of Thrones podcast. The speaker is my son, Orlando. I'm not going to say his last name. Um, he celebrated his eighth birthday on April 5th by watching a joust at Medieval Times in New Jersey with his best friend, Trey. Aww. Both boys are really into fantasy movies, so they had a great time. Oh, that's cute. That's so cute. By the way, I couldn't agree with you more about what you said concerning not disturbing animals when they're eating. Exactly. I've had four dogs, a dash hound, a basset hound, a French bulldog, and a miniature pincher Pekingese mix. The basset Freya, no relation to House Frey, <laughs> was a sweet and gentle soul. But if you came within five feet of her when she was hungry, she would give a low growl of warning. Exactly. If you didn't heed that, she would snap at you. Mm-hmm. How would a dragon be any different? Exactly. Love your podcast, Michelle from Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Thank you, Michelle. Well, wait, let's play Brooklyn. Let's play this from um, Orlando, her son. Okay. Hey, yo, this is Orlando from New York City. You're listening to Sit to Speak podcast of Game of Thrones. The night is dark and full of terror. Oh, that is so cute, Michelle. Orlando, thank you so Orlando, much. Orlando, that you is so, so cute. That's the cutest one I have ever heard. That is well, we've never heard a little a, oh, a little tagline that like so that. You, we gonna definitely put that on our. We're gonna put that on the podcast. Oh. Orlando, you rock. Thank you, Orlando. Thank you. Oh, that is so precious. Michelle, that is, that too, is cute. too cute. Thank you, Michelle. That is just adorable. Adorable. That's adorable. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I know. Bless his heart. He said the night is dark and, and full, full of terrors. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Love it. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, now our very last email Yay! of the day Who is gets the honor? Niambi. Hey, Niambi. Hi, sisters. I've been traveling on business this week and just had a moment to realize I didn't send my feedback. Uh-oh. We had lots of theories on who done it. Mm-hmm. Tough to go to a wedding in this world. <laughs> Definitely payback on the Lannisters. So I've attached our tagline we recorded last week, which I also forgot to send. Losing my mind at work, I guess. I hope you have a good week and look forward to your next episode um, and podcast. We really do enjoy both of you. Niambi. Okay, well, let me play her tagline now. Okay. Hi, sisters. This is Niambi from Virginia. What's going on, sisters? This is Eli from Virginia by way of Portland, Oregon. And the, the Lannisters, Lannisters aren't the, the only, only ones, ones who pay their debts. debts. Oh, thank you both for that tagline. Thank we you. love it. Thank you, Niambi. Thank you, Eli. Hey, Eli. <laughs> Your voice sounds great, Eli. I love, I love it. A group tagline. Yeah, group tagline. Or a couple's tagline. And I love the actual tagline. The Lannisters ain't the only ones who, who pay, pay their, their debts. debts. Yep. Oh, that's great. Thank that's y'all awesome. so much. Thank you, guys. Ooh, Thank you. Lord, y'all. Y'all wearing us out. <laughs> but, but 
So we love the feedback, though. Love the feedback. Love keep the, it moving. That y'all are loving the podcast. Yeah. We love it, too, and we could not do it without y'all. Not without y'all. We just want y'all to love us a little bit less on the email <laughs> side. No. Send the email, but just keep it, keep it short. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Keep it moving. Well, so for next week, you can definitely send your feedback in to sitspeak at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on our website, which is Facebook, uh, excuse me, sitspeakpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a comments page there, or you can also comment on the specific episode. We are on Facebook at um, facebook.com slash sitspeakpodcast. We are also on Twitter at underscore sister J and underscore sister K. And our podcast Twitter feed, which is Sister Speak Cast, C-A-S-T. If you would like some Sister Speak apparel, you can always go to our Sister Speak shop. Yep. Which there are links from the website. And um, you can also call our voicemail line, which is 972-755-1215. Whew. That <laughs> was a lot. <laughs> yep. It was awesome feedback. You guys have given me a lot. I'm going to be studying this next episode. I know it. Looking for all these little clues. Clues and everything. Yep. It was great. Thank you, Sister J. Thank you, Sister K. And thank all of you, Sister Speak family. We'll see you next time. Hi, this is Andreas, a.k.a. Tammy's husband from New Jersey. Here is Walking a Freaking Dragon in Dutch for you. Ik ben een godvergeten draak aan het uitlaten. Bye, sisters. Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. Oh, look, the pie. Hey, sisters. This is Brenda from San Antonio, Texas. And if you can't hang with the sisters, you're just kibble for the dragons. Bye. Heyo, this is Ayando from New York City. You're listening to Sit to Speak podcast of Game of Tones. The night is dark and full of terror. Hi, sisters. This is Niambi from Virginia. What's going on, sisters? This is Eli from Virginia by way of Portland, Oregon. And... The, the Lannisters, Lannisters aren't the, the only, only ones who pay their debts. debts.